Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Central Islip and the Islip Town Tournament. Six days post. Catch your breath, yeah. The tie. <laughs> the, is, that, is that the terminology we're using? The tie? The tie. So here we are, guys. I got Tuan Simone up here, Rob Noonan. Paul Suskin's going to be joining us in a second. I'm Artie Suskin. Getting ready for this Islip Town drill. They're still figuring out a couple of things, I think, here at the microphone. But, uh, guys, how we doing? How was your week? Yeah, man. Uh, great drill last week. A uh, lot of fallout from it that we could talk about today. But uh, did you catch your breath? I'm still kind of <laughs> hangover mode here. Yeah. Although I didn't have much to drink after the tournament last week. But uh, doing good. What's going on? A lot of fun out in West Sable. Well, obviously, as you guys can imagine, it was a pretty good week. Uh, a lot of replays of the bucket shot. And the, the call, I will say you guys, uh, as I watched the call, next to you guys, but the call itself, uh, a lot of guys from uh, West Sable were uh, quoting. Some guys verbatim. It was pretty funny. We've got a lot of laughs out of it over the course of the week. But, what do you uh, got? What do you got? A lot, lot of compliments. <laughs> the uh, pa Paulie's comment, like, just as soon as he looked down at his watch, the uh, holy, <laughs> holy, 2089 and 12. On 12. On 12, yeah. That was, yeah, that that was, that was yes, that was the other one. On, yeah. tw on 12. So we definitely uh, was able to have a lot of fun with that this week, as you guys can imagine. It was a hell of a week. Was there a uh, camera of you in the hallway? No, but you can, hear me, on, you can hear me on the tape, though. Michael said he looked over. He said he saw me run down the stairs. I'm sure. I'm surprised Michael was able to look over. He was jumping up and down himself. <laughs> Throwing buckets down. <laughs> uh, we'd all be doing the same thing. Who are we kidding, right? Absolutely. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I left my calculator at home today, guys. Hopefully we're not <laughs> Hopefully I'm not going to be having to do that many scenarios as we did last week, right? I, if you, in the group, you saw people put, you know, Stan put out there, hey, if you want to see a shot, you know, put it out there. I'll put it in the group. I had texted Stan. I said, do you have Tuan and Paul pulling their hair out before <laughs> buckets to figure out the scenarios up top? Oh, yeah. uh, man, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we, uh, we had it covered. You know, the, the, I think the thing that gets lost in all of it, you know, we were focused on, you know, the teams who – who have, have run buckets in the past, who put up those good numbers in the past. You know, Bayshore was only a couple points out. But the one thing we forget, the Copac Yellowbirds, they run a 20-89. We have a three-way tie for first. Imagine right. that happens. That was one of the things that I think we overlooked in that final call there. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, I think we covered it pretty well. There was so much going on in that contest. I actually took some time this weekend, sat and listened to the whole bucket contest again, pretty yeah. much start to finish. And it was, it was a lot of fun to listen to the second time around. And, like you said, just the scenarios that changed after every big shot, as was the you know the quote of the day, and a lot of guys were talking about everything being a big shot, which was kind of fun. Yeah, I thought that uh, you know how how often can you ever go into any drill, let alone it be the state eight teams mathematically with a shot to actually win the tournament? It's just crazy. Well, that's like the amount of teams we have in this drill this evening. Yeah, had a chance to win the state <laughs> drill last that's week. Right, it was actually they, nine. They all have a chance to win right now. <laughs> Only 13 more contests to go. Yeah. And actually, five of the teams here, or four of the teams here, are, are Bayshore was in that mix, CI, obviously, West Sable, obviously. Islip. East Islip and Islip. So yeah, five, five of the teams here mathematically had a chance to win. Maybe this should tournament. be the runoff drill. <laughs> I think. <yeah. laughs> right? Well, that's one of the topics we could discuss tonight. You know, I, I don't know if we're going to save it till later or talk about it now, but hey, should there be a tiebreaker system? No, you know, yes no. and no. I, we could we could have fun with the conversation. I think we should save it for a little while. Yeah, There'll be right. more people listening. I bet you'll get more feedback on it. Let sign we, on with we Yeah, right. It's it's well, very easy. And to you say know what? That. That's interesting, Rob. I'm curious, and you probably have a first-hand account of all this. How, how are the boys feeling at West Sable? Is there? I mean, is it total jubilation? Is it yes. a little bit of a mix of oh, yeah. what if, or is uh, it just? I think the, the concept of what if came up once or twice, but it's pretty jubilation. Yeah. I mean, 
there was a uh, it was a tough time after our motor pump shot. You know, guys, you know, we, uh, what considered was a a pretty good opportunity to put ourselves right in the middle of it. Never really thinking that okay, we still have a mathematical chance, but what about after your efficiency shot? You had the same, right? Yes. It was like three, maybe even behoves, three shots in a row right there. Yeah, we went three shots in a row without you giving guys, a man on a target, without giving Joe Quenzer a chance at the target for I any meaning. I think I mentioned that night that you've seen the lowest of the low for the West yeah. Saber Flying Dutchman, and then when they hit buckets, you see the highest of the high all within a three-hour period. Yes, and that's why, like I said, it was the camp was pretty down after pump, and... I, one of the things I said amongst the guys, which I thought would, yeah, I'd love to get somebody, a Vegas odds maker, yeah. and say, a team with nine nine points, where it was, what are the odds of them winning or tying? Yeah. I would think it had to be a thousand or more to one. Well, yeah. had any other drill in the history, we never went that far without a double-digit scorer right. going into the last three contests. As all the research we've done that night and past since, I've never, and I know other people have never been able to find... A state drill. How about just a regular drill? I yeah, bet right. too. I know. But a state drill going to the last three, where no team has hit double digits. That's pretty crazy. It was unbelievable. You know, like five other teams running a 20-89. It's it's almost that number. The way the scenario you know? worked out that night, it's almost going back to when you're a little kid in your backyard. Yeah. And bottom of the ninth, two outs, yeah. spaces loaded, down by three. You know, and you're the hero. I mean. It's not, you know, Michael, the, the, right, the West Sable Flying course. Dutchman are the hero of that story. Very well could have been the Bayshore Redskins. Yeah. Very well could have been the Copeg Yellowbirds. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only difference is they didn't go last, but they were pretty close. They you knew know, what they had to do, and they did it. Interesting. Always Run, impressive. We talked about running order at the uh, North Belmore invite, and, you know, you wonder what that played, how, how much of an effect that had on the outcome <laughs> of the tournament, you know, who, who ran when. and You know, it's just one of the things in our sport that's always been around since the beginning, you know, your running order. But yeah, you mentioned the Bayshore Redskins. Sorry to interrupt you. How's everyone holding up out in Bayshore? I mean, that's a tough loss. We, we broadcasted it. Great team. A lot of up-and-coming stars, I think, on that team. But how's everyone holding up this week? I think expectedly, you know, when you go to the yeah. parade the next day, it, like, all of a sudden hits you all over again. Yeah. And I, I, I can only speak for myself in a situation that has never been uh, so from the high to the low that they went through. Yeah. And as I, I've said this plenty of times, it's like being, you know, shot twice in the head. And then you're laying on the ground dead. Someone stabs and rips out your heart. You don't even go down the track. You know right, what I'm I saying? So to, so to have that huge difference in emotion is, is first of all, very trying to anybody. But, uh, you know, when you have when you have visions of glory yeah. and seven buckets up, you're feeling it, you know. You're sending buckets up. You're seeing nothing coming down, whether you're on the ladder, on the ground. And then have what happened is just absolutely heartbreaking. But... You know, it obviously was a tough Sunday, as you would expect it to be. But they're back out, you know. Yeah. Makes prob- you stronger. That's true. They got they got some state yeah. championships in their future. Right. I, I mean, I think they had an opportunity to win one this year, maybe ahead of schedule. Yeah. It's, it's kind of they had the opportunity to steal one. Right. right. That's what it right. would have been. Steal, yeah. steal one earlier than they, than they might be expected to. If, if they stay on track and keep doing what they're doing, people stay healthy and people stay racing, I mean, their their future possibilities are endless, so that's up to them. And hopefully one day they look back at that thing and laugh a little bit about it. Imagine that would have been another one. Yep. Yeah. So you, we'll and see. you look at their team composition compared to some of the other teams that are in the same mix. They're on the younger side right. of, of that you know right, curve right. compared to you know say a West Sable with some of their guys in CI. So you know hopefully that that window will still be open for them. We're in a delay here because they're having microphone problems. 
Bill Rouse, two weeks in a row. Trouble with the mic. If, if we should have had a video on Mr. Bill Rouse. He was an angry character last week. When that thing would cut out on him. He's tapping he it. He's smacking it on the he table. He was slowing, laying down some. I just like when he puts it down. He puts both hands, you know, around his mouth and, like, yells. Like, everyone's going to hear him from one end of, of the, <laughs> the track to the other. It's awesome. I think we have power. So now here we are. The Ice of Town tournament. Here's the honor off. The switch. let it rip. I'll let, the, I'll let the introductions go, and then we'll <laughs> introduce the tournament, boy. That's All right, so we're getting ready to run here. Uh, you know, this has uh, long been known as the uh, Let It Rip tournament, guys. You know, the pressure of the state tournament is off. Uh, the teams are out here just kind of uh, trying to get their final fix of the season. We have this tournament tonight. We have Labor Day weekend. And then we have the uh, Town of Babylon at Tanner Park taking place. I mean, Audie can probably relate to this, myself only in the last five years or so, but having this drill so close after the state drill really makes it tough. You have to practice all the extra contests we don't run week in and week out, and getting motivated to do that sometimes is tough. I will say it's better than running the week before, though, <laughs> as we used to do. Which was the worst, by the way. We actually lobbied. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yeah, yep. we got you. Got you, Paul. We actually lobbied for years to run it any other week but the week before the state drill. And finally, we actually ran it in Riverhead week a couple times and then settled in after the state drill, which is way better than just, the week before. Just go through some of the issues of repiping your truck. You're doing things to your truck and your ladders that you don't normally want to do the week before the state drill. Yeah, just that practice on Tuesday after that long weekend is uh, All these shots difficult at best. After, yeah. after a tie like last week, or those, you're like, oh, I could have ran that last week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here we go with the CI Hobos. With, uh, <laughs> get the light. Yeah, we got uh, it. Look like the second man jump pick or no? I think yeah. Jake got out late, but I don't think that Ooh, matters. Little, there's that little stutter step. He recovers like nobody I've ever seen, though. That's almost very similar to last week. And last that's week, it was on a... It's the same, same exact time. Same number. That was identical. And I don't know if you could hear it at home, ladies and gents. 649 was the time by the Hobos. And almost an identical shot as the state drill shot yeah, last I'm week. Identical. Well, the number's identical. But yeah. the thing is, last week he had his ball of his foot slip off on his third step and right. kept going. Today it was like on his second or like the mounting step. And he keeps going. He runs the same number. That's a sign of a good ladder climber and a good ladder team that you can finish even with a little hitch in your step. So Brentwood Tigers are now coming down the track. First man is on, second man on, third man pitter-patter in, right on the heels, coming up, top rung. Brentwood. Clean shot. Yeah, it's going to be in the high sevens. Time for Brentwood, 7.81, 7.81. Billy, you guys take 7.81 for the Brentwood Tigers. Brentwood, one of eight teams on the uh, scorecard today, guys. A tournament like this is so strange because, you know, 7.81... Oh, you lose him, you got me. 781 yeah, got sometimes will be second place, and sometimes the 660 in this drill gets knocked out. Yeah, no overtime here today. So you want to complete every shot. A miss, you know, you can miss and finish a shot and still end up with points. A little early there. Everybody is out. First man on, second man on, third man, Pinapetri's on, right on the heels. Nice smooth shot nice coming Nice run up. by Sayville. It's going to be in the high, in the high sixes. Sable's got to be real happy about that. That's, again, I think they were in... Uh, almost identical. 696 last yeah. week they were so in. So yeah. right there, they were. In, I know they were in the high sixes last yeah. week. Bayshore comes to the line. Bayshore coming up to 641. 
yep. last that's week. That's a tenth improvement for Sayville. From yeah. there, you look to just now, let's get it in the six sevens next time and yeah. gradually and it, bring that down. Six seventy, you get to there. Some big tournaments, you're scoring a point. In. Yeah, that kid for Sayville, he just started running third man probably in the last quarter of the season. Yep. So he's still getting his breath together. So look, going in the right direction. No mm-hmm. doubt. So as Bayshore comes to the line, Kyle Coyne getting for the call. Oh. Good start. Jimmy Leggio is on. Al Pugh on. Skippy's a now. Jimmy kind of slips. Now everyone gets bottled up. Skippy coming up before Al got away from the touch. There we go. It's like the one thing you don't want to happen in this drill is have something like that because every race to the next is crazy. Ralph's not used to saying that. No. I don't think anybody is. And now Michael goes back to second man here after running third last week. Save the legs, right? So Billy Hothen running third man for the West Table Flying Dutchman right now. It's a long night, a lot of contests. Rob, do you know who's running individual? Billy Hothen will be running individual. All right, I want to get a little talk with Michael right after this then. Already get a split on Michael just out of curiosity if you can. He's on. Billy is on right next to him. Oh, Billy slips. Jeff Mike on a top rung, 5.7s. 69. 69. 75. Yeah. 3.18 on. You think, you think about that, your second man's grabbing a 5.75. You know, you got a good half a second to run a 6.2. Yeah. You know. 7. 7.32 is the time by West Sable. Third place right now with only three teams left. Yep. All right, before he up runs, I'm here with Michael Mara. Michael, word is you're not running the individual ladder contest tonight. Is that true? Yes, Billy's running tonight. All right, so how many years have you been running individual ladder here? This would be the first one, I imagine, that you didn't compete in, right, since you started racing? Yeah, I, I think we started in, like, 93. I did it every year. So, uh, yeah, listen, I'm not 100%. I'm hurting. Billy's, Billy's fantastic. I got in his way there. I feel awful. I screwed him up. But, uh, yeah, he's going to take a shot. Then. It's tough to get in somebody's way when you run a, a 569 to the top of the ladder, just so you know. Hold on for a sec. Comes East Islip. First man on, Robbie's on, Pat Dunn on, right on his heels, looks like a nice shot. Good job. Good. I, I don't know that he's ever put it in the six twos. What do you got, 30s? Oh, okay. Uh, he's be, uh, he might get, might get CI there. Okay. Having a trouble with the mic again. All right, well, we're waiting. I'm just back with Michael. You guys coming into this drill, coming in as state champions, what's the difference? Last couple of years, CI's been winning the state drill. You guys win, co-champs, whatever. Is different preparation coming to this drill or not? It's all the same. This is a fun drill. <laughs> Uh, well, practice was a lot more fun this week, that's for certain. Uh, you know, we didn't mind being out two nights, but um, yeah, I mean, listen, everybody's a little more loose and relaxed. Um, let's watch Ice Kid, they're great in this. Yeah, guys, that was a 6.53 by the Guzzlers. I know you're not hearing the times at home, so well. Here comes Islip, first man on. Toad, it gets on. Jake is on. Here comes Josh, right on his heels. Man. Ooh, that's going to be... Real good. He's, his Real fastest, nice. I believe, is a 6.15. He's going to be in that neighborhood. Depending on a button, it's in the neighborhood. I'm pretty sure that ties his fastest shot ever. 6.15. Of course, Josh likes this tournament. Last year, he tied the individual ladder state record of 4.13. Tied the long-standing record of Michael Mara and Tommy Abramski. I had 3.87 in, which is a pretty heavy number. No doubt. And uh, he was right on Jake's heels the whole... I mean, he caught him on his second step. He was on Jake's heels the whole way. And the Ice of Bulbs are saying, where was that last week? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of teams are going to be saying that here today, ladies and gents. For a lot of races, yeah. Twan. Hey, you know, state champs. Oh, I'm state champs. Oh, right. I'm state champs. <laughs> yeah, no slight, no slight to the Ice of Wolves. A lot of teams saying the same thing from uh, <laughs> from today, West, for I sure. West Ice is not here. here. 
West, no West Iceland, it doesn't look like it. Unless they're just not running three men. Item down here with Josh Case at 6.15. Hold on, of course. First place, five points, number 12, Iceland. Second place, four points, number one, Central Iceland. Third place, three points, number 11, East Iceland. Fourth place, two points, number five, Sable. Fifth place, one point, number 10, West Sable. All right, 6.15, Josh. Just take us through it a little bit. What were you feeling like he's off that? What, what does it feel like when you're heading in there? You had a full head of steam. Everybody's out of the way. When you got to the top, did you think it was 6-1? Uh, I thought it was around there, but uh, it's great. After the state, you know, no pressure. Run, run your shot, man. In, in all seriousness, because we've all been there, When the week after the state, I mean, is, is it more of a fun time? You guys get together. You, obviously, you thought maybe, you know, we had a chance to win the state tournament. You're down a little bit. But as you move towards this day, do you look at this as fun? Or, hey, you know what? Let's put up runs like nobody could put up because there's no pressure. No, there's no pressure, and it's definitely fun. But uh, you always want to win every tournament you go out to. So that's about it, man. Keep going. All right, Josh, great shot. Good luck the rest of the night. So we'll look forward to seeing Josh again an individual ladder. Like I said last year at this tournament, he ties the individual ladder record, which is the event that we're going to run right now. The record 413 has stood since Tommy Abramski broke uh, the record of 416. That was held, of course, by Warren Horst of the West Sable Flying Dutchman. 413 was since tied by Michael Mara in 1993 and then by Josh Kaysen last year in 2014 at this tournament. Yeah, I didn't want to put the whammy on him by asking. <laughs> Ryan Kessler is coming right now. Here he comes. Top rung. A little hesitation on the mount. Yeah, I thought again. I thought he collapsed a little bit on his mount step. It looks like his hip kind of yep. collapsed into the ladder. Four threes, maybe. What was the top five in that last race, guys? I'll, I'll give it to you after the shot. So that's a 435 by centralized lift. The, I'm just going to talk over Rouse because I don't right, think go, the people go. at home can hear it. So the Wolves won three-man ladder with a 615. The Hobos took four points with a 649. The Guzzlers, 653 for third. The Sable Blue Jays, 683 for fourth, which is a tweener if we look at how the day is going to make out. The West Sable Flying Dutchman end up getting one with the 732. Brentwood. Nice on. Oh, he slips third step. Nope, slips again at the top. Head sunken. For Brentwood, 732, 732 for Brentwood. Sable go back into the first man. Squirrel going to climb. That's first man? Yeah, he was climbing third in the beginning of the year, and then they switched things up. Their first man went back to third. He came to first, but he will be climbing an individual here. While he gets ready for the call-off. What was fifth place there, Tuan? Did he get a chance? 732 West Sable. Here he comes. Nice smooth shot. He's driving all the way through with those legs. No doubt. I thought he might have faded. That's usually around that. I, I think he's it's the day of the first man, fellas. I think he's touched in the, uh, yeah, Jimmy Leggio. It, he's touching the four fours before. It looked like to me he got on the right side and might have faded across the ladder where you're going to lose some time doing this. It's 58, right? Yeah, you don't normally see uh, first men running this very often. Yeah, it comes Maybe Jimmy Leggio. Maybe it's a new race. It's like an Anuk drill here. we got fat man ladder going I mean. on. You know? <laughs> Jimmy Leggio is on. Little stumble maybe on the second step. Check guys. Check four guys. But four sixes. Five <laughs> for 4.67 for the Redskins, third place. 
Still got Billy Hofen, West Sable, Pat Dunn, East Islip in the wings. And you, we just talked to Michael Mara. That's about 25 <clears throat> years of running this contest. As much as you might be hurting, as much as everything else, everyone still has a hard time letting go. Billy gets on real. It's, I tell you, explodes up the ladder. 4.35, the time to beat by the Central. That's going to be our first place shot. 4.28, first place, West Sable Flying Dutchman. Don't talk much about individual ladder ins, but I've been kind of looking at it up to this point. I had Billy at 2.12. I had Brian Kessler at 2.06. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to be in that 2.0 to low 2.0 range if you can. I thought Billy took a couple of chopsticks more than usual. Yes. But again, he's running that second, third man spot, so you're not always used to that stride in. But he ate up the ladder. Yes, he had a he great climb. Yeah, like I said, he's got a little bit longer strides, but yeah. I don't think his feet, you know, he definitely didn't look right getting it to the ladder, but he made up yeah. for it once he got on it. Let's see what Pat Dunn does here. Good start for Pat. He is on nice and aggressively. Oh, he loses his hands for yeah. a second. Yeah, Patty, he's looking at his hand. It looks like, Twan, you know when you come up and you catch your fingers yep. on, the, on the rung? No doubt. Oh, it just beats out the Sable Blue Jay shot. Yeah, 58. So the Wolves come to the line. 428 West Sable, 435 CI, 456 Guzzlers, 458 Sable, 467 Bayshore. Stay holder has something to shoot for. I got Pat Dunn down here as we're going to watch Josh go. I'll let Josh go first. Uh, he, he tied it last year, guys. 413. What does he do here? Looks Ooh, real good, my friend. That nice. D did he have the grab? It's going to be close. close. Definitely first place number. Oh, does he beat it? This record has existed since 1989. Tom Abramski was the one to make it 413. Does he tie it again or does he beat beat it? Huh? It is going to be well, 13, I Get think. Get out of here. We're being told that we tied it again. That's unbelievable. Can you go faster than a 413? Is it possible? Tom Abramski couldn't do it. Michael Mara couldn't do it. Josh Kaysen has done it twice, but couldn't beat it once. Well, I thought he was talking tiebreakers tonight, fellas. <laughs> they're, uh, uh, they're, no, tell me, somebody get a Bramski on the phone. Yeah, right. I'll call him up. Call him up and get him here. <laughs> they're all they're all in the building. I had 2.06 in, which matches Brian Kessler's in time. Yeah, he just ate yeah, up the ladder, no climb. doubt. He had a real good explosion on his first step as he mounted and came up. But that's crazy. Four, four 13s. Two by yep. Josh Kaysen. One by Michael Mara, one by Tommy Abramski. Yep. The only guys to run, three guys run the uh, fub, sub 450. The guy can't do it. He can't break a 413. What's and the problem? That's our <laughs> first record of the year, I think, as well. Uh, yeah, no bucket bucket record, but it was a no time. That would have been the only I other one, right? even old-fashioned yeah. motorized, that is our first general judges of the year. All right, I'm down here with Josh before we get the official word. Dude, you can't break a 413. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I keep trying, but you know what? Good company. We're, we're actually trying to get Tommy Abramski on the phone, and three of you guys can have a runoff. But now that you have two of them, I, I would walk out with my chest puffed up a little bit more than normal. Hell of a shot. Uh, when you get online, I didn't want to bring it up before you ran, but when you get on the run, are you thinking I'm going for this record? Uh, yeah, every time. You know, it's a fun tournament, so I'd, I want to try and break it every time I go out there. So, yeah. All right, great job, Josh. Congratulations. First place, five points. Like, what, go to the truck. <laughs> I'd love to know what the numbers were, just out of curiosity. Like, is somebody at 15? I'll go look. Yeah, that'd be great, Paul. Just give us that. That'd be pretty cool to talk about. Okay. Let me, 
I'm going to give you the results on the air here because, again, Rob Seville isn't coming over. Rob's got a double hitch clover or something going on over the here. Knots. The Ice of Wolves looking, they're, they're at to a 10 point, uh, you know, they won both contests. Anyway, 4-13, first place by the Ice of Wolves, an individual ladder, tied the state record for the second year in a row. It's the fourth 4-13 in the history of racing. Tommy Abramski, Michael Mara, Josh Cation. Kaysen twice. So Isa, 413 first place. West Sable's going to get four, but that 428 second place. The 435 of the CI Hobos is third. We got the 456 of the East Isa Guzzlers fourth place. And then fifth place, one point. Sable Blue Jays, 4.58. Like you said it, Paulie, 467 out of the mix today. So it could be the type of day where an event's real heavy or, you know, a crummy numbers grabbing points. Uh, just getting some personal feedback. Um, that we're cutting out real bad over the internet. So maybe we can, I just had some guys text me, so see if we can look into that, but it's been cutting out uh, pretty bad. All right. Hopefully they'll get that fixed up for us. But uh, that was was fun to watch there. Yeah, you know, you know, you you could do it two years in a row. There's been some closer, closer days where we've seen some couple of four, you know, two or three, four twos in the mix, but when you get to see a four thirteen, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Impressive to see when you see people break records. Always impressive, especially in a ladder contest. You know, yeah. these are the ones that have been around a long time. You know, it's a pure event. How much more pure does it get than individual ladder? Yeah, I don't think it can. But you know, we're getting ready for B ladder now, and I was talking with you about this before the uh, day already. You know, we talk about Jay Newoff. You know, I, I, the rumor is it's his last season. All right, I, I've spoken with him, private conversations. He's thinking about hanging it up after this year. You know, you don't know until this, the winter passes and the spring gets here and you decide to hang him up. But if he does decide to hang him up, there aren't too many things that uh, that are not on this guy's resume. Yeah. And one of the things he hasn't done yet, he has not run a four in B-Lat. And that's one of the things that he's got to be thinking on his mind, hey, let's let it rip here, let's go for it. Right. You know here. what I mean? What? He's not here today. Are you kidding me? I'll, uh, I'll, let, let me put an end to that right now. <laughs> he is not racing tonight. I didn't know that. So who is? To the best of my knowledge, he is in Colorado Springs at a family member graduating from the Air Force Academy. So what, what, do you, what are they I believe uh, David, Miller David Miller is making his debut tonight in a number of positions. Well, that's interesting, and I'll tell you what, it's good to have depth. Anyway, Jay, if you're listening, sorry, man, I come on have a Labor Day. That's the one thing that's missing. You know, we were just talking, Artie, he's got four state championships as a motorized ladder climber now. They brought some of the old they, guys out. Ricky McCarthy's back yes. on the back of the truck digging, I believe. I'm not sure who's throwing it. That might be Justin Correa. There was talk about that, but I'm not sure. Uh, it doesn't look like No, but, maybe you know, not. I don't, know. I don't know. They did bring Ricky back out to dig for tonight. You just saw Billy Miller go over to the thrower and maybe just say, hey, man, have some fun out there. I don't know. Who knows? But he did shake the thrower's hand, and he got off the track. But I'm curious to see here what David Miller can do. You know, they have a lot of young guys, a lot of depth on this team. You know he's taking a shot every practice. You know what I mean? I'm thinking that there's a B team for everything, except for driver. (laughs) When you have that kind of depth, yeah. Um, So so what's what's realistic here? 5-3? 5-2? I think realistic is 5-3 is what you're going for. You'll take and be happy. Um, you know, how many A smooth, completed shot. I mean, yeah. do you give the normal drop that you're giving Jay Newhoff? I, I'd say no, but we don't know how many shots he has under his belt. Right. And you don't know yeah. how much, how do long Do you dig 260? Practicing. Is that a great idea, your first time out of the box? Instead no, of 285, it's also, 290? It's, it's also the town tournament. You want And you don't want to go bone yeah. and have teams start running away from you either. <laughs> right now, Islip's trying to do that. You know, 10 yeah. out of the first 10. 
Yeah, you know, I you got to go down seven and fives after that. And exactly. A base show with zero after two contests. Probably Correct. would not have expected that when we talked of, about it before. And now that's a lot of that's a lot of catch up. That's hey, guys, if you're looking for those numbers, they're up there. They said they're up on the arc somewhere. Those three numbers are the buttons for the state record. We need a longer cord to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can get anybody on a good run here. Uh, I don't know if you caught us, Paulie. We got a uh, first time climbing David Miller here tonight with Central Islip. Oh, okay, interesting. I'll go with that if he gets to the top. So the CI Hobos have the track. Stands are starting to fill up. Nice day out here in Central Islip. Not too hot. We got some cloud coverage. Feeling good out here. Nice cool night. All right, here we go. Central Islip Hobos. Sit. Danny Jackson in the seat. Course is his. 529. Let's do it. Rolling out. Hard break. Just inside three-man ladder line, David Miller's on. He's nice and smooth, gets to the top. Don't know if he had that bow going to that five, grab. Five, four, five, five. Yeah, okay. there, I'm going right. to see if I can get him, fellas. That la I don't know that the ladder made it to the arch as, as fast as it normally does. Thrower has to get it there a little bit quicker. But new thrower, backup climber, smooth Ricky shot. Ricky McCarthy back spike. It looks like with Jeff Kemp. 5.49 is the time for the centralizer hobos. All right, I'm down here with David Miller, right out of the box, 549. How long have you been practicing at that this year? Uh, maybe like a month, maybe about a month. So about a month. Now you practice when Jay doesn't make it, or how does that work? Or they just run some extra runs? If Jay's late to practice or, you know, we just want to just get a shot in with the B team. But Gus is doing a really good job throwing. It's his first year. He hasn't really had a, a solid month of practice, but this week we've been able to put it together. So. 549, is that within your expectations of what you guys were shooting for? Better or worse? What do you think? Uh, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Um, we'll see what happens. See you later. Uh, you're running sea ladder too? Sweet. All right, back to you guys. You know, he, he uh, you heard him say it, the thrower. The guy Gus hasn't had a whole lot of shots under his belt. You can see it there. Yep. Hey, listen, it was smooth, nice shot. There's room for improvement, obviously. They're running with their B team. Ladder didn't get to the arch. From a throwing standpoint, though, Tuan, I'd rather that than yeah, bang me then against then the arch and make me have to climb through it. Yeah, right. you're right. Brentwood on the line. You're absolutely right. Track is theirs. Rolling out. Here they come. Through the timing lights, into the hard break. Right outside, three-man ladder line. Climber's on. Little stumble getting on. Now he's at the top. That ladder is not set up for him well no, at all. He has no grab at all. No grab. Crouched. He's actually climbing past where he should. 671. His head was at the top rung when he was grabbing it. So, guys, just going back to the uh, Josh's uh, general judges. The buttons are. Go ahead. Four, fifteen, four, fourteen, four, ten. Wow. Brings us to the four thirteen. Who gave him the ten? <laughs> I don't know. That's all good. They, listen, the rule is they must be within a tenth of each other. I'll say so the, the climber gave him the tenth. There you go, A Rock. The other guy yeah. spiked. So the four fourteen becomes the middle time. The four fifteen is only a hundredth away from that, and the four ten is four hundredths away from the four fourteen. Yeah. All numbers are within tolerance. You average them together, you get the four thirteen. Ties the state record. What was Brentwood's time there? I'm sorry. Six seventy one. Six seventy one. Six seventy one. Sable Blue Jays coming to the line. Don Corkery and the boys. No points last week at the state, but a number of six places in the state drill. Right on the outside looking in. Couldn't yeah. get on the scoreboard. Including a 551 and B ladder for yep. sixth place. Yeah. Talked to them after the drill. They were a little disappointed that they didn't get on the scoreboard. Obviously a goal of theirs. But they were happy that they were able to put together some decent runs at the state drill. 
Going through a couple of revs. Getting ready to roll out. Here he comes. Across the time light. Into the hard break. Ooh, just inside the yellow. Going to have a long way to get there. Squirrel gets to the top. Nice job. Climbed through it. Not going to beat what they ran last week, but still pretty respectable. That yeah, mid-five range. little lunge to get in. Yeah, they did a nice job trying to find the pit there. 573, second place. So we got a 549 by the Hobos, 573 by Sayville, and a 671 by the Brentwood Tigers. One, one thing I like about where Sayville's come with B-Ladder is yeah. you go back a couple of years, they would hit that 1-5 once a year, and they would run a lot of 6 O's to 6 10s. Right. Now they put the 5 in the consistent repertoire, right. you know, week in, week out. They can run that 5-5 five, five to 5-9. Five, right. So now they just got to, you know, whether it's where they get dropped, tweak a couple of things. They ran a 51. You can, to me, you can run a 40. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right, Audie. Not everybody's CI where you got enough guys to run out the box with a different crew and you get a 549. Most of the time, the teams have to make their way through a methodical process, and I think that's the thing Sable's going through. Pretty big shot here, guys, for Bayshore. You don't want to go three contests a row right. in a drill like this and come out with no points. So it's pretty imperative they get on the board here and start rolling a little bit. I think B-Lad has been somewhat of a consistent contest for them all year long. They're not going to light up the scoreboard, but they run their run. High five threes, five fours is where they've been most of the year. Mitch right now will put them right where they need to be. Yeah, let's see what they do. Kyle in the seat. Nice, easy rollout for Kyle. Comes across the line, into the hard break. Going to be a little deep, just across three-man ladder. Skippy slips on the second step. Now he's going to have to finish. Just slipping Yeah, the that spikes didn't step. go in together, fellas, and it caused a little wa walking to go on, and that just threw him off the side of the ladder. Yeah, so 6.76 by Bayshore is fourth. So yep. that's fourth already. Fourth right now. By five hundredths of a second. I, I thought Kyle was a little deep on his mark there. He typically likes to be five feet outside that line. He was only maybe one to two feet outside. But the, the truck slid line. a little bit. Yeah, even though the track's dry, we did have that little bit of rain. There might be a little bit more moisture there, on that track than you're accustomed to. There was more rain around certain parts of the island than you think. I was driving today to get some stuff. There were some pockets of rain that went just Is this Michael crazy. or Billy? Michael is climbing BNC ladder today. Billy is actually going to be the climber and dummy, and Michael will be the second man up the ladder and dummy. Okay, so Frank Miller in the seat here. Our co-champions, West Sable Flying Dutchman. Rolling out right here. Into the hard break. Just inside the yellow. Michael's attacking it. Gets to the top. Nice Eats job it right up there. on his chest a little bit. Uh, two feet inside the yellow. I'll tell you, textbook textbook digging right there, fellas. They get off the truck. First thing that goes in the ground are those spikes. Any, anybody? 534, if you didn't hear that at home. Right, yep. Anybody, anybody out there and you want to film somebody, you have maybe a little bit of problem with your diggers, you want them to change it up a little bit, get a film of that shot. From down here, coming off the back of the truck. Excellent job by those two. So 534 by Michael Mara. Looked like a quick shot, but he's, you know, he he always looks, <laughs> he always looks like he's flying because he is flying. Don't get me wrong. So definitely flying, even on shots that are slower, he looks like he's definitely flying, attainable you know. numbers for our last two teams, though. Definitely yeah. Islip, yeah. and I want to yeah, say yeah. East Islip beat that five threes. Yes. So I'm going to say first place is there for the taking for both of these teams. Yeah. To finish our contest. You hear East Islip coming into the Undertaker's theme music. Undertaker, of course, in the main event tomorrow at SummerSlam, guys. Guys, we get a decent <laughs> shot right here. I want to talk to Pat Dunn, not just about this, no but comments. everything he's done all year. Was that because no. you didn't get to uh, talk to him last time? Yeah, uh, I blew him off for a state record. <laughs> I, I was going to say... <laughs> he actually was saying, I don't want to talk now. I don't want to talk. <laughs> if you were going to go for a guy this year who stepped up for his team, 
I, I think Pat Dunn's the guy maybe in racing this year. The, the spots that he's had to jump in and the job that he's done, give Pat a lot of credit. I saw him last week after the drill. He said, proud of you, man. You've done a great job stepping in for the Guzzlers. Coming off a 547 in that B-Ladder State Championship last week. Uh, took one point. New spiker, new thrower this year, too. So. Robbie looks like he collapsed a little getting off the truck. Here comes Pat eating it up. Nice shot. Handled the bang really well right there. He yep. braced himself as it hit the arch and made the final grab. Got to beat a 534. Close to Central yeah. Isop's time. Beats it. Beats CI. It beats CI. Second place, 546. 546. Looked like a little bit Robbie Sharp there as he got off a little stumble collapse step as he was getting off. All right. It's there for Islip to co 15 out of 15 for us. I'll, I'll try to get into conversation with Pat before Josh goes. You never know what's going to happen. All right, Pat, nice run right there. Uh, what are you guys thinking coming into that run at this town tournament? Is 5-4 what you're looking for? Maybe a little bit better? Relax? How you feeling? I'll take it. You know, this, this uh, tournament just uh, finishing the events, getting as many points as you need. So. You've done a hell of a job this year, jumping into a lot of spots. Uh, at the end of the year, how are you feeling? You sore, not sore? Are, are you happy with everything you accomplished this year? Because you did a great job. I'm yeah, not satisfied, but, you know, uh, it's a tough sport, so everything hurts, you know. <laughs> Man of many words right there. <laughs> Humble racing, guy. I, I wouldn't it. need a huge rope to pull any more out of that mouth. Thank you, Welton. Here we go. Here we go. Islip on the line. Josh Kaysen coming off. Feeling good today. Here he's and no a 6 15 and 3 man. Coming in. Hard break. Ladder just outside the white. Josh is going. It's towards the safety line. That was close to the pole. Let but me tell you something right now. Jake does a great job Able. right here. Jake does a great job keeping that from hitting the outside, the safety zone. 5.36. Time for the just Wolves. Outside. Second place. Doesn't beat Second the Dutch. place. So the ladder kind of walk a little bit, didn't go in straight there. So it kind of going a little they, bit crooked. They, and that's hit why the they hit the ground together. Right. They just yeah. hit it on an angle where it was coming this way. Jake did a great job from not allowing it to keep going to get outside the yellow. All right, guys, yeah, Josh with, stayed with it the whole way. I'm with Jake right now. We're going to talk about that shot. I don't know what Rouse is. He's still tallying right now. Jake, on that shot right there, do you notice that it's heading towards the yellow, and what do you do to try to save it? Oh, absolutely. You know, once you heading up towards that way. Hold on. Let Rouse talk. So West Sable first place, five points, 534. Islip four points with a 536. East Islip 546 for three. Hobos 549 for two points. And the Sable Blue Jays 573 for one point. Go ahead, Paul. All right, we're going to get back to J. So you, you notice it's heading towards the yellow, and what do you think? Well, how do you operate from that point in? You know, I pretty much just put everything everything you got to that one side just so it doesn't hit the safety zone and get you time and hopefully get points out of it. How soon are you aware that it's actually heading that way? Instantaneously or when you look up at the ladder? Um, you know, we ended up a little on the right side of the path, so I assumed it was going to go that way off the drop. But uh, I really noticed that once he started, once it got up and he started climbing it, that was heading towards there. All right, thanks, Jake. Nice shot. Track sense, fellas. He knew he was on the right side of the patch, made all the difference for him, saved him in that last second. All right, so uh, coming out of ladders, we're going to have the – well, coming out of ladders. I'm used to only being three contests deep. <laughs> coming out of B ladder, which is the third contest of the day, the Wolves have 14. The Flying Dutchman have 10. Hobos with 9. Guzzlers with 8. Then we drop down to 4 for the Blue Jays. And those are it. That's it. Only teams to score a point. Same uh, five teams. Five of the seven, that's yeah, right. Yeah, have scored every race here. And we're going to go to dummy before we go to C ladder, just the way the clocks go. Gotcha. Go to the dummy contest first and then the C ladder. Just – 
Let the clocks keep working their way back through the day. Smart way to do it. Hey, I have a question here, guys. I noticed this last week at the state tournament at Ridge. Uh, there are cones set up in the middle of the street past the hydrant towards the C hose line. But it, I'd say, like, in between the start for B hose and in between the hydrant. That's two weeks in a row I've seen that now. Is that a new thing? Are they trying so to keep the trucks off to the side? Is that a yeah, new it's thing a new safety book? thing where the trucks can warm up. Oh, so okay. they put a designated area where the trucks can come in, warm up, and keep it. You know, guys, just safety think, God forbid, something lets loose. Gotcha. You know, there's not a bunch of guys in that area. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. That's, and it's been that way all year, huh? Yes. It's the first time I've noticed that. I don't know that we... <laughs> Oh, I heard in Hempstead, you, yeah, only, right. you only have yeah. two cones, and that's it. So <laughs> that's you right. Doing. And they're not all the same size, so I know that's a problem, too. Guys, cones I don't know if you guys night. did the uh, top five. I know Rouse did it, but is it coming through? I I, I talked it over. I, I gave it to, to All right, thanks. Before. Sorry about yep. that. You want to do it again? You let me know. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, the Wolves got four. Wolves have 14. Dutchman, 10. Hobos, 9. Guzzlers with 8. Sable Blue Jays with 4. The Brentwood Tigers and the Bayshore Redskins. The other two teams running, they don't have any points yet. Looks like they're going to be going with the flag system here, correct? Is that, is that right, Paul? No clocks to stop the light? Yeah, you know, sometimes you use those those clocks. You raise them up a little higher, but it looks like they are going to stop it with the flag. Um, sooner the better for the guy well, they carrying got the, the buttons dummy. Down, they got the buttons down on the ground? Yeah, it looks like they have the buttons on the ground, but I don't know if they're going to go off a flag as well. So what do you mean? We're doing hand time? No, it's not hand time. It's electric. It's going to be... It's going to be electric time to start. It's going to be stopped on a flag at the end. I get it. Just to kind of show everyone that the shot's over, I think. Like a safety type thing. You know, sometimes what they would do is the, the clock that would stop the contest would be set up about knee high. Right. Okay? So you would run back through those clocks and that would stop it. They've taken the buttons off the arch here. They've put them on the side. Of the line, but I don't believe they're going to use the flag to stop the race, guys. They're just going to hit the buttons right here. They're standing on the finish line. Oh, so it is hand time then, right? I mean, no, no, the same buttons as you would have on the arch. For, but for dummy, there's usually a time in, there's timing lights that you right, run through. Right, what I'm saying, they're not the using no, a, right. Yeah. They're using a button time, like yeah. a hand the buttons like a running ladder. So I honestly don't know how often they've used a a timing light system for buckets. I would say 99% of the time, it's what they're doing right here. I don't remember too many times. I know a couple times they tried to raise up those lights. Whether it worked or not, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, the timing system you have, that's pretty impressive. That's heavy. Yeah, so 1581, you know, we talk about running a 16 or a 17. Maybe an 18 is probably considered a good shot considering yeah. we don't ever run this contest. So 1581, the record. And, you know, I'm looking up the track right, guys, and all I see is C trucks. There was a time the B trucks would outnumber the C trucks, and now we have changed over, and it's... This has got to be the first dummy contest I can ever remember where not one B-truck is going to come down the track to run dummy. Yeah, I mean, you went through some of those years where teams only had a B-truck and they ran it, and those you don't have any of that anymore. But, yeah, I mean, you would always see the ISO Terraces or Sable even a couple years back would use the B-truck. Right, uh, so let's see what they're going with, the five-man? What five you guys are doing up there, they're looking for a dig right here, right outside that three-man ladder line. Anything inside that gets a little iffy coming down with that dummy. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful spot. Beautiful spot. CI coming up. First guy's going to have to pull that dummy to get yep. it centered on the ladder. David Miller climbing. Gets it right in his chin. Important they part push right the ladder here. out. Got to make the turn. He makes it. Yep. I'll tell you what. That looked pretty good, guys. That's a real good run right there. Good job. Might have just cracked 18. Maybe. Again, that's typically Jay Newhoff doing that. Right. Seeing David Miller do it. Who has a body build that's perfect for carrying that dummy. 
17.92 is the time for the centralized Bobos. You talk about the state record, 15.81. Two seconds hey, off of the state record, and a shot that looked pretty good. <laughs> How do you find two more seconds? I tell you, for, for a guy that's never carried the dummy in, in a tournament competition, hell of a job right there about all the CI Hobos. You can see they got a special ladder there just for dummy. Yeah, you can, yeah. Old school right there. Yeah, that ladder's definitely seen some mileage. You look yeah. at it going down the track, it's got a little warp to it. Yeah, you talk about that, Artie. A lot of teams do that. I know in Bay Show we always had that separate ladder. Yep. All the tape would be taken off. In fact, sometimes we might even grease it up a little bit with a little oil to help you come down. You want all the tape off. You take off that digging bar if it hung out the side because you don't want to hit that. That's for sure. And uh, most teams have a separate ladder because it's a pain in the neck with seven teams if you've got to go take your ladder apart, put it back together, take it apart, etc. There's just not too many teams, not too many even towns or whatnot that run it. I know the town of Babylon is running yeah. it now, but Tuan and I, originally from Nassau, you would hardly ever run this. No. There was a stretch when I was with the Flukes where it was part of Lindenhurst drill for a number of years. Snuck it into Lindenhurst one or two years. You know, uh, we talked about it in the past, but the Flukes practicing dummy. We didn't have a dummy to practice <laughs> with. We put a helmet on our smallest guy. I yeah. remember. E.J. Nolan there laid him on go. top of the arch, and he was our dummy we used. Listen, if you're doing that, someone in that scenario is a dummy. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Whether it's the guy that thought of it, the guy making him do it, or the guy doing it himself. How much does this dummy weigh? You got any idea? 125. 125 pounds. 400 pounds when you're about to make the turn at the bottom, yeah, my friend. I'm sure. <laughs> Paul, you're a former state record holder in this contest. Uh, I was not carrying it. <laughs> I was actually, I didn't carry it that day, I, before I started carrying. That's Richie funny. Christie, state record holder. There you go. So here comes the Brentwood Tigers. Tigers are going to get on the board for the first time today. Comes in real easy, going to let him walk in there a little far out right there. Going to be wanna, a tough slide. Going to be a tough one. You want to be about 18 inches outside the white line. Second man touches the top rung, third man with his GoPro What happened if the dummy hits the GoPro? Slide, yeah, not a bad slide considering where he's at. He's going to have to make the turn right here. Oh, Don't let it touch the ground. Right now his biceps are hurting. Yeah, there he is. He is done. He Everybody, went to the wrong, he's going the wrong line. These guys are confused. you got to go to that solid line. I That's say where don't the tell him. Don't tell him. You're right. They are running to the cones. That's funny. Don't tell him. Now it's a... 21-14. No Over three seconds slower than Central Iceland. Didn't, and it didn't look bad. No, it was pretty good. Again, you want, typically want to be about 18 inches outside that white line to get the perfect slide. Maybe sometimes the top two guys will push that ladder off a little just as he's top at the bottom to give him a little bit more momentum and get his turn. Guys, I'm going to give Brett with little props right here. Uh, the, honestly, the second half of the year, I think they've come a long way. It looks like they got a group of guys that are acting real serious. You know, they've been out watching, and they've been finishing races in, in a decent number that looks like they're moving in the right direction. And and you guys that have been to this tournament before, Artie, I know you this. There's been some dummy runs at this drill with Brentwood that were absolutely scary. Well, the one that sticks in my mind is when the guy's coming down the ladder, they had a straight ladder. The dummy caught the safety rope, and no he way. went back. That's good. Yeah. He fell off the ladder from fell. just below the safety rope, and the dummy pinned him. And pinned him. Yeah, and walked away. You can't find that in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could still see it. That's off the top of the steel cage. Yeah, no Ma doubt. Makes you wonder if the safety rope is uh, better or worse in this contest. Because huh. it's not really a speed run. Right. And a climb, I mean, like it is in BNC ladder, in my opinion, at least. I mean, you feel point. free to differ, but. I think, and you got you know. some trickiness with these C-trucks, because just as like, just before you want to hit that brake is when it shifts. So the truck's shifting the second gear, and then you're getting your foot on the brake. Yeah. 
So it's it's you know it's not an easy contest to drive. What's that number? I'm missing. I'm sorry. 21, 20, 14. 21. That's I mean. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best numbers Brentwood's ever put up. So kudos no to them. Yeah, and again, I, I've seen those guys. They were in early in the year getting some equipment from me, and then they've been in late in the year already planning for next year. So they got guys that are into it because they're like, we're here to stay. They want to talk to me about some stuff for next year already. So get some budget ideas. So Good for the Tigers. It, it looks like they'll definitely uh, they'll be sticking around. Blue Jays. Again, going to five men, one man off the side and the left side. Don Corkery brings him in, a little bit of a chirp. There's a good spot right there, spot like for it. the dummy. They got to get the climb going. First man's up, second man's got a boogie. Wally Rutlinger carrying the dummy for Sable. Touches the top rung. Got to get Wait. his hands under that arch. They're a little high. Look, they'd be pinned. You want to get him under that arch. Here he comes. Tough port right here, making the turn. Now he does. Chief Wally. He's going to make it. There we go. He's going to go the extra 25. Wally's going to go home with the dummy. Where's Mike's it going? Got a little wobbly there at the end. Good man. He's going to keep it, it over his shoulder and walk it back up. Obviously a mental issue for Wally bringing that thing back. You know, that's the reason we don't run it out in Hempstead. Think about that extra work for the local committee. We're not bring local, that 125 Just to go back to... Um, what happens typically here, you can go four-man where you can go your two spikers, thrower, climber, climber goes up, thrower goes up, one of the spiker goes up. See some of these teams with the extra man off the left or the right side, he's either the second man up with the dummy climber. Some guys will go six and right. go climber. Two guys come in and climb in one of them. Bayshore's typically always been a four-man system is the way they do it. And, it, like, when I used to do it with Todd up top, like, we would go, Paulie would say spike, I would throw, Todd would climb. We would get to the top. When you got to the top, we would have a little count. We would get it up, get it up to the rails. He, Paulie came and touched. We would have a one, two, three drop. So we're dropping it evenly together right on his chest where we wanted a certain part of the body in his chest so he could slide down. The way we were taught to carry the dummy, too, you wanted to start sliding first before the dummy hits you. Get a little yeah. momentum. Let them throw that dummy on you as you're coming down. That could only help. Got to be a, there's a lot to be saved from the from a structure. <laughs> you talk more about it, Rob, than I can, but it just <laughs> seems I don't want to get all firematic on you because yeah, believe me, I'm not. When you, but when you this event up, seems the the closest to it. When you, you show know? up in front of the structure, do you get to ask how much the occupant weighs? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the dummy has two straps up by the chest, and so there's one guy grabbing the straps, the other guy's grabbing the legs as it goes over the ladder. <laughs> and you right. want the crotch. Now right again, in the here Kyle Coyne driving dummy for the first time. Mole is not here tonight. He's in Florida texting me before, so Kyle Coyne's first shot of dummy. Rolling out in the seat truck. Nice and easy in. Gets a nice Real Good nice spot. job in a yep. perfect spot. Good spot. Skippy is on. Jimmy Leggio coming nice up. Jimmy Cummings run. now coming up to grab the dummy. He's got to get under there. He's got to yeah. stop going. There's, yeah, the, it's there's good. the drops. Nice. It's a nice run. Oh, he hit it. Good. He's going to nice make it. Nice turn. Oh, no. Oh, he's oh. still down right before the finish line. Oh, that's oh. a no time. Oh, that's you get to that situation, you got to stop yourself and make sure you get across. Any time better than a no time. No doubt. I so, so you just can't pick the dummy back up and run across no, the line? No, you cannot. You the the dummy ground, no cannot time. touch the ground before the finish line. Yeah, dead occupant, my friend. <laughs> I don't know if he would have been dead, but yeah. That wasn't going to be. Maybe a bruise on the head. That wasn't going to beat Central Islip, but that would have been a second place time. No it was going to be under 20, in, probably in the 19s. I mean, I, couple, had, couple, I had 1873 to the ground. A couple of little things that, you know, again, a lot. Not That's a, ton, a good split right there. <laughs> not a ton of experience. I thought the guys could have got the dummy to him a little faster, but yeah. he just, you know, guys, he made a great turn, and it's like when he made the turn, it's like the dummy started to get away from him and get in front of him, like his arms were starting to extend from his body, 
And now that weight's carrying you forward, and he just couldn't make it. He fell about five feet short. But I thought Kyle, again, did a great job Absolutely, some driving. You know, I'll tell you the tough part about the driving, especially when we went to the Louis trucks and you try to run dummy with them, is you hit second gear and the, just as you're going to hit the brake. You actually lunge or take off again, and then, bam, you're on the brake. It's like a bang, bang. Not too fan-friendly if you're sitting on the back of that truck. I can guarantee you that. Kyle, never doing it before, does a hell of a job. No doubt. Guys, I got a text coming across the screen here. It's a question. I, I'm pretty sure I can answer it, but it's from uh, West Sale Flying Dutchman. I, Ken Van Essendelf. Sorry if I'm saying that name incorrectly. Former driver. Former driver. Are they stopping the contest at the 50 or the 75? It should be the 50. Are they on the right yes, line? Yes, they, they are on the right line. Yeah, yeah the, the 75 is where the guys are running past, but right. they're running too far. The reason that's where that, the cone's off of right. the driver. Ken, yes. for some reason, that, yeah, that's the cone line. And so some, for, for the inexperienced guys that run it, they think the cone line is the stop. Yeah, you don't want to make stop. an error. You made it Here that comes far. Frankie yeah. Miller and the guys. They are they're deep. They're not going to like that. They are not going to like that. Normally, you would pull that out. If they're going to make this attempt, that is going to be interesting. You yeah, gotta pull Joe that Quinza out. Joe is pulling it out right now. Still too, still too steep. If you ask me. Did you see what I see? Joe now making it to the bottom of the ladder, makes the turn. Guys, yeah. guys, do all three guys have to top the top, touch the top rung? Uh, no, no, top? only the dummy oh, carrier. Oh, 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 okay. Because Michael Mary did carrier. not touch the top run. Does I didn't know if that was a rule or not. Nope. Okay. I'll tell you, Frank to. Miller had a hell of a lot of speed coming in there. And yes. even if he was standing on that break, it was going to be tough to get in the right spot. 26-70 for West Sayville. Good point made by Jay Skidmore down here. The guys take it out and move it. If you're going to move it, move it to seven feet. It needs to be moved. Don't move it back one foot. Right. Right, you're taking the time to move it. You're right, lifting the spikes up. Yeah, and only right. the, the third man, the dummy carrier, must touch the top. Oh, okay, rock. yeah, because I, Michael, I've been watching every guy, every guy, every climber, for every shot has touched the top rung. Michael was the first guy I saw it not yeah. touch the top rung. So I, I didn't know if it was a rule or not, but it's not. Okay. All right, I saw cool. with a big opportunity right here to rake a huge leap out front. And yeah. I guess on the shot that Wes Sable just had, with it being so steep, you didn't have to touch the top rung. It was easy to get off in the rung below to pull yourself up on top. It was almost a reach for that top rung. Right. So why touch it if it's a, if it's a reach and an overstretch? So yeah. smart racing there by Michael Mara. Yeah, you know, as Michael was getting off, then the spikers and Joe pulled it out down below about three feet. I mean, you're, you're looking at the times right here, and it just goes back to the base shore run. I mean, if he pulls up a little bit and resets himself, he's still in second place. As it stands right now, the Hobo 1792 first, Brentwood 2114 in second, 2398 by Sable is third, and a 2670 by the Flying Dutchman is fourth. Big span between first and second. Yep. See what we do here with Islip. See who's carrying. East Islip not running. Right. If you didn't they're, notice, they're going to four man. <laughs> Mike Smart gives him moves. a real hard break. Josh is on and gone. Jake is up next. Oh, Josh slips. Now you he's got to get to the top. Heavy's coming. No reason to boogie. There's still going to be a second-place run if they can complete it cleanly. Oh, oh it's kind of sitting in his hanging face. off his right shoulder. He's going to have to make a tough turn here. He makes the turn left, which is the right way to go. Good job there. by Heavy. They kind of Heavy kind of got it. Oh, and a power bomb to the dummy, ladies and gentlemen. It's SummerSlam weekend. Not going to beat Brentwood for second place. Wow. There. Kudos Bobby to the third. Brentwood Tigers. 
21-80, third place. Brentwood Tigers holding second with that 21-14. That's the contest, fellas. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Guzzlers aren't running. You said it. I don't think it. the Guzzlers are running there. Heavy okay. did a nice job with the dummy there. When he, as if they put it on, I thought it potentially could fall off yeah. as he was sliding down. Yeah, he had that. It was kind of lopsided, really, that weight of the dummy going to one side, the legs hanging off. That was always <laughs> the conscious thing that Paul would be yelling us at, at us about is make sure the legs aren't off to one side. Let me, let, yeah. me, let me get a little conversation with Heavy here for a sec. All right, Hep, take, taking a look at that rung. You get to the bottom of the ladder. How cockeyed do you know that dummy is and what you need to do? Uh, wait, let me catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I got back. As soon as I got to the bottom, I thought we were losing it. I just had to stop, take a minute, settle it, and run, or else, uh, you know, not let it drop in the middle. Now, were you thinking about that, not let it drop in the middle, based on the scores that were up there? I mean, you didn't have, like, four 17s up there. You're just trying to finish the contest knowing you're going to be in the top two or three, right? Well, yeah, especially today, it's all about finishing the event. Hey, tell him. Tell, hey, tell, tell Heavy it's all his trips to Bubba's that uh, he was able to save that. Artie said, without all those trips to Bubba's, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it, as the weight you were carrying helped carry the big weight. Those trips to Bubba's are all gains, baby. Freebies, I'm sure. <laughs> all right, so that's going to do it for the dummy contest. We're going to go into one more ladder contest today, C ladder, and then we'll uh, break out the hose games. We got Lenny Gombert waiting in the wings here, ever patiently. Hey, guys, and, uh, congrats to the Brentwood Tigers. Second place, yeah. motorhook and ladder dummy. Good to them. Yeah, great stuff, man. Congrats guys, I'm going to gonna turn it over to Lenny, uh, and I'll catch up with you in a couple contests. You guys, well, well, you're turning it over up there. Uh, Twan, you got a total point? Yeah, uh, I'll go in order. The Ice Wolves have 17 points. Second place right now, the Hobos, 14. West Sable has 11. The Guzzlers, 8. The Sable Blue Jays with six, the Brentwood Tigers with four, and then Bayshore is yet to get on the board. Seven teams running here today. Those are the top seven. For those of you listening at home, and we wanted to kind of get a little bit of a topic going, and, you know, we'll bring it up throughout the evening. Haven't had anybody respond on this topic yet, but last week, CI Hobos, West Sable Flying Dutchman, tied for first in a New York State Championship drill. It's the first time we've ever had co-champs. Should there be a tiebreaker system? And if so... What is it? What should it be? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Send us a text message. It'll come right across the screen that's up on top of the arch right in front of me. The number is five, uh, excuse me, 631-495-5008. Once again, 631-495-5008. Should there be a tiebreaker system in the stage rail? If so, what are your thoughts? With that, I want to welcome Lenny Gombert to the stage. What's going on, my man? Hello, race fans. Catch your breath hey, from last week? Hey, what is... <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. What a drill, guys. What a drill. Uh, I started listening back, and I don't usually listen to the uh, playback, but I started listening back, and I started with three-man ladder, yeah. and, and that was just awesome. Yeah. The whole race was awesome, and into B-ladder and whatnot, so uh, I only got through ladders. <laughs> but uh, again, the state drill was awesome, and anybody that was listening, uh, yeah. I'm sure enjoyed it. Um, but you, now, Twan, you're talking about a tiebreaker. Um, yeah, what have you heard? What have you heard proposed? And what do you guys know? What do you, what you do know? You what I, I'd really like to hear the opinion of the CI Hobos and the West Sable Flying Dutchman themselves first. You know, but I listen. I, I've, I know A Rock has a certain opinion about it. We can bring him up online later. Um, but whether it's a yes or, or a no, what, what would be the tiebreaker? I think that I, might be I, the I can't even that imagine. might be the more fun. I can't imagine what you would do. I know you can't make it one race. Right. It's not fair to any particular team. Marty, what are you thinking? I, I think it's just so hard. To find a, a true tiebreaker. Uh, we've never you know. had a tie. Right. So no. the fact that we've never had a tie to say we got to have a tiebreaker is, is a little silly. I and, think. and there have been two like two lines of thinking. 
The one line of thinking is you rerun some contest or several contests. The other line of thinking is you do something with the numbers that have been run already that day and announce what the tiebreaker is before buckets. So those are the two lines of thinking. You know, I have a couple of texts coming across the screen right now. Do you add up yeah, everybody's well, time? Yeah, it's Do you add like up three-man, B-ladder, right. C-ladder, add up all those times? But if I have a no time during the day, how is that so I don't know. Do you so go in as a C-ladder? Do you go in as a, a, a 12-flat? I don't know what, even know what no time is. Or maybe you make no time at 10 or a 15. I, I don't right. even know. But, but that's right. Do you max out? I don't right. know. It's I a good know. point. That there, there are flaws in many of the systems that yeah, are out that's there. That's the thing. So I, I We've win never the, had it. I, so. I have the same amount of points, but I get penalized because I got a no time in one contest? Nah, I don't know. I don't know. One guy online saying, pull an event out of a hat, bull team run, winner takes all. So that's a, that's that would be luck of the draw with that it, method, obviously. It, it would be totally fun and totally it would be, exciting. That's the thing. It would be must see. How do you pick the race, Twan? But that's how what I'm saying. Now, if you pick it out of a hat, and you know, it's a, it's an event where it, it it could drastically favor one team over another, and, and how is that a true tiebreaker? Well, you know what I'm saying? I had brought up with you guys this week. Each team picks a contest. Yeah. And uh, so you basically could pick a contest that the you know the other team's not good at, or you can pick a contest that you're really good at, then they get to pick one, you put the two times together, <laughs> whoever has the lowest time wins. So you're saying each team picks a contest. Correct. So right now, so the hobos team. say, let's pick B-Ladder, West Sable says we want to run buckets, whatever. Correct. And both teams have to run it, right. and you add up the combined time. Correct. I like it. That's pretty good, because there's more strategy to it. You're taking the luck out of it. You're picking, and again, you're either picking their worst contest, right. or your best contest. Right. Exactly. That's your, what, what you're doing. That's now, what you're doing. Now, so you're saying... We're gonna ha- you're gonna rerun contests. When do you do it? You do it the Sunday. Do you do it right then and there at, well, in the dark. The you know problem I mean? is if it's a speed contest, we can't because the course is wet. Right. right. But you got to do it Saturday. You can't you can't expect people to come back on Sunday. No. I, and race the races. That that's not gonna happen. It would so make for a happen Saturday. The text message is starting to blow up over here. Let's but see. But we've never had it, and that's yeah. the exciting part of it. And um, again, all of our fans and and us included. We just we've never seen it before. We've never had a tie, guys. It's never happened. I, it was awesome, Len. Here we go. Rerun C ladder, B hose, motor pump, and buckets. When yeah. it takes well, the cup. Okay, all right. Well, That's a random four. Who's saying that? Right. Like, uh, like, I only have numbers. With respect, but you yeah. know, how guys, do you if, pick those. Guys, if you want at home, if you're texting in six three one four nine five five thousand eight to chime in on the conversation, put your name at the end of it so we know who's uh, putting in these uh, ideas. There's just no uh, there's no method to the madness. Does that sound right? Yeah. And, and, you know, there are a couple people on here saying no tiebreaker at all. Co-champs. Yeah. You know? And that's it. Twan, you know what? We've never had it before. It happened one year. And, I mean, it's it's great fodder. It's great conversation. But it's never happened before. And who knows? may never happen again. I'm, I'm with you, Lenny. I mean, I think that's a, a great ending. And we let it lay, you know. I don't think it'll ever happen that's again. That's it. We've never, we've never seen it before, Paul. So um, could it happen again? Of course. It could happen next year. But, um. What a drill. I mean, we just we had such a great day that day, and we were all excited announcing it, and yeah. um, oh, my goodness, what a day. You look at the two teams, too, the, that win. Obviously, West Sable's the most all-time I wins. Most all-time wins ever. And then the team that's trying to catch them with the most all-time win, you know, who's in second place, can't even make up the one because they, it, I think they I, share it. Like I said, I, I, I talked about it on Sunday. Tuan made the comment, you know, CI gets their 10th yeah. state championship, but they don't gain on West Sable. That's we'll hobos. continue the conversation right now. The Hobos are coming down a track and oh, C-Ladder with David Miller climbing for him. He lets him go. Yeah. Both diggers fly under, fellas. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny when you think about the new different, maybe a different group out here. 
He let him go like he would let go his state champion team. Yes, he did. And what happened here is the guys in the back didn't have it up probably as much as the other guys would have, and it just catapulted those two diggers right off the ladder. It's not all. Those are two different diggers too. That's yeah, it's, four different guys. Total four of uh, Jeff Kemp, Ricky McCarthy, Spiking. 14:04 was the time. Pull it. The spikes didn't hit the ground. They did. Six. Actually, Why they hit the ground simultaneously with a lot of speed. I mean, if, if it's the regular group in the back of the ladder with the ladder up, that ladder's going up to the arch. But they stuck it, and they were basically catapulted. There was no way they were holding on to that rung because they hit so hard at a flat line level. I mean, Danny had a went a little sideways coming out. Then he came in with a lot of speed across the cones and really had to get on the hard break. So he was just trying to give him an opportunity. But uh, and then he just he, he let him go or else they were going to go under. Yeah. Paul, you talk about a flat line. Talk uh, talk about that. The guys in the back got to get that ladder up, right? Yeah, the two guys in the back that they, they didn't they probably weren't ready for the chirp that came to them and they didn't probably have the ladder up high enough like when you want it up above your shoulder prepared when you know those guys are about to hit the ground and you're going to throw it to the arch. That ladder was hanging down a lot lower than they wanted it to be at that time and what happens is the speed that the diggers are going to hit the ground in magnifies because it's more like a like a dart hitting it instead of a pendulum. Right. And folks, what, we're, what we're talking about, folks, we're talking about a pivot. When those spikes hit the ground, those guys in the back have to be lifting. They have to be lifting. And I, I, ideally, the diggers go down, the guys in the back are lifting up, and you get that pivot, and the, uh, the climber gets on, and it goes. It truly is a team contest, and you're all holding on to the same thing at the same time. So everyone definitely works together in that, well, that contest. Well, I, I, w- I would say that was an 860 Just drop it, for a nine-flat team. So Brentwood comes to the line, coming up there four points in um, dummy contest. They look like they're a little Artie, pointed they're, to the hydrant. Not <laughs> I was about to say, are they pointed at me? They're not lined up in the middle, and they're off center. I missed the start. Comes they down straightened out. it out. He's way off early, about 180. Just chirps it inside, just outside, three-man ladder line. Decent climb That does a nice job climbing. Yeah. Really does. Give him a little chirp. Again, he's at about 180. Coasted in, gave him a little chirp to give him some momentum. for the Tigers. He dropped them under the arch like he was dropping them at the nozzle. Yeah. He dropped them and then coasted off. I mean, gave them no mo. So good job by the four guys getting a little bit of momentum going up. Nice job by the climber with no momentum. Here here we go. We got another chime in on the text message across the screen. Tiebreaker, yes, let's do it. Make them run an old-fashioned style cart. Mono-y-mono. Old-fashioned, really? (laughs) Right. But what are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah, right. I know. You know, if you pick one, you run an C ladder 890, the other team runs 9 flat, then the other team's got to run an 810, the other's an 820 in BOs. The problem just, is sorry, it's, it's, it's 8 or 9 o'clock at night to say we're going to rerun C ladder. If you're lucky. Or, but, and, and, you know, and that's interesting, because someone, Mora, just said run efficiency of buckets. <laughs> how do you do it? Like, yeah, right. How do you pick but a race? Yeah, right. How do you pick I, it? If right. I have a bad bucket team, but I had it locked up going yeah. in. Yeah. And you problem. can't pick a race. I mean, you're right. I kind of like the idea of what you're saying, Twan, where. The teams, all right, this is my best race, this is your best race, and we each pick a race and Well, yeah, that was already game idea on. Save yep. a Blue Jays. Here they come. Coming in, Don Corkery off just about 170. Didn't oh, lock yeah. up. Did not have a lot be straight of break, Squirrel like. likes those straight ladders. He makes it to the top. Nice job by the climber there. That yeah. truck did not lock up. He could have easily, if that truck locks up, they're in a much better spot. And yeah, I don't know if Don ever got on the hard break where he was supposed to, but he coasted in here too much. 10.06 is actually first place, though. And with only four teams left, guaranteed at least one point. 
Let me just talk about you say, okay, each team picks their best contest. That could be quite different. What if one team's contest is three-man ladder? You're only using three guys on your team. Right. Probably the three most athletic. And then you get the other team's best contest is buckets. efficiency so, or, or uh, pump yeah, or buckets. Pump, yeah. Now guys. you're worried about guy number 12? Hey, I, I hear you. It's it's really interesting. We've never had to entertain it before, but it's great conversation. Here's an interesting one from Bill Henry. He says, if there's a tiebreaker, take event that, take the event that neither of the teams placed in and run ah. that contest. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that better than the other way. Take yeah. your rest. Okay, so so it'd be like B hoes, the hobos and the uh, Dutchman both missing in B hoes. Hobos could have cho- tried. Right. Could have chose that one for the last 12 years. That's <laughs> Artie. These guys are lined up way, way. Yeah. Well, this is Kyle Coyne's first, first attempt ride. at the C-truck, C-truck here. Yeah. C-ladder. So All right. So Kyle typically drives the B-truck for Bayshore. Mole couldn't make it today, so he's driving the C-truck. Gets out about 175. He's deep. Gives he's him the chirp. They run underneath. He's definitely deep. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a hard break issue. Yeah. Never. Did they dig, Paulie? No, no, they were, they were going down. Kyle was trying to hold it, but by that point he had too much speed, like he didn't get on the hard break early enough. Gotcha. No, I was just wondering why they yelled at no time. I wasn't sure if the diggers went yeah. down or if they held up. And I'll tell you back. the biggest part about that run for the Redskins, Kyle Coyne has one under his belt. It That's won't it. look like that next time. Nope. It's interesting to watch here from the arch. We get, we get to see all of the, uh, the different coaches and, and, and whatnot, and to see Phil Coward standing next to Jay Skidmore. Next to Mr. Murphy from CI, I mean, you just see all these guys talking and chatting, and you just know they're talking to racing. 373 to the cone. Thought he got a little swirly around the hydrant, but he stayed in the gas. Then he got out about 175. Just didn't give him enough hard break. I thought he slowed down the truck and sat it down okay. I don't know. I don't know, Artie. I don't think he. I don't, I don't think he locked him up tight enough. Well, that's soon all at enough. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah not soon enough. You're right, Len. I thought from the cone to about the 50, he was giving him good speed, and then he just didn't get on it hard enough. Well, you know, you got to start applying the brake, and you ease into the hard brake. It looked like he was not applying, and I could be a way off. I'm not in the seat and never have been. But it looked like maybe he was waiting just to get on the hard brake there at the end, and by that point, it was too late. Too deep. Once you're deep, you're deep. So, But, again, he's got that one under his belt. It'll be interesting to watch him run Seahawks. See if he can bring the boys in. For yeah, that, you know, right uh, now Bayshore's you got, been a good O's team. So. Right now you got some light, but I would I'd venture a guess by the time they make that turn, it's going to be a little bit darker. And you know, when you're at the top of Seahawks compared to down here where the lights are, it's a different animal. Here comes Wes Sable to the line. Still no nine, still no eight on the time for the here day. Yeah. Off about 175. Frank Miller sets it down. Just outside three-man ladder line. Michael Mara coming up. Oh, oh. fell the grasp and hold, I, I think we're going to have. I think he fell. He fell, Artie. He didn't make the attempt, but, I mean, that's usually where it is. I think that's a no time. Right, yeah. Paul? Yeah, he grabbed, yeah, the, he grabbed the rung below the top rung. Yep. Yeah. Nice run going on. Wow. Just, just take a – if you were to superimpose the two drives right there, like you see how one runs over that cone, Frank Miller hits that break and really sits it down. You just heard the judges kind of asking themselves, do you guys agree with the call of a no time? What'd you think, Paul? That would have been a low nine, right? Oh, yeah, that had to be a low nine. I had nine. A little slow in the pit right here, but Michael, as usual, makes it up, you know? I had 6.57 in the ground, 9.02 when I thought he was going to grab. From my point of view, and I'm not going to say anything, you know, to get anybody in trouble, I, I don't think that's a no time. It has to be called a no time the way we operate. Yes. But from the vantage point of down here, 
he literally slipped before he made the attempt to like jump. It was probably on his jumping wrong. I, I think the issue is, did the guys up top push the buttons? You know what I mean? I mean that's the, a great it, point. It, it, he's so close to that top rung, and he's coming up here with speed. Ask him, did they push him? Well, well guess what? I'll tell the you reality what. is, Twan. Yeah. I know. They went from maybe getting five to getting nothing. Right. Exactly. They have nothing. You out know, it's that. a good point though, Paulie, because I did. You know, the officials were talking to each other. They kind of said, "Hey, do you agree with the call?" No time. So it's like it could be one of those gray area failed aggressment holds. It's I'll definitely, definitely right call it that. Yeah. I, uh, he's wide open for each though. He I could. didn't see all three officials, but I know one did not have the button until he actually got there. So I don't think he was in a button pushing position. We say things are wide open. I mean. They can just skate in here right now and get a quick five points. Sometimes those are the toughest ones to complete. Yeah, just do it. Here comes East. Hey, Ice. let's just lay it in and run that yeah. nine two. Let's just yeah, let's just run our run. Catastrophe. Come on, Tommy. Here comes Tommy Dryer and the boys. Gets off around 160. Hard break just inside the safety zone. Pat Dunn coming up. I tell you up, what, Pat Dunn it. does a great job right there. Woo. That lad is twisting on him as it goes up. Game he does on. a great job. We are, we are in it. the guzzlers nice are in the house. Exactly what they should have done, right, guys? They just laid a run yep. in there. Nice practice run. You could just see it. They just knew what to do. I had Sweet looking run for the Guzzlers. I had something they really wanted to hear. I had 899. You had, had an they eight? Run an eight? <laughs> <laughs> Are the Guzzlers in the eights? Oh, yeah, they're in the eights with Josh a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not right, with right, this crew right, right now. Right, right, right. Actually, Pat Dunn's the only guy ever to dig an eight and climb an eight. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> no one else has ever done that. You huh? know, he's a hell of an athlete. I don't think he gets enough credit. I mean, we, uh, we, were we talk about, about him it. a lot, but yeah, what an athlete Pat is. Oh, my God. And really, he as can just do it all. As soft-spoken as he comes off when you talk to him, he's just like that all the time. Yeah. Hell of an athlete. Last week, the Guzzlers ran a 909 for a half a point in the state drill. 906 is going to take five today, unless the Wolves have something to say about it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I wouldn't uh, count them out yet. No, I'm not counting them out, my friend. They went 880 last week. See ladder 880. See ladder state champs, if best you will. And best time of the year. Correct. 880 is the best time of the year. No 87s this year? No, 881 was the time going in. Oh, that's it? <laughs> That's all they could do. We're just so accustomed to seeing that I 8 7, slip. you know. I slip wolves on the line. But if you think about what Josh said earlier, you know, they're they're going for it. They're not worried about no 9 06. Hells yeah. You know, Josh with East Ice, I think 875 is his best. They were in that little zone there that one year when they yeah. ran like Pat three or four digging, or five right? weeks. 874, correction. What'd you say, Paul? Pat done digging, yeah. right? One of the best climbers in the state, and he was digging. Look what he's done at high. Come the Wolves. Here comes Mike bringing it in. Little swirly coming. Hard break. Again, right in the middle oh of the Oh, my patch. God. He ate that Heavy. up. Let me tell you right now. That that drop was nowhere close? near East Isops, but I'll tell you what. Are we close? Josh Kaysen was out of his Artie's mind. liking his watch, folks. Out Artie's of his mind. Four one-hundredths of a second off of that shot from last week. 8.84. I don't think the drop was as heavy as East Islips. Maybe you have a different watch on it. I didn't get a, I didn't get a dig. But if you give a heavier drop to that climb, the mount and the climb were absolutely yeah. stupid. I had 8.78. I did not get the... So the Wolves drop it hard right there at Sea Ladder. Twan, they're making a statement. 22 points out of 25. All right, so Isop gets first, 884. The Guzzlers second. And then I'll give you the top five after this. You guys can't hear Bill Rouse. He's announcing a top five right now. Third place is going to go to the Sayville Blue Jays with a 10.06.
the Tigers to score in a back-to-back contest. They get two points with a 10-63. And the Hobos with a 14-04 a grab. A pretty big point, ladies and gentlemen. So Islip is looking solid right now, Twan. Let me make sure I got I, these times right. I agree with you. I just got a tiebreaker. Someone texted me. Ah, hold on one second. Let's do top five art, and then I'll get to that. Because the screen's blowing up here, too. <laughs> Hey, we love your feedback, folks. Keep bringing it. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Let me give it to you in order. The Wolves have 22. The Hobos have 15. The Guzzlers with 12. The Dutchmen have 11. Sable has 9. The Tigers with 6. Redskins. Sable has 9. How about that? Yeah, the Redskins not on the board yet. We are going into Seahose. There's a whole bunch of events on here that I don't even know the name of. But anyway, <laughs> tiebreaker system. Should we have one? What do you Boom. got? What, what do you got? got? Let's catch Here up. Here we go. True tiebreaker. Okay. Light a vacant house on fire. <laughs> the first team to put it out wins. Aren't we firemen? That, that house is My burning to the ground. My prediction, it burns to the ground. I'm with you. burning down. And that comes I'm from, with you. That comes from Chuck Treglia. That house funny. is burning down. Uh, I'm getting the silly ones. You know, the uh, the adult beer pong tournament. The, uh, you know, who drinks the most beer at the end of the day. Dispatcher oh, 56. Come on. Those beer have, pong, give us something good. Those have just as much an opportunity <laughs> as picking your best race and rerun. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I'm, get, I'm giving the uh, producer point here. Oh, Listen, Freddy's when we get back oh. after the host test, I want to know your thoughts. Should there be a tiebreaker system oh. for the state drill? If so, what should it be? Send us a text, 631-495-5008. We'll try to get your name and your idea mentioned on the air. But first, got to pay some bills. You're oh, live on Fred. Top of the it's always Fred. The 2015. He always messes us up. Thanks, Fred. I slipped down to him. We'll be back in a few. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or Brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit HighTechFireNewYork.com. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. 
The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems, and can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 63 the Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the drill team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. 
Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighters volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams. It's family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services, for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing as they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing their honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, everybody, we are back on top of the arch. It's 2015 Islip Town Drill, live from Central Islip, New York. We have a good race going on here. The Wolves are out to a nice lead. They have 22 points. The Hobos have 15. The Guzzlers with 12. The Flying Dutchman with 11. The Blue Jays, 9. The Tigers, 6. Heading into Sea Hose, where one water test in. The first water test was a 464. They're just draining the hose and doing another water test right now as we speak. The topic of the day, and by the way, join with Paulie Suskind and uh, Artie's went down to get some food. Lenny, I'm sure, is on the uh, handheld. <laughs> Getting food as well. Yeah, but the, the topic of the day is uh, we're talking about the tiebreaker. Should there be a tiebreaker option at the New York State Championship drill? What are your thoughts? Uh, we'd like to hear, you know, obviously, if you're saying yes, what's your idea? We've talked about ideas where we're rerunning a couple of contests. We've heard the idea where a team picks, a, where both teams in the tie pick a contest. They run both those times. Both those events, excuse me, and then you do the combined total. We've had people say no, no ties, co-champs, whatever it is. I have a lot of text to catch up on, but if you want to send one in to chime in, 631-495-5008 is the number to do uh, so. I'm just sending out anybody on the group. Uh, tell me how the volume is right now. I, I saw before that you said the volume was low on everybody. So if it's still still low, let us know. If not, tell us it's good. All right, Paul, you, you're talking about uh, different things, and Twan's talking about tiebreakers. Bring it to us, folks. What do you think about tiebreakers? I mean, we're getting serious answers. We've we're getting never silly had that answers. To deal with it. 
I got dodgeball as an answer. Backwards efficiency as an answer. Obviously, those are the silly ones. Here's an interesting one. Total points for the year. Become state champs. Now, does that include Labor Day? So now, now Labor Day is a really exciting show if, if, if both teams are from the same area. Right? Yeah. Again, a lot of these ideas I, I right. have loopholes. They, they, they are a hole in the system. You know, it doesn't hold water. And so, uh, you know, that's I, I think that's the fun in the conversation here. So total points for the year is one of them. How about this? Let's see. If you tied after buckets, run off buckets. That's from Colton. We talked about that a little bit. The issue, obviously, is if you're a bucket every team, it favors the bucket team over the other. So, you know, essentially you, you would think. Win, yeah. You can win the drill without running buckets right. all year or not running that drill. Right. And right. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, you know, some some other people are saying if you tie in a contest, you should run off in the contest for the points. That could have an that can have an effect on the uh, outcome of the day right there as well. Um, it didn't actually have an impact on the tournament the way that it stands. Sorry, Artie. Let's say you tie C ladder. Are you going to run off with your C truck? Or you still have C hose to run at the state drill? Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you can't do it that Saturday night. I don't night, think you can right? do you that. Gotta <laughs> I don't think you can go one race like that. I like the cumulative total time for the day. See, now that's interesting. That's Lenny. what I like. So, and, and, I was, and this is kind of A Rock's idea, and I was talking to him off air about this. He's saying it's got to be your total cumulative time throughout the day, but not including buckets. So this way. The fans in the stands and even the teams on the track know before the contest is run what the tiebreaker is if it's needed. So, essentially, if we go through the times last week, I'm not sure whose was faster, West Sables or CIs, but let's just say it was West Sables. So we, we would announce, or, the, or Rouse would announce, hey, if, this contest, if the tournament ends in a tie, West Sable gets the nod because their times have been faster throughout the day. In other words, their total combined time But I'm sure Buckets factored into that completely. But that's a, No, no, but, it, but A-Rock's idea, I'm just talking about A-Rock's idea. He was saying you don't include Buckets into the mix, so that Buckets... Why not? It, Why well, not? Because, because he wants the fans to know what the tiebreaker is before the contest, so that you don't take the excitement away I from the know. contest. I, I, I like the idea of knowing the times, but um, Buckets is Buckets, man. It's, see, here, it's one of the eight. Uh, here's what I'll say that about that, though. I mean, you could have a real close race throughout the day, run a 21.60 in buckets, and then the other team was a 22 flat, that's a four-tenths difference. You're adding four-tenths to your times throughout the day. Buckets is an event that really adds a whole lot of time to it, well, even, if, even with a little miss. It's one of the eight. Yeah, one of the uh, yeah eight. I, you know, good point. And, that, and I think that's the, the, the point in all this. It's debatable. All this stuff is debatable, and I don't know that there is a true way of doing it. And, you know, old man Rizzo's chiming in. Keep it the same. We have state co-champs. It's never happened before. Again, Most likely won't happen again. And, Paul, I know this was kind right, of your Juan, thought last week. We've never had it before. So <laughs> it's a great conversation, but it's never happened. I agree with uh, old man Rizzo. To this year. Old man Rizzo, shout old out. What's going on down there in North Carolina? Rizzo. Got home safe, I see. We got Ken Van Essenfeld from the Flying Dutchman saying, hey, why just a tie-breaking system for the stage drill? There should be one for every drill for that oh, matter. Mm. You know, it's a good point there. Right? No, we're talking about the state drill, obviously, because it's the state drill. Great Ben Cobra's listening while packing for Point Pleasant's drill. That's going to be a crowded drill. Yeah, Shout out right? to all those guys up there listening in the western area. You got Great Ben from the north area over there and a whole bunch of Long Island flavor. And, and the Great Ben Cobra's, their idea is, since the track is already wet, for a tiebreaker, you run motor hose replacement, an event that we don't normally run. 
And he uses all the guys. There you go. I almost now, like it. Now, talking right there. That's something that uh, nobody's ready for. That's nobody's right. Practice for it. it. I like that. Imagine you decide the state championship on something you haven't run in 10 years, maybe, <laughs> yeah, or on ever. On replacement. Or ever. Game on. Little shout-out to uh, Rob Riley sitting at home listening to tonight's drill. Didn't make it out here tonight. Feeling a little bit under the weather. Hope you're doing well, Rob. Thinking about you. Okay, there, Robbie. And they miss you out here. Look how long it's taken between contests, Rob. Better get uh, back out here soon. You know, we really do need Rob here, uh... The pride of Bayport. Ladies and gentlemen at home, thanks for listening. Thanks for chiming in and your thoughts about the tiebreaker system. I don't know that we have an, an answer, but I think most people can agree. Leave it the same. No tiebreaker. Let both teams have the honor. Thanks, Kenny, for that text message right there. Curious to see what the Dutchman and the uh, Hobos think about it. I, I, I think uh, they're probably liking the tiebreaker system. Uh, not having not the tiebreaker system. But, yeah. but I was going to say this earlier. Now, two teams are state champs, and, it, and you know ahead. what? A uh, hundred years from now, yeah, we won ten. We won on that day, blah, 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 blah. The feelings, you know, there, there's there's denotation and connotation. Uh -huh. Denotation is the is the dictionary. What is, what, I, of I a word? Know. Etymology. No, the, definition. The, the, the definition of a word. Yeah. And the connotation is the feeling you get from that. Oh, word. I see what you're saying. So the 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 like denotation, object, the like definition is they're both state champs. Yeah, yeah. But what's the difference in the connotation of how each feel with the state yeah. championship? The connotation we already found out from Go the West Sale Flying Dutchman right. is through the roof because right. they didn't expect to be there. They blew races. They come back. Great shot to tell Well, it. I got to believe both of them were happy. Agreed. At the end of the day, they didn't realize it was going to fall in their lap. But I, really I just don't, don't think that the CI Hobos walk off. Not that they're not happy, ecstatic. Man, it's 10 phenomenal, three in a row. You can just keep on going with the accolades. I, exactly. But the euphoria that they feel... It's I, a little different than the euphoria of the West Side Flying Dutch. I, I think you're right. I think I would agree. And it's hard for us to speculate. We don't know. We'd have to ask them for sure. But I, I agree with your thought there. I mean, they're the odds-on favorite to win there. I mean, I would say they're a five-point favorite to win, maybe an eight-point favorite. I mean, they won by nine and a half last year, scoring 31. And it's the same group of guys, the same yeah. team, one year with more experience. And listen, they're still cha state champs. And I'm sure there's happiness with that. It's Best for sure. state drill I've ever watched. Yeah. Totally the most little shout out to one of the oldest guys totally. in that Point Pleasant drill tomorrow, Joe Boy. Nice. Actually, he's not racing. Kenny Brome says hello, he's by the way. He's just hanging out. <laughs> Kenny Brome says hello, you hear me? No. <laughs> Something's wrong with my headset. <laughs> All right, so we're getting ready here, guys. The hobos are taking a line right now. We're going to get this Go drill ahead. moving again. Yeah, let's just give a rundown on the points because we Go start ahead. to see hoes. Uh, usually we're almost making the turn, right, halfway? Looks like we're at the quarter. So uh, start to see hoes after the one, two, three, four, five ladder contest run tonight, including a state record if you weren't with us. Josh Kaysen runs a 413 again to tie the all-time state record in individual ladder. But the points are as follows. Islip jumping out to a huge lead. Up by seven with 22 points. Second place, the CI Hobos with 15. Third place, the East Ice of Custers with 12. West Sable has 11. And then the Sayville Blue Jays hanging in there with nine right now. As we make the turn to see Hose. Beautiful night. Cruising along. Clouds have left after a rainy day in this part of Long Island. Wasn't rainy out where you were, was it, Tuan? Shake your head. You don't have to answer. Nope. He said no. Yeah, there was, there was some... There was some liquid coming right off that Atlantic Ocean, right up through Bayshore, up in here to CI, etc. 
and it was going on. Got pretty heavy for a little bit right there, but east and west was okay. But clear as a bell right now. So it rained up until about 3.30. Oh, beautiful yeah. evening. But yeah, then when it cleared out, it got hot. Yeah, very. All right, track's been cleared for the CI Hobos. Now, a backup team here, too, or are they going regular? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, Newhoff's not in this contest, so I don't know what they're... Oh. see what they do. They don't usually wear yellow shirts, do they? Are these the state champion shirts? No. Go through that in a second if you want. Keeping it down, heading into the hydrant right here. Prep Fishtail's in. Nice body. Fishtail towards the hydrant. Fishtail's up at the nozzle. They're out in the middle of the track. So Pat's going to come back, and he's... going to be mid-12s. Ryan. Ryan Murphy on the nozzle, Ryan. Pat. He lit up the target, guys. I got 12 and a half. That's what I got in that range. Seven flat on the handle. Ooh. 12.42. At one 42, time. 42. You see Danny Jackson backing up that truck real slow. He wanted to hear the number. At one time, at 12.42 was the record in this event held by the Patchogue 40 Thieves. Mm. It was a record for a pretty long time. Danny Jackson driving a lot from the cones in. Get real tight to the hydrant there at the end. Kind of threw Chris in. Good water on. Got yeah, he was like two top. steps, and it was good. When when that truck fishtails for Chris in that specific spot, Perfect for him running across the face of that coupling. I mean, it just you know, guys, catapulted him in there. I'm pretty close to a couple of seasoned veterans up here in the stands, Frank Miller and uh, Bob Mara from West Sable. What do you think? Should I ask them about a uh, tie wrecker? I'd love to hear what they have to say. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Just going, All right, let's see what they got. Just going, uh, just sorry, Len, real quick. Those hobo shirts they're wearing are their junior shirts from this year. Uh, Billy Fitz, who passed away, that's a tribute shirt. He was one of the junior coaches. That's the shirt that the juniors and their junior faithful wore this year around the track. Go ahead, Len. Sorry. Another tiebreaker option while Lenny's getting there. One one ladder event, one hose event, Let me just and give one you team event. Uh, we uh, talked about chimed in. We Donald talk, from West Sable said that. We talked about this earlier. Maybe I'll let Brentwood go right here. We talked about earlier that the tiebreaker should be the overall time for each team to complete the eight contests in the state drill. Whereas overtime, you would get whatever the maximum is for overtime. Okay. No time, you get the same. Okay. So if it was motor pump, you both blow it, you get 10 seconds because that's overtime, no time. Do you know what the total was for the state trip? Oh, I'm going to say you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> what do you got? I have no idea. I'll give it to you after this, comp after this run by the Brentwood Tigers. Here they come. Pretty straight line coming in. Fades a little towards the hydrant now. See what Robbie Allen does. Right on. Going to have water coming up. They got to complete this, Brent, with your yep. honor. Little roll. Oh, oh, he does not turn. He tried to weld it. He tried to weld it on. Now he gives the flag that he's ready. Little, almost wet in every. No, Charlie Murphy. Oh, An don't wet Charlie Murphy. An opportunity. Yeah. I didn't get a stick Plenty there. Plenty of time. All he had to do was turn it. Yeah. Looks like he clicked it and never turned it. Yeah, and then it looked waited. like he tried to weld it. He just tried to stick it on like a snap coupling. 17.85. You probably couldn't hear that. So you know, go ahead. I, I think I have an answer to your question. I was just looking at the scorecard real quickly. But if you had, unless you had something else about no, I Brentwood. It. No, I, I would I would think the Hobos won because I don't see any letters on their times throughout okay. the day. So here's the score. Uh, at the end of the day, eight contests combined through the rules that we just stated. CI, combined time of 90.5 seconds, 5.7. Okay. Wes Sable. With an overtime. Two of them. 8.9.02 What? Point zero two West Sable would have won by 
a second 1.55. So wait a minute. So the Hobos have to have some high number. Oh, they have an overtime of B-Hose. I didn't see that one. Uh-huh. And an overtime of Pump. Oh, what go. am I looking at? You're so right. So out. they both have two overtimes. They had to take the maximum. And and the big the big uh, discrepancy between the times is buckets. Yep. You got a 20.89 versus a 22.86. That's, That's a huge, almost two seconds. Thanks to Jay Podolsky for putting that together. What was the final number? 90.57 for CI, 89.02 for West Sable, within 1.55. Fred, now, they said the video keeps freezing up. Now, I'd be curious, what was the numbers before buckets? So, What's you know, Jay, if you want to do some <coughs> some math with that, what would the numbers have been going into buckets? Hey, guys, big shot here, here for the Sable, Sable Blue Jays. They got nine points. Coming in, Don Corkery off at the cone, brings him in real tight at the hydrant, see what Kohler can do. Oh, he stumbles! He still oh, he gets it on! He stumbles, gets it on, had to go back for the stick. Nozzle Man now just putting it on, waiting for water. On the flat. <laughs> he stumbled getting off the truck. He was able to hook, but he missed the stick. Stumbling head forward. Wow, still a 13. 13.97. Boy, wow. that had the makings of something good. Thought it was a good drop by Don. Game room. I mean, how, tight. how much of a delay on getting that handle down? At least one second, oh, I would say, right? A second. A second yeah. Not a second point two. So that's a 12-7 we're talking about, guys. And the nozzle man was set and ready. Wow. That's right. Guys, hey guys you know, we, we okay. keep talking about tiebreakers. Uh, I'm in the stands right now um, with Bob Mara and Frank Miller Sr. and uh, uh, asking them about tiebreakers, and they don't have any answers either. Um <laughs> Frank, what would you like to see happen uh, in the future if we get another tie? Well, I think uh, I was quite satisfied the other day, and uh, as of now, I'm, I'm happy with it the way it is. Period. I don't, I don't want it to change. Mr. Mara, what do you say? Frankie Miller, senior well, saying doesn't want to change. I uh, Frankie's thoughts that, uh, you know, it's such an unusual circumstance. All these years that we've been racing, we've never had this occur. It may never occur again. But uh, for the time being, I guess we have to live with it. Maybe uh, the state drill team captains will put together a committee to look at it for the future. But for the time being, uh, we can live with the way it is. Mr. Mara, you have a lot of patches on your uh, sleeve, so to speak. Um, does this does this one, because it's shared, mean anything different to you? Not especially. I'm just proud to be a part of a team that's been successful. Uh, all the boys that are on the team have worked hard to accomplish what we have. And uh, beyond that, uh, I don't know what else I can tell you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mara. I base has got the track. Kyle Coyne making his uh, first run down here in the Sea truck Sea hose in competition. A normal Sea hose shot for Kyle. Lined up a little bit further than you would normally see Beatrice's Sea truck. Mole would be a typically a lot tighter to the curb here, but he was here the other night driving, giving a little practice shot here. Let's see what he does and if he tapers in as he comes in. Rolls out. Looks like he's got some good speed. Gets off about 175, really coasts in. Fades in a little bit. Gives, oh, a little deep. Slackman goes down. Nozzle out in the middle of the course. Obviously, it's passed because Skippy went by. I think, again, could have gave him a little bit more break at the, yeah, especially at the being outside at the hydrant. Water on the flat. Yeah, if you're outside right there, you got to give him a chance to run in on it right there. Anything yeah. tight, you're going to take your second, third step, and you're going to be past where you need to be. Well, once again, it's, it's got it under time. his belt, you know. Yep. Two years ago, if you said, all right, Kyle, you're driving tomorrow night or you're driving next week in the C contest, you know, would have been happening. They would have said, hey, we're not going to run those two contests. But 
There you go. He's, He's been probably, real successful with the beat truck. Right. First place in B-Hoses this year under his belt. Great right. job. B-Lada, yeah. consistent drops. Yeah, I thought so. this year was his best year driving. He's real consistent in both contests, giving him shots. Matter of time. So just going back to what we were saying before, I mean, we've been talking about CI and the points and the tournaments and all that kind of stuff. I, I just looked at something. Obviously, there are three, Pete, three years in a row winning the or winning or being a part, you know, coach state champ. 19 of the last 27 motorized drills they've gone to, they've scored over 20 points. Wow. <laughs> All night, uh, they've won 18. The only one they didn't win is West Hempstead a couple of weeks ago, and they scored 24. Okay. Every other drill they, they had gone to where they didn't score over 20, they never were a winner. Wow. So they never won with 19 or 18. They go down to 14. <laughs> and win the state championship. And are co champions. See, I thought they would have won more than 19 out of 27. Oh, so what'd you say? Oh, score 20. Just score 20 but still, at major they, drills. If they don't if they don't win with all those, I mean, that's I thought they were winning more than that. I must not be paying attention. Yeah, well. Now, it, it's funny that what numbers, what happens to numbers at the state drill is just unbelievable. You know, it really is the only time all year that we're getting everybody there, and so that's why these things happen. That's why it's a special tournament, and it's fun to watch. And you West Sable's on the line here, the co-champs. We heard... Uh, Bob Mara and Frank Miller Sr. chiming in on their thoughts about a tiebreaker system. I don't know if it came over so clear for the people at home, but they were just kind of seeing what the state committee could come up with, if anything. Yeah, I think they like the idea of nothing. All right, here's West Able to hydrate. Michael off, water on. Frank sliding up top, does a nice job getting around the target. Nazalon, blip. Nice. Nice shot by Joey Quenza there. Yeah. Had to kind of wait for the truck to get out of the way. It looked like, like Frankie had to steer nice a little job. bit, right? Yeah, he did a great yeah, job I mean, getting out of the way. He sliding right towards that target. Yep. Oh, beats him by a hundredth of a second. 12.41 for the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Maybe, maybe they're playing by the rules where you add them up tonight. There you go. <laughs> well, the, ho the Dutchman have no time in there. The Hobos don't. So, <laughs> so the Guzzler's... Oh, 14 more races to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Guzzler's coming to the line with uh, another win in C-Hose this year. And that's for the last five years with five <laughs> points. And do it with a different nozzle man and different hydrant man this year. So kudos to them. That's incredible. 12.53 was the number. And different hose. <laughs> uh, well, I'll bring it up. Wasn't me. I don't, I don't understand what you mean. I know. <laughs> the scrutiny here, though, tonight. You know, the scrutiny at the guardrail. Now, now the other question, <laughs> and, and this is a question that, uh, that I had, that we all had, and it's coming across on the screen now as well. <clears throat> the Rough Riders had a, had a cup in there. North Lindenhurst retired it when they won three in a row. Right? The Flying... The Pizzanockers, they donate their own cup. The Dutchman win three in a row. That cup is retired. Right? Those, the, you know, those cups... Always the base cup is in North Lindenhurst trophy case forever. The Flying Dutchman have the Pizzanockers cup in their trophy case forever. So now, I don't know what the rule is with the, cu with the cup that was donated by Wes Sable. I'm hearing that it wasn't a three-year consecutive... You know, if you win a three in a row, I don't know if that was a stipulation with this cup. But let's say it is. Do you retire it now because the Hobos won three? Here comes East Islip. Let's talk about it after East Islip's run. Real tight to the Hydrant. Pat done off. Yeah, you kind of handcuffed yeah, him. He yeah, was so yeah, tight yeah, it yeah. handcuffed him. He wanted to sneak around that coupling right yeah. there. Now they're fighting up at the top. Yeah, Ryan. Finally he gets it on. Target's hit. Yeah, I mean, it was so tight for Pat coming in. He kind of had a short arm it. He couldn't even extend his arm. He was so tight, and then he kind of handcuffed himself. Tommy had to do a nice job at that point. Right yeah. Hydrant. 15-06 for the Guzzlers. 
So the Hobos win three in a row. Do they get to re- retire the cup? Because you could theoretically say the Flying Dutchman have won, and they could conceivably win the next two in a row for their own three in a row. So does the cup get retired if the old rules were still in effect with their cup? Can you retire it because the Hobos won three? Even though the Dutchmen now have one of the three with this cup in existence. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm flummoxed. What's the rule? What do you think? <laughs> Chime in. 631-495-5008. Should the cup be retired and given to the Hobos, or does it stay in existence because the Flying Dutchmen have won one out of three? You or know does what it I mean? stay in existence because it was just never stipulated? And that might be the other underlying issue. I, I, was it a stipulation that this cup gets retired if if a team were to win three in a row? The other question is, and we're going to do a lot on trophies in the next year or so, but... Um, is it still the, uh, what's his name, Atlantic Steamers? Will Be Young. Will Be Young mm-hmm. trophy. Well, originally that, it was. Well, you get Guys, it at the state dinner. Are you talking about that one? You're dating yourselves. You're talking about the state dinner trophy? or you no, talking about the, the Will Be Young trophy at yeah, the state dinner. Yeah, but I dinner. thought you won it also at the state drill. That's no, it's the state dinner, I think. The Rough Riders had a trophy. Here well, comes Isil leading the drill yeah, right now, Yeah, correct? this is a big shot here. we got a 12.41 by West Sable, a 12.42 by the Hobos, 13.97 is third. Here comes Mike bringing him in. He's off at the cone. See what Heavy does. He's a little bit outside. Heavy's going to have to go right. Right he does. on turn. He gets it. Sometimes those are the fastest. Water's on him. Target. Be a good shot. That he was just, a happy birthday up. on the Nasdaq. Yeah, he kind of was. Not at the really hydrant, he made a right-hand turn, boy, but sometimes those show up on the scorecard. 12-62 is going to take third point. Third place, excuse me, and the Wolves are going to maintain their lead in this drill. It was a bit of a happy birthday at the nozzle, I think. Yeah, it wasn't real deliberate up there. Happy birthday at the nozzle. What? Come on. What do you Juan. mean, there, Lenny? Come on, talk to me, dude. You're the expert. Artie there. knows what I'm talking <laughs> about, right, Artie? Yeah. It means you had to- more than enough a time. luck on your side. And then it's within the last foot of yep. coming out, and you, Found you it put somehow. it on. Gotcha. So that's going to do it for Sea Hose. That 12:41 by the Flying Dutchman is going to be first place. 12:42 by the Hobos is second. I'll announce it after Rouse does. Hobo second place, 1242. The Wolves get third with a 1262. Sable third, fourth place, excuse me, with a 1397. And the Guzzlers get one point with that 1506. Yeah, so the Guzzlers pull one out of that. I'm with the Islip Wolves nozzle man, Tommy. Tommy, uh, hell of a hit on the target. Uh, how'd you find the flap? Uh, I was a little off the side of it, but I just kept it down. Good man kept it straight for me. Just lifted it a little bit. Welton knows what he's doing when he's coaching you, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's the best. Uh, I love learning from him, and pretty much taught me everything I know. Awesome. Good job. Angling for some free food back there. Or <laughs> Big ups to Welton. <laughs> Jesus. What's he paying? Uh, Welton's paying his Bubba's bill? All right, so let's just look at the total points that we end CO's. This is basically making the turn. We've finished six races. We have three, six, seven left. <laughs> so, uh, Islip 25, CI 19, West Sable 16, East Islip 13, and the Sable Blue Jays 12. That's currently Sable's hanging in the there, top boys. Five. You know, Sable, yeah. we just we were talking about them, that run right there where he stuck it, but then just couldn't get the stick and went back. He probably doesn't find himself in a different spot in terms oh, of the God. points he got. Yeah. I got, I got, I got Sable with 11. Just double check right. that. Guys, you want anything they else? They had nine. Then they got just a drink. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. 11. 
Thanks, pal. I'm good, pal. Thank you. Got the CI Junior Juniors here delivering the food on top of the arch. You Doing a great job here. A, Thank you, guys. When does the, uh, the Junior Juniors? Junior, we got little guys up here, you know. Isn't it happy hour yet? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think you're right, man. So, yeah, yeah. Save over the 11 pole, you agree? Yeah, With you're, that? you're okay, right. So, you're we right, got you're okay. Right, so, yeah, the Hobos gaining a point on the Wolves, 25 to 19. Still got to make up six points. They're a full event down. I so Wolves can just keep chipping away and lock this thing up. But like you said, there's 57 races left. <laughs> if you hear it, the driller today. making your way down, you can get the one-of-a-kind co-champion shirt. Yeah, First nice. one ever made. Yeah. I like the, what so, was it, Title Towns? So it's Title Towns. On the back, like we got Title Towns with the cup in the middle, the the cup that Twan's talking about. Yep. We got rings, like championship rings Those on rings each side. really good. And on each ring, we have 10 times for the Hobos, 12 times for the Dutchman, and then one for the history books on the bottom. And on the front of the shirt, we have kind of a little ribbon logo with uh, 2015 state champs, a hobo and a shoe. With the hobo, we have three-peat, and with the shoe, we have all-time wins. There you go. Very nice. So hobos are wearing royal blue shirts today, racing cool. in those. Dutch are wearing some yellow ones. They're typically yellow, and they're selling navy to the to the spectators. And, you know, Title Towns is just such a great title. You know, it's such a great conversation to have when you're talking about the NFL and you're talking about Major League Baseball. you got your St. Louis, you got your Green Bays, your New Yorks. To hear about Title Towns in our circuit, it's Wes Avel and CI. Who are you going to argue against, 20, right? 22 you know, championships between them. That's right. So, back in the day, it was Patchogue. Before then, it was Oyster Bay. You know, the Title Towns change over the decades. Yeah. So... Kudos to my boy Devin working hard with with myself putting to that together. And then kudos to the guys printing that. They came off the press today around 3.30. Oh, uh, yeah. Got they hot in the box yeah. when we <laughs> delivered them. <laughs> it's like pizza. And did the Hobos get a blue one? And Hobos Dutchman got royal got blue, yeah. Dutchman got yellow, and then the, the shirt for everybody. Coming through again. The Titan group is just for, uh, solid. Navy blue. For your racing needs, go to the Titan group. And then more advice. If you're starting up a drill team and you need to pick colors for your team, it's got to be blue and gold. You can't. What else are you going to pick? I mean, the debate always was at least get gold in there or you a yellow. Get gold right? When was the last got time a team won a state drill without wearing any gold? That was the question before the Wolves won it, right? I don't yeah. think the Wolves have any yellow in their color. but And then eventually the Westerners win it in 12 without the w yellow color. But it's not. But you know, go back man. to 02. I mean, well, we should ask Fred. Fred, with the termites. I mean, come on. You guys don't have any gold. <laughs> blue you guys and white. Are blue, you're white. I mean, you're yeah. solid with your blue Hot and your white. Pink, get the hunter. Fred, right? you need some gold in there. Stripes. <laughs> He's working the cameras, folks. And so, uh, everyone watching at home, Fred's doing an awesome job. Fred Benzavanger, our producer. Doing an awesome job for us. Not getting much feedback about the retiring of the trophy, I guess, and then not really an interesting topic among listeners, so I guess that remains to be seen. I think it's a t kind of a quagmire. Uh, you just don't know which way. It's so hard to wrap your head around. A, a lot of people have told me that wasn't even the stipulation with the trophy, but if it was, I, I don't know that I don't know that you could retire, because if the Dutchman win the next two in a row, I, it kind of keeps the cup alive in a weird way. That's my opinion. I think what the Hobos could do if they wanted, I think they should donate a trophy. You know? Well, just talking about trophies, and, and I, I've just become the assistant deputy state statistician. Most assistant important, Mr. Gruler. I don't know what it is, but it's a wow, mouthful right there. <laughs> but one of the things is, is, wow, is trophies. Important. And I actually want to talk about the trophies in a second as we're going to watch CI take their run right here. 
big shot for the Hobos if they would like to win this tournament. They're six points down from the Iceland Wolves, 25 to 19. Which is not so easy to you no. know, come back from in down, such a small guys. I'm looking for a seven here. Waters in the hose. 240. Good shot going Ryan's here. Ryan's up top. Oh, Ryan nails it. They're oh, going to like that. Oh, he lit it up. In the sevens. Nice, uh, a heavy seven. Let me just say, running a seven, what time is it? 20 to 8. Run 10 minutes later, and I'm telling you, it's a lot darker back there. I had 78. Let's see what the hobos get. Woo! 7-7-6 for the hobos. I got 74, 240 handle. That's a heavy number, 776 for the CI hobos. Now, I'm telling you, and, and this is could be, I don't know what you want to call it, it's not an optical illusion, but it's a lot lighter looking in this direction than when you're on the back of these trucks at the town tournament. Right. When you're coming this way, it is much darker visually when you're back there. Nice to see the hobos put up a solid shot for their hometown crew. They got a lot of fans here. Packed out. Great here night. How full yeah. of the stands are they? I mean, I mean they're just they're, they're jam packed. What Go are the to... seats under the overhang selling for tonight? <laughs> StubHub this week, right? Fifty bucks. You got to you got to make them attractable, man. Right now they probably don't want it over their head, right? It's nice out, That's nice beautiful. cool night, you know. I mean, it goes from the fence here right by us, all the way to the Beho start line. Packed bleachers on the north side. So I'm who picked that tigers. song right there? We just heard Billy Joel pressure. Was that the uh, the team on the line? Yeah. Or is that CI trying to put on? The <laughs> They're trying to pressure the Tigers. Tigers for bait. <laughs> Throwing the Tigers a little whammy. Rambo with six points on the day. But, Paul, you bring up an interesting point. You know, you ran Hydrant here for many years, I'm sure. A little darker out there. It's got to affect you, I I'm would imagine, on that it's spot, It's completely right? visually different coming in this direction. Yeah. I Especially when you get to the hydrant. Not much then lighting light on it. by the hydrant. Oh, but it looks like, is it on right Yeah, it's facing the other way. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's turned. Okay. Brentwood at the hydrant. He's got to put water in the hose right here. He does. Nice 278. Going to have to get busy. They're not going to have time. Yeah. Got dropped back. Didn't, didn't attack. What do you think, Artie? Did they have a chance at the nozzle end? I'm no. not sure that they did. No, they were dropped back, and then they, again, didn't really attack it with any – they didn't have speed coming in, so – didn't really have a shot. It was 1577. Water was right there as they broke it. Now Sable's in a situation right here, 11 points. What they need to do is put water in the hose. Just run a run, complete the contest. I just want to get back to the trophies for yeah, a second. Yeah, go ahead, because I, I we mean, were, go we, ahead. We were talking about after the state uh, drill, um, actually the day before the state drill, looking at the trophies, Dan Salerno and I. And uh, there's a lot of trophies that are given away at that state drill that are really falling apart. They have not been taken care of, uh, come back broken. Yeah. I was myself since that's kind of be one of my duties from now at this point on. I was shocked yeah. and, and kind of taken aback at, at, at the level of how they were falling apart. So one one of the goals this year by the whole state is we, we want to you know refurb those yeah. things. So we're going to go through and see which ones are newer, which ones are older. Maybe reach out to the people that donated right. them and say if you want to contribute some money, we'll still keep it in the honor. Right. And, and you know I think the state's got a little coin right now, and maybe we can get trophies because hey we're not playing those for trophies money. are are good looking trophies and they're in tribute to uh, yeah. a lot of our old time races. Absolutely, right, and it's all you get. And it's, it's not a, you're getting. I'll tell cash. you what though, Paul, and you're right there. It's a huge undertaking. I mean, I, I, we just did it for the Hampstead, but I could speak to that because I'm kind of in charge. You know, now I'm kind of in charge because I just mentioned it about being <laughs> uh, being in charge of the trophies. I've been the guy that's just been like, guys, these trophies look terrible. So we had ours refurbished last year, and then 
Even you get them back one year later after being refurbished and there's still things wrong. Like they, they didn't engrave correctly. Yeah. There was a tie and the team that won the flip forgot to put the other team on the thing. You know, there's some etiquette involved with engraving right. the trophies that doesn't always come through. Sable Blue Jays coming down. Oh, across the street. So, more to curb to curb. Waiting for it up top. Now we're on the flat. I think it's a so good again, idea. What you, what you guys are talking about is the history of our sport, really. Um, these these uh, trophies that we're talking about, they're not just first-place trophies. 13, they're not 39. just first-place trophies. They're, they're leg trophies. And they're donated out of respect for, for certain members over the years, and we need these teams to take care of them. Kudos just to some of the... Uh, CI juniors juniors bringing up some waters and dogs. And I, yeah, you know, I never want to say it's somebody that doesn't doesn't take care of them because I'm sure we all respect them, all the people. But and if you're winning, you're coming from a program that's very respectable. Right, right, right. But, anyway. but it's just natural. It's wear Absolutely. and tear. It sits in a firehouse for over a year. You're not you're not keeping a close eye on it all. Ten, eight, ten months of the offseason. And some of these trophies the are rather old. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 20, 30 years. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they've been up right. here before, no doubt. Right. But, you know, maybe it's time to just take the plates off and start with fresh trophies. Right. You know, freshen them up, get them more modernized, the ones that need it. Keep yep. the ones and just make them better, the ones that are decent shape. And Because, you know, you know, when you're taking in that hall, whether you win one contest or you win you know, the state drill, you know, that's what, that's what you're doing it for, sowing some flesh and... It's so make them look good. It, one of the coolest things you could do in racing is to win a leg trophy at the state drill. I mean, you get it. You get to put your name on the trophy. It's the coolest thing ever. You get to put your name on And not only that, you get to see the other teams that have won it before you, and you get to respect those guys, and you can see which teams went on runs, and you can you know, know the guys associated with the teams. It's, it's the coolest thing you could do is to win a leg trophy at a state drill, and, yeah, definitely I think that's a great goal. And if you so know, all we that can help being out said, anyway, I'm, I'm here we are back to B-Hose. And there's not we, enough of them. We just saw the track. There needs to be some more. We just saw the track. Get real wet there. Um, right now, Bayshore coming down. They are the uh, B-Host state champs. Let's see what they got. Yeah, I don't think this is in a bad spot for them. That, that, that water seems to be heading up the track a little bit. But where he's driving that truck, it seems to be real thin. He should be able to get through that. Especially at this time of night, you're going to drop him back a hair probably more than Looks usual. Looks like he's angled out a little to the middle of the track. Yeah, he'll get it back in there. Here comes Bayshore rolling off the line. Cross the lights in the hard break. And he was definitely on, on it early. He's got water. Truck fishtails up top. Jimmy Leggio. Really oh, he's got it. Oh, That's oh. he's I'll lifted tell you the nozzle what, off the ground. Yeah. But he's barely got it on. It looked like to me it was like a last second. He was he was left of the target outside the stanchion. Had to come across. Kyle did a nice job dropping him back before that water and ran right through it. 8:33 for second place for the Bayshore Redskins. Wow. So, with a real hit right there, guys, he could have been the seventh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was beat 7.76 no. with the speed at the hydrant. No, he's in the high seven nines maybe. Just, and, and looking back, too, that's that Bayshore truck there. We've seen that run so many times. Water at the hydrant, spins the tire just a touch, gets the hard brake up top, always fishtails like, to the inside like that. You know, Artie, I agree with you. Uh, if, if anyone was listening at home, and, again, if you're just listening and not watching, you could hear the tires break loose at the hydrant. It's definitely wet now at the hydrant, folks. So I mean, I, these I, I trucks can, are trying to get out of there, and they, they got nowhere to go. I can tell you, CI invite years ago, I got off on the other side of the white line. We, we fishtailed so yeah. much, we were on the other <laughs> side of the white line coming in. Harry's got the truck pointed out the other way. <laughs> 
Bayshore truck trying to get out of the hydrant. Yeah. Did a decent job. Kyle did a pretty good job, but got a little sideways at the nozzle. Yeah, he did a nice job uh, driving nice out of delivery. it. Nice delivery. No, nice yeah. delivery on the nozzle end, but that, that's a little bit too. sideways. Getting off the back, your hips start to go, so you got to judge when you're going to go because you don't want to get off when the truck starts to come back around because then it's going to throw your hips the other direction. So now we got the West Save Flying Dutchman. 776, 833, numbers up on the board. And I'm guaranteed, I don't mean to beat it to death here, it's a lot darker when you're coming this way. He has a darker run than CI had tonight. Oh, you whiny hydroman. I'm just telling you. CI ran eight minutes ago at 738. The only reason I remember that was the, the former B-Hose record. Ice slip goes. Yeah. Here comes West Sable. Not as, it's not as lit up yeah. as you think it is. Yeah, no, it looks darker than what it was before. Here they come off the line. Hard break. Gets out before the water. See it spin. Fishtail again. Michael's got it on. It's going to have to get hurry. Water, oh, just high in the target. And, guys, you saw it. They got a little fishy at the nozzle end as well. Same I mean, that truck kicked out a little bit. Uh, you heard the tires break loose at the hydrant. It's definitely affecting these teams. That's an 826 that just edges out the Bayshore Redskins 833. Big advantage to the Hobos running number one, Artie. Yeah. No, no doubt. Big advantage. And also now the water on the course is coming into play with the, mm -hmm. the trucks fishing. Uh, just a little bit of a better target hit there for Joe Quenza than Chris Edsel. That's your difference, 26-33. You know, Paul, I was just thinking about the trophies and leg trophies at the stage row. You're saying they're not enough of them. Maybe there should be, like, some type of, you know, a page on a website just dedicated to them so we can, you know, know the names. You know, I, I obviously I know about the Cab Trophy, Total Ladders. You got the Wilbur Young Trophy for B Ladder. You got the Robert Cushing Trophy for C Ladder. Bill Bryson, Total Points. I mean, those are the ones that I just rattle off my head. I know the Harry Penny, Total Motorized. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they just donated the cab trophy. Um, I forget the stipulation with cab. Is that also total mo uh, total cab speed contest? Is, no, it's B and C uh, ladder. B, B ladders. Ladders. No, BC ladder? I, I thought it was BC ladder, BC. Or, no. no, motorized no. hose, I think it is. No, no, I'm sorry, no. Northland and Hurst. I'm butchering the cab trophy. I'm not sure the stipulation no, no, it's on it. Bayshores it it's ladders. Ba no, Bayshores is total five motorized contest. That's, That's the Harry Penny. Harry, but cab right. is for ladders. I, I, meant, I meant to say crash. crash. Excuse me. I, I believe... I think Juan, I know where you're going with this. You want yeah. to show respect right. to the people that these trophies are. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Name. Right. I mean, just so we know exactly yeah. what it is. Sometimes what? we don't even know. And Hopefully, not enough people are listening, and I'm going to say it was mine. I know Lindy texts me for the stipulation with this Here crash trophy. Here comes East Dyson coming in. Hard break. Pat Dunn is off. Water. Oh, he misses. Still has to go back. Just getting it off now. Matt Smelly going to be weighing Same up top thing, Artie, They got a little sideways at the nozzle end. Yep. We're seeing every B truck right now slide a little bit to the hydrant side. Curious to see how it's going to be handled here. It might get sideways by Tommy Buller. 12.67. Got the Rappi Nichols total points trophy out there as well. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of great trophies out there. And, you know, if we get those, you know. I actually would like to nice see more trophies geared towards the individual contest. Right. Contest. Right. There's a whole bunch of combos. There's a whole bunch there's of There's a lot of combos. Thing, yeah, right. But there's not so much, like, efficiency. Yeah. There, give there, me, give me three trophies for efficiency. Yeah, right. One, there's that one little square wood yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won that in 07. That's how I know about that, too. I think Patrick might have done that. There should be three for every contest. I don't care how big they are. Yeah, right. But three for Nobody cares about efficiency. Three for B-Ladder. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's got to be donated by New York State Trophy Team Captain Association, let's get three nice ones per contest, plus all those combo trophies. I, I mean, I would even like to see, like, a Spencer Port donate, like, a B-Ladder trophy. You know, they have the 489, the fastest shot ever run in a B-Ladder in the state row. There it is. West Sable, obviously, you know, I, I don't know that Individual I don't contest. I don't know that necessarily that, that, that <laughs> this might be a controversial statement, but it, it, it's geared towards people who have 
passed away. But I think right. there are a lot of great legends still alive and well that I think could feel honored to donate a trophy. Well, instead of in right, memory, you know we can I mean? do yeah. it in honor. In honor, exactly. Past, you know, it'd be nice to have this or past yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Red right. Onions. Right. Sure. All right, so all that being said, guys, we got uh, the last team in B-Hose right now, the Isla Bulls. Artie, you talked about Mikey Welton maybe bringing his team in in the right spot, in the right place. You know, Mike Reynoso for a lot of years, whether it was for Islip or North Lindenhurst or Bayshore, he knows what he needs to do for his nozzle man. Let's see what he's got. I mean, that track it's, is really wet at the hydrant. It's just a matter of it's, it's really dark. It's, and it's dark. And if, it, if, he ca- if Heavy hooks up, Tommy Butler's going to have to get busy. If the truck fishtails, I just don't think Tommy has a, that as much experience as the Matt Smedley's getting off or the Ryan Murphy's getting off in a fishtail or anything like you that. You guys like to use the term get busy. Yep, he's see what gonna happens have here. to. If Mike puts him in there, he's gonna have to. Breaks it back, tries to get his tires out of the water. He does. Heavy's got water in. Good Epic speed and straight. straight up top. No fishtail. Oh, he's set. Water on the flat. Nice so job. Mike got his never put his front tires in the water. Gave Heavy a lot of room out on the top end. For the hydrogen for Good, us. Good, safe, clean run. 8:46, but that's fourth clean, place. Maybe not the quickest. You know, again, that's he dropped him way back, yeah. staying out of that water. Mike's seen the teams in front of him, saw what happened. I got to uh, make a – Chris Connell texted me about the crash trophy. It is total B-truck points, B-ladder, B-hose, and motor pump. I was looking at the scorecard here because I know North Lindenhurst won it last week, and they were very proud to win that crash trophy. But like you said, it's a combo trophy, a great trophy. I'd love to win it. Anyone would love to win that trophy. But like you're saying, let's get some more trophies that are just – Geared well, towards specific combo, events because yeah, we have plenty of those other The total points of the combo great, trophies though. are like, yeah. those are the sexy ones. Yeah. No, oh, it's just one contest. But those are the ones missing. Yeah. Those right. are the important ones. You need ones. some more of those. Right, right. I hear you. And who wouldn't want to win three trophies minimum if you win one contest, right? Yeah. Three nice luck trophies? Right. So CI picking up a big five points there, guys. More importantly, they gained three on the, the on the host contest. A uh, little rundown, you probably didn't hear that. First place, CI. Second place, West Sable. Third place, Bayshore. Fourth place, Islip. Fifth place, the Guzzlers. Yeah. Overall, you're right, 27 Islip. 24 now, Central Islip. 20 West Sable lurking. 14 East Islip. 11 Sable Blue Jays. And now we're going to go to the extracurricular stuff. Yeah, we got combo hose and pump, yeah. motor hose Just two, motor pump efficiency, efficiency replacement and bucket. Speaking of trophies, it looks like CI is going to donate one here. Uh, looks like Billy Miller is going to make a statement here again, but I think it's going to be in, in memory of Billy Fitz. Uh, coach of their juniors passed away last year in, in his uh, early 40s. Um, and it, you see some of the guys down here wearing some shamrock shirts with Billy Fitz on the back. Again, he was one of the coach of the juniors. You see a bunch of the juniors over here in their shirts, and that's what the guys were wearing tonight for BNC hose on the back of the Hobo's truck, where the the Hobo, uh, the junior shirts from the year that had a Celtic cross on the back in memory of Billy. Cool. Very cool. So you're 100% right, Artie. Uh, Billy Miller going to make a presentation right now. Well, again, I don't think it's going to come through our feed that's going out over the computer so we'll just let Billy speak we'll try to give you a, a quiet little synopsis of what they're what he's saying and what they're they're giving here again you can see a lot of the juniors making their way onto the course with their jerseys on uh, again a lot of the CI hobos wearing a Billy Fitz CIFD shirt with a shamrock on it um, 
I'm not sure who the recipient of this trophy is going to You can see they're walking out a, a new leg trophy right now. Two-tier leg trophy about five feet tall. I can see uh, Billy's wife down there in the front with his kids. And already as we wait for this, I mean, we just see a wonderful sunset in the background, right? I mean, yep. the sky is just beautiful here in CI. Come on down if you're, if you're, if you're close. Come on out to CI. Support the centralized fire department. Um, a great drill, and uh, it's really pretty tight. So it uh, should be interesting. We'll see how it finishes up. So, again, it just came out of the trophy in, in uh, memory of Billy Fitzpatrick, Jr., he is uh, to B and C Ho's combo trophy total points, and how ironic West Sable and Central Islip tie for the trophy. Congregation of the hobos out there, some of the flying Dutchmen, some of the juniors, as Billy Fitz was a coach of the juniors here, and then uh, his family up front in uh, center there, his wife and his mom out in front, and his kids by the trophy. So, Artie, you're right on. I mean, we have the co-state champs co-winning that trophy. It's uh, very appropriate. A lot of hugs given out right there. That's his wife. There with the the uh, ponytail with his mom there to the right, or all right there. Clear. Salt and pepper hair. CI always doing everything right, Artie. No I doubt mean, about uh, that. Showing always a lot honoring. of class as always, yep. and uh, honoring um, their their veterans and their their uh, long time hobos. Yeah, ex hobo, uh, all ex junior hobos. hobo, ex captain of the junior of a junior state champ team, ex military man. Really nice to see CI doing the right thing. Twan, you guys always do the right thing in uh, Hempstead as well. But you have your veterans and your your old timers. Yeah, you know it's 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 nice to honor the people who have uh, who who have gone. You know, and it's a uh, it's a great way to keep their memory alive. It, it, one of the greatest things, like I said, we've been talking about it all day. Donate a leg trophy. You know, you you learn about the person whose name is on the trophy, and then as it as it's in existence for years and years to come, you look at the teams who have won it in the past, and then you reminisce about those teams that have won it, and you hopefully you get the the chance to put your name on that trophy alongside teams that well, come before talk you. Talk about that, you know? Juan. A leg trophy. How yeah. did that get started? What do you, what oh, you, man, how do you I, describe I, a <laughs> leg trophy? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how it got started. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they've been around forever, but uh, it'd be interesting to see what the first ever leg trophy in racing was, you know, who, who donated, who came up with the idea. But, uh, you know, you have perpetual leg trophies, which exist forever. Uh, you have 10-year leg trophies. You have some leg trophies that have a stipulation that if you win three in a row, then it gets retired. But essentially, a leg trophy, uh, you know, for people who might not know, and I'm sure most people listening do know, you know, it's just a trophy that it stays in circulation. And it could be at any tournament. The state tournament has a bunch. If you win that trophy, you get a plaque. You get to put your name on one of the small plaques on the trophy. Uh, when the tournament comes around again next year, you, you give the trophy back. It should be engraved, and then... Hope to win it again, but if you don't, your name stays on it forever, and then the next team that wins it gets to see that your name is on there. So it's it's, um, it's an interesting concept, and uh, Paul's just rejoining us. Paul, the concept of a leg trophy, well, how did it come about? What do you know? I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Like, what was the, the first leg, one, right? Like, what does that mean, a leg? Yeah, the well, word leg. Well, I think leg, the right? leg, the, the, the legs, initially goes <laughs> to the the poster trophy. Yeah, right. You know, back in the day, all trophies were pretty much four posters or two posters and you would just make bigger tiers with bigger legs and so on uh, so that I think that's where the term so that's where the term comes. comes from okay but, but there were all, all sorts of uh, stipulations somewhere whoever right. wins the most in the next 10 years right right, right. that's what we were just or, talking okay. about yep. or it gets retired back to 
the host or whoever supplied right. it. Right. Some people it goes after the 10 years or 20 years it goes yeah. back to the supplier and they get to put it in their showcase right. and look at whoever. Maybe we should do something. Okay. And any trophies donated for a 10 year span. Right. 15 year span. Th- and then it gets retired back to the original files or whoever wanted the most. Right. We've had trophies like that with uh, Brian Fahey at, in Hempstead. Uh, he passed away uh, Father's Day of 2001, uh, working fire in the city. Uh, but there was a trophy, a Nassau County Champs trophy. Uh, but the stipulation was the first team to win it three times gets to retire. Not necessarily consecutive times, but, you know, the Yellow Hornets, we were lucky right. enough to win it and keep it in our firehouse. I've heard that's one. After know, somebody so. wins it three times, they right. get to keep it. Right. So that 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 one that one didn't exist too long. I mean, we we donated it in '02. I think we won it by '05 or '06, and so. Right, but but we still have it, and it's still it's still on proud display. You know, that's a three-year so, leg. Yeah. Other ones are called a perpetual leg trophy, right. which just goes on forever and ever. Now this is a little off-topic, though. On the same topic, I, I was bringing it up because everyone was uh, complaining, and you guys know this, holding tournaments, and you now are the trophy guy. That um. The cost of trophies obviously skyrocketing. You know, you're not getting as much as you were for your money. Blah 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 blah. That we should maybe do a one-time cost. Let's pick the CI invite, and we'll we'll get top five trophies in each contest. So top five and three men, and make those the trophies you got to return every year. Make each trophy elect trophies. You get the expense once, get them donated. Is it? It's I, hard I hear, to I, manage. I hear what right? you're saying. I, I mean, like tro- trophies are a major expense to the host. They, they really are. They are, and Twan, you know, you know from hosting oh, man. Uh, St. James Bay Show, we really don't uh, host a lot of drills, of course. But, uh, I, it's our biggest, you know what? It's, it's the biggest cost. expense. It's, it's the biggest cost. It's an expense, cost. and yeah. guess what? You know, we're all running out of room. Yeah. Hampstead, Bay Show, St. James, Sable, it doesn't matter what team. Yeah. You're running out of room for all these trophies anyway. Yeah. What do you think, Artie? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, point, honey. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're looking at 45 trophies a drill. If you're hosting just a regular motorized drill, it's 45 yeah. trophies. Then you right. something like this today, it's, right. forget it. I know. You know, but some I've, I've seen and I, I've done business with some people in the, um, like Town of Babylon has done this. Um, they do plaques, and they do what they do. Each team gets a plaque, right. and then there'll be little plates for each race. And then if you score in that race, you get that plate to put it on your plaque. And at the end of the day, they just have a top five trophies and that's it that's a good idea yeah. all right guys just quick the uh junior hobos are helping us out delina tell us about this race tell us about this event what do you know i don't know much honestly this is one of my first years but it's very fun to see the guys having fun out there getting some points racking up and it's really cool to watch all right thank you delina one of everyone's favorite races combination hose and pump it's sea hose motor pump combined we'll get into the logistics in a second CI going through the C-hose portion, hits the target now, and now they're going to do the changeover back at the pump, and here comes the motor pump portion, and he's pointed at the target, he's a little left, and now he hits it. We'll give you a rundown after Rouse gives you a time of how this race operates. 12.29 is the state record in this contest. That was a 15.69, so 3.4 seconds off the state record so there. So 15.69 for the hobos. You know, guys, we got uh, we got one more junior hobo up here, Ryan. Ryan, uh, tell us how you got involved in racing. Well, my dad was a firefighter in Central Asia for a good amount of years, and he grew up in CI. So I sort of just been around it my whole life. How long you been running with the juniors? My first year. Your first year? I've been around it much longer because my brother and sister have been on the team, so I've come to all the practices and all the tournaments. So besides the Hobos, who's your favorite team? 
New York Rangers. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. I don't think he has one I left. I say you stick with it. <laughs> stick with it. Stay with the Rangers. Who's Henrietta. your favorite player? Why do you like Henrietta? Henrietta. Upstate. You like them because they're upstate? I like most of the upstate teams. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Guys from Point Pleasant aren't going to like hearing uh-huh. that. You, I, you Shout got out to Josh Marshall <laughs> and Chuck and... Boy, oh, boy, they're making fans, guys. They're making fans. Yeah, you got to love the kid's uh, story, man. Just coming to practices as a little kid because his family does that. I got in the sport the same way. I'm sure you guys have similar yeah, stories. And yeah. it's just, uh, you know, you remember those first couple practices and those first drills you've ever been to. And you just, you're born into it. The majority of us out here, I believe, are. Yep. So uh, so we're running a little combination host and pump. If you had to choose any, any race on the program that's probably run least across New York State in history, this, one, this right? would be the one. Yeah. Two trucks involved. C truck starts, starts close to the hydrant. B truck will cut in behind it. It is really a C hose and a motor pump shot combined. The interesting thing, you have to choose the side of the hydrant. There are gates on both outlets of that hydrant, and you must choose which one you're going to hit and stick on that one alone. Here comes Brent with Tigers. They're running no, off he misses the, at the hydrant. They're running off the motor pump side. Just gets the water in the hose. Now here it comes. And whoa, 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 what's he doing? They're oh, something's they got a wrong hole there. in the hose. How'd that happen? I don't know, but there's water everywhere. Oh, they don't have enough wait, wait. lanes. They're are only are they at the right line? No. <laughs> they only have two lanes in the truck. There's a there's an uh, hydro length and a mid length. And an odd length. They're missing the, the mid length. No, but hold on here. They're, they're just getting water all over the court. They're missing the mid length. you got to yeah. wave the flag here and stop it. Ralph's got to get a little hold it up going on. Uh, I don't think that the problem is now we put water all over. You don't want to be next. Exactly, Artie. Yeah. You don't want to be next. Well, this yeah. is going to be a, a bigger issue than that. This is, this is, this is, you cannot, you cannot run. The, they're not drying the tracks over. This race is going to be cold. That's my prediction. Uh, How are you, you going to come out here and run these sea trucks in a sea hose drop at the top? With that water. So, yeah, I know. you well, got you, Paul, the talk water. about it. You're you talking can't. from the nozzle line you back. You're talking... Uh, it's a third line of three-man ladder. That's it's feet back from the nozzle it's line. Run, it's past right. that line. If right. you run your three lanes in efficiency, it's the second coupling. Right. There's water from there to the target, and that's the sea hose run. This is a safety issue in my mind. Right. Hugely. No doubt. Hugely. Right. you're coming in with a heavy break with slicks in the water. You're looking for a yeah, fishtail bag. It's dark it's out. It's cold out. I mean... Juan, yeah. you're a Nassau guy. I know you guys don't run a lot of these no, extra man, events, never... but how, what do you think about that? Getting I, I mean, up it, in that moisture, I mean, yeah. this is going to be rough. Yeah, I'll tell you, a lot of fun to watch, interesting, very cool to see. I mean, I, you never really see the sea hose. Not the sea the truck start at the efficiency line or near the efficiency line. looks really cool, but, yeah, I don't know about this, man. It, you know, it's wet out there. they got every squeegee out there. they got the big super squeegees. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't look like there's much conversation going on about holding the event up. What there's do you think? not. But, but I, mean, I don't think the officials are in tune to it enough yeah. because they don't see it enough. Right. They're out there now. A-Rock's looking at it now. They're walking out now. They're checking it out. A-Rock and Bobby Miller. Yeah. And, folks, all they can do is push the rollers and the drum roller. Many of you have seen it. But it still does soak up a lot of water, Paul, but it don't get it all. That was Jimmy Miller's son, by the way, who we interviewed, Lenny. He's texting me now. (laughs) Jimmy, you got a good boy there, man. Good stuff. He's into racing. So there's some happy Millers at the uh, Miller house. I mean, Millers and Murphys and CI. It's like, (laughs) oh, my. Forget it. They, they, They grow them like, forget it. 
And he's just, yeah. So, Artie, what do you do here? Can, can you delay <laughs> the tournament? Do you get a blower out there? What do you, you do? You put on Carrie Underwood, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let know, Jesus take the wheel. Again, I, I don't want to be Don Corkery right now. I don't want to be next. And be the guinea pig of this. I mean, there is just water. There's literally a puddle behind the motor pump nozzle line that is I think puddles. they could do a better job with the squeegees, That guys, is puddles. Right? Doesn't it look like a shiny I mean, Michael's pool? even I mean, coming out here, but they're looking in the wrong area. I mean, up here is where the situation. And look at the hydrant. The sea truck has to get out of the hydrant. It's going to be spinning. So right. he's going to pick up speed late. Now you're going to come into the step part of the track where you need to actually stop. And it's soaking wet. I mean, soaking wet. And nobody's brought up, how do you stack they're two bringing, lanes of hose in the truck? They're bringing out blowers right now. Yeah. How do you stack two lanes of hose in the yeah. truck? I don't know. You're right. They didn't have all three blowers. lanes. Yeah. That's what Brentwood did there. Let's I'm go over that again. I'm telling you exactly yeah. where they said, we're running a pump contest. We're running with two lanes of hose. So explain this contest again. I right. see there's two gates on the high. Oh, wait, wait. There's a Nassau guy in there. I don't know what's lanes. going on. What is going the on? The Nassau's yeah. like, what? Oh, you crazy hose guys, man. You know what I mean? C-truck and a B-truck. You're going to run a C-hose shot basically from like almost the... Like the efficiency line. Right. Okay. Now, you, you have to choose what gate you're going to go on because after you hit the hydrant right. and you the, you have to break it like it's a BNC hose shot up top and hit the target, yeah. you're going to take that hose off. Of the hydrant. The, the B-truck's going to come in behind and put the suction on. On the same exact gate? Yeah. Same, you have to use oh, the same you have gate. To, okay. And then he's going to then, on your, say, intake that goes into the truck, okay, right. is going to hit the coupling, the hydrant coupling onto the intake set. Right. And now you're having the suction piped around to go. Is like repipe the truck. Repipe the truck to do it, wow. so you can meet it. Gets into the pump. He hits the intake, and now you're pumping it out. Twan, just hose. say duh. Yeah, just what? Go, duh. Yeah. The there's, discharge. There's no third rung involved in this contest. Yeah. What? Yeah. The can discharge is going to be. Hose? The discharge will be on the same side of the truck as the intake. Gotcha. So it has to be repiped, and you set up a gate. Most of the town of Islip trucks, if you take a look at them have a second hole usually covered by diamond plate on that side of the truck. That's cool. That hole opens up. Right. You throw the gate so through with the new pipe, and the pump just comes back through your same side, and then the same hose goes down the track using the same hose. So in here's the big issue. In your C hose shot, you have to use motor pump hose. Right. Double jacket because right. it's a pumping contest. Right. And it doesn't fit in the trays. It doesn't fit in the back of the sea trucks anymore. You're right. layering it as you stack it. Right, right. That's it's insane putting motor pump hose in there. But you got to use three lengths like it's BNC hose. Right, because you're not, not getting two. down in right. the sea. Now, what's the strategy, uh, Paul, in your ex- opinion? Do you use what <laughs> what gate do you use? Which one's absolutely, easier? The one for pump or the yeah, one for motorized motor hose? Pump. Motor yeah. pump, 100%. Because so it makes it harder for the BNC hose right. hydrant because it's a different hydrant here. Right. Now, if you watch this race up close, I don't know where the cameras are. One of the key guys in this race, believe it or not, is going to be the slack man to the hydra man. Because when you're hitting on the first front side of yeah, the gate coming in, he has to manage the hose. He's a hose yeah. manager because if he doesn't, the B-truck runs it over. Then you're done anyway. Happened last year, I think, the ice for somebody. <laughs> He's got to manage that hose because it, it, it pops way out behind the hydrant. But then the B-truck's coming in real close. He's got to pull that hose up the street. And then that guy, the changeover, he's got to go from the hydrant, turn around, do a 180, and hit the gate, and then someone puts the water on. There's a lot going on. A lot of water Paul, everything you're talking about just, to me, says, why don't we run this instead of efficiency? (laughs) This is a fun race. The fans love it. And it's a 12-second contest. What's the difference? Let's do it. 
people want to run replacement. That's a 20-second contest. This is it's, a 15-second I mean, it contest. all comes down to the piping of the pump is what the issue well, is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Now, the piping of the pump is all different, you're saying, so work has to be done on the truck before this contest? Go, before this contest, you go in, instead of now that discharge going out, say, the driver's side of the truck, right. it gets repiped so, back across. So now then you have to do work before motor pump oh, yeah. to get it back the right way. Take it back and then put so it back So who does that? Like, you got a mechanic that with guys, you? you know? Yeah, you have to. Wow. We, cool. I mean, we always in Bayshore, we had an extra pipe right. where we would bring to the town tournament that right. would fit right in and it matches the truck. I mean, right, right. probably his oldest truck. Right. I think Twan so. thinks we're talking French right here. He doesn't <laughs> get any of this. But yeah, imagine now we were doing this the week before the state drill when we were having this town tournament. Right. You know, messing with your pump. Right, right, right. I mean, right. it was a catastrophe. Right, right. Oh, yeah, next week we're going to go for the state championship. <laughs> oh, we blew out two guys' hamstrings yeah, in a dummy. Uh, we blew the pump up, run a combination, and, you know, we ran three guys over in motorhost too. <laughs> I see some people see get messed get up in this See you on Saturday. Too, man. I seen guys go tumbling and bumbling, and uh, it's really cool to see both trucks on the track at the same time. That's though. true. It's we, a, don't, we don't have too many races where we get both favorite. trucks out there. The fan favorite is right. But the problem is the fans miss all the action because it's on the hydrant side. I don't like, know if the yeah, cameras don't up are over there. It's a Hempstead. This is running Hempstead. You the run this in Hempstead. Right. right side of the right, right, right. People go crazy. Right. They've actually tried to run it up in Northern. So we're in a little bit of a delay right now, folks. We had a major water issue here. Brentwood um, only had two lengths of hose instead of three lengths of hose with the, the braking length attached to the second length. So they got they broke it at where the mid length and nozzle length should combine and put water all over the course. So what's going on with that? They, I mean, they've run this event before. Is that an oversight? Is I it think just it's just like a pure experience? oversight. Yeah, yeah right. you know, pure oversight. I, I mean, I they're think. here every year at this town drill. They've, they've yet to miss one as far as Our I know. Officials I mean. and the track committee right now drying up the track, making it safe. And then let's face it, we all need to be safe. Um, they're drying up the track and uh, they're trying to get it dry. I mean, it's going to be wet from the nozzle line back, guys, right? About 10 to 12 feet, but they're it's trying to dry up. Mike, 50 it, it, feet the original concern the truck is, not is breaking. The, the last 25 feet, like that 25 feet from the nozzle line back to the, like where the sleeve would be, that gets wet sometimes anyway. It's the it's the 40 feet before that that they wet, right. where he's in the hard break, that's the issue. Yeah, you know, you, and you wonder too, did Sayville not accept the track or were the officials on it? Or <laughs> even at, I, I, it looked like they were on it, but maybe I guess right. Sable does have the option to not accept the track after this, right? I mean, yeah. Now, uh, maybe I'm dating myself, but uh, Paul, you're close to my age. Years ago, right? 20, 25 years ago, we didn't have guys with backpack blowers, ah. and we didn't have any of this stuff. <laughs> it was. It was a bristle broom and uh, good luck. Just do it. You'll be A couple of right. pushes. But and, I uh, bet you didn't race. have anybody running with two lengths of hose in a back of truck either. <laughs> it was run more commonly back then. You yeah, know, yeah. A couple tournaments a year. And so, again, uh, the CI local committee and the officials jumping all over it here, folks, uh, drying it up. It's, Brent would uh, get points subtracted. What's that? <laughs> yes, Brent would get They're going to lose subtracted. their dummy points. Maybe that. No times are uh, minus one. That'll avoid the tie, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> no right. minus minus a third. That's right. <laughs> right. We, uh, we should be back on track. No pun intended. They're getting, uh, within guys, the they're getting minutes. torches out. They're about to get the torches out. I mean, you, you know, there's no sun. It's over. Yeah, I know. I think uh, Paulie had the right idea. Just scrap the contest. Let's right? move on. Keep it moving, right? Yeah. Poor Twan. He's like, I don't even know this contest. Yeah, can we run wait, sea ladder? I got to wait for them to, to drive the track. Yeah. There's no ladder? What? <laughs> we got some people chiming in on the uh, instant feedback about trophies. Are there any trophies for individual performance, i.e., best stick time? 
<laughs> you think that should be trophies for splits, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Not an official number, of course, so how do you keep track of that? You've got to get uh, Joe and Denise back here, right, Lenny? <laughs> I, really I said it. <laughs> oh, crickets, sorry. <laughs> Everyone's giving me the look up here. I didn't. Yeah. Everyone back in the day was running to, yeah, right. to Joe and uh, Denise. What was the time of the water tonight? That's been a question. 463? 4.63 the time of the water. Yeah, it was 4.64 in the first test, I guess. 63, that's a nice number. Yeah, maybe 62 in a second, so they averaged the two. 4.63 water time. You know, way back in the day, I would try and get under Artie's skin. Him and I were racing against each other. I'd try and tell him, Artie, water's fast today. Be yeah. careful. Every time they ran before us, if I, I, I saw never him worked. after a shot. It never worked. He'd always be like, oh, it's water's fast. It's a little slippery oh, up it's top. fast here today, this, Artie. This guy was, to tell you, <laughs> do anything to get under you and try to get the extra point. Oh, yeah. It's a little quick today, Artie. Watch out. Not as bad as the Hornets giving us the whammy when we got it on video. Yeah, but what is that all about? I never heard that story. 92, state <laughs> drill. <laughs> Which... <laughs> It's, I think the video is via North Lindenhurst, and we're you getting we're getting ready to run efficiency. <laughs> and from their angle, there's a couple of hornets in the video <laughs> no. giving us the win. No, no, stop it! Oh, oh yeah, stop they're, it! They're giving us why? What do we? What do they care? I don't know. <laughs> Who? Which one? They were rooting for Patrick. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Patrick would have won that day with 15. It you guys starts with an hard and shot. ends with our Alf. Right? Oh, Ralphie Fred, giving you the malarkey. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. But it, funny. It's, it's funny. You see Tommy Bramski. Tommy. <laughs> I mean, Yellow Hornets at that day did have a shot. I mean, they had what they have ten and a half out of the first four. Um, that was kind of when they, that was kind of the Yellow Hornet team that kind of turned the corner a little bit. That early '90s team, you know, and that's when I first started coming around. That's kind of when I knew I was going to do it. You know, I went out to that '92 state. My parents didn't go up. I went up with my uncle because I just wanted to go watch the show. And they came in fifth that day, and I was hooked. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I like that tournament. One C ladder. You know? Yeah, 901, I yeah. think. And, and they were running first on the line. One, yeah. one C ladder. And yeah, we had the 14 out of 15, and then yeah. they had 10 and a half. Yeah. Long Island's career. And we're doing commercials up there. Yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> and then they actually took two and C hose, and they never take that That early 90s team. They, were, they weren't good hose hoses. Team. They weren't good. And uh, they took two that day, and they thought maybe, because they had efficiency, they didn't have pump. But, you know, we all joke around, folks. But let's face it, but guys. Great when you're on the track. It's game on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love you. You love me. But guess what? I want to kick your butt. Yeah, that's right. Malarkey's for everyone, right? Game <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, that's funny. You got to show me that tape. I, I probably gave Paul the whammy jammer a couple times. Put really, it Lenny? Une <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny you talk about that stuff. You'll, You've you'll been laugh. giving it to me since juniors. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank now in East Islip. Um, Skidmore? Guzzlers? No. The, uh, old man. East Islip. Did the lights. Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know what you're going to do. I always used to get O'Keefe. O'Keefe. Wow, you're getting old, Artie. I just drawing blanks. O'Keefe would always come up to my brother and I, too, from East Islip, and he would just he would give it right to us in front of us. He'd be like, oh. Yeah, he'd just come to the fence. He would come to the fence we'd, and be like, we'd be the most win. about to pull out and be cut. He's like... <laughs> He's so giving us the win. One time I blew him a kiss. He was halfway down the fence. So he come by. We come by and see <laughs> And I'm like, 
I blew him a kiss. He goes running down. He goes, this guy just blew me a kiss halfway down the track. <laughs> Good man right there. Great guy. Great so, guy. An all-time racer, too. Yeah, Big-timer in East We're all friends, but guess what? When you're on the track, it's game up. Funny, funny dude. Still see him every now and then in the morning getting his coffee at 7-Eleven. And then he guy. goes to the firehouse. I'm like, don't they have coffee at the firehouse? He's like, it's horrible. I remember uh, I remember Jay Skidmore's dad when we were on the juniors. Yep. Hell of a coach and uh, hell of a racer man. And boy, oh Jay boy, to hold the car, I right? did not like him because he was good because he was competitive. He had his team competitive, and boy, oh, boy. They were good. You, 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 That's you when never, juniors was competitive, right? Yeah, yeah. Lindenhurst, Lindenhurst, CI. You never want to wish bad on people, but boy, oh, boy, we had a lot of heated competitions. Back so in the 70s, 80s, whatever it was. Looks like they got the course a little bit dry. Looks like uh, the Don's cork. going to back up to the Seahose start. The cork is going to warm up the tires again and warm up the brakes. I got some West Hampton Westerners chiming in on the group. Me, Darty saying, Tuan, trust no one from Suffolk up on the arch there. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Darty. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> Says the man on the city Shocking. border. Darty, it's happy hour. Send something up here. True. Get something up here, Darty. Yeah, if you're here, Darty. He's here. So they've got the track dry, fellas, and it looks like we're going to continue. Uh, dry is it? What is it, Paul? Motor hose combination? I don't even know the combination. Name. Hose and pump. Combination hose. Class BC. Is it? No. All right, so we've got a 1569 by the Hobos, which is first place. The Tigers got a no time. Hobos, 24 points. Looking to close the gap between them and the Wolves. The Wolves have 27. And like you said... Lurking in the third place spot. One of the oldest state records on the book. 20 points, West Table Flying. 1990, the Bayshore Redskins 91. ran 12-29. Oh, 1991. One of the oldest. Yeah, obviously, you guys know your numbers. 1991, you set that yeah, record? Yes, so 91. Wow. I guess that would be the second oldest because you got the individual from 89. There you go. I wonder what the equipment record is. <laughs> it was a muster record. Pretty slow. <laughs> I think that's the Wild Geese, Alex Bay. All right, here comes uh, Sayville. The beat truck better get moving. Now it's coming in. Real particular coming into hydrogen, rightly so. That's him off, does a good job up at the top. Break it. Oh, oh it's got the nozzle on and his target. Remember, that's a different coupling oh, than he's normally used just to. Getting he it almost got Switch over at the hydrant, having a little trouble getting it on the truck. Now he does. Now they're pumping and hits the target. 18s are going to be in the 18 range. Tarps are, are a sign to taking a beating down there. We almost got wet on that first hit. 1860. How many years did Jack Barry park the timing truck right over there and got annihilated? Yeah. Now, Paul, something I noticed on that shot there, <clears throat> you, you have two guys coming off of the B truck that run down the track to right. provide more support on the hose right. for the motor pump portion of the shot. When are those guys allowed to start running down the track? Uh, as soon as the C truck crosses the timing light, I believe. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong about it. I mean, no, they, the C truck crosses the timing light, and then the B truck comes in behind. I think has to but break the line. But he's saying timing wise. Yeah, but he has to break that line, I think, and then they can get off as it comes into B the. B truck uh, has to break the line. I think so. Yeah. Now, I, ideally, now not realistically, because it's not going to happen. But could they ride in the C truck if they wanted to? Sure. So you could fit six guys on a C truck if you wanted to. Twan, yeah. I think we rode with seven or eight one time, running motor hose replacement, replacement in Deerfield. Right. On the C truck, wow. Todd C -truck. and I were tucked up on the wheel wells behind the bar so we could run and then we had to get off and run the replacement later. I was third man deep running hydrant I was holding onto a guy's waist who was holding the bar and Artie was on the other side I was or Todd was and I was I was literally holding his waist and we ran yeah. in and ran we, we were sitting on the wheel wells going backwards <laughs> behind the bar with our feet like tucked so other guys <laughs> could get on the truck and then, you, then the truck comes to a stop and you're trying to swing around as he's hitting the target you mentioned an old name there Hold on. Jack Barry first place in that Jack place. Barry 
I mean, that yeah, Jack means so much for racing and, and for the officials. And uh, what a great guy. Well, he would get wet this night, taking a full motor pump shot there in the back of the diamond truck. You know, it's definitely a unique view, though, Lenny. You see both trucks side by side on the track. It's it's not something you see very it's often. The only it's pretty cool. Get it. I love yeah. it. Big Show's sea truck looks old. Good photo op from up here. Doesn't Big Show's truck look old school right here? Because the maroon, it's dark. Like yeah. not modern, like something else. <laughs> Your see. record holders. So that 1229 is from 1991. He's nice to uh, tie it a couple it. years ago. Big has got to get busy, guys. Yeah. Three day points day. on the day. Yeah, real rough day. Five points here. This will be a good contest for him. Get him in the mix for fifth, maybe. See that slack man managing the hose right there. Nice first target hit. See what they can do on the changeover. Chris Slack. Nice changeover. 14s. First nice nice shot. change over there, guys. Really quick change over for the Redskins. John Petty running hydrant. That might be the best changeover we've seen today, guys. I believe that's John Penny running hydrant, is it? And, it could, and John's one of the best at the changeover. Yeah, he is. It's John freaking Penny. Look at him. He's, he's dragging his leg. He's got the uh, Penny Gimp. Leg. That's a great shot by John Penny. No Good, give props to him. Nice job. That's his race, man. He Good job, it. John. You he know the only it. year he didn't run hydrant? 1991 state record. <laughs> <laughs> he actually broke his foot the week of practice. I'd never run hydrant before. I've told the story before. Yeah. The only time I had ever run was this time we came to the tournament. Right. Combo hydrant. Hit it, hit it. General judges. judges. That's unreal. John, you can do it again next I've week. seen John <laughs> run a lot of different positions. I've seen him yeah. climb. I've seen him throw. I've seen him run hydrant. I think I've seen him run nozzle. I, he, he seems like he's run everywhere. He yeah. is one of the greatest teammates you could ever have. I know John has a pretty good reputation right now across the New York State, meeting-wise. <laughs> but I'm telling you what, as a teammate, as, as a stand-up guy, yep. you cannot find a better person than John Penny. And I'm telling you, I go to my grave saying it. Yeah, great. And, Loved him and as John's got Pain some pretty big <laughs> shoes to fill Pain there. The what is that being Harry Penny? A lot I was of just going to say, for people who don't know, what's the relation between him and son. Harry? Father, son? Father, son. That's what sure. I figured. Okay. And they would have battles of practice for 20 years. Like, he, they hated each other. It was insane. Really? But That's John it. was such a great teammate, and he was able to run any spot you want him to run. Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you need to do tonight? What do you need me to do tonight? John, uh, well, two things. John put, used to push me in a stroller at tournaments. <laughs> 40, 40 three years ago <laughs> and uh, as my father was racing with Harry we used to pick John up on the way to the tournament we would pick John and his mom up on the way in our car right go cool. to the tournament there you go stuff like that but uh, yeah awesome guy to race with no did doubt about it did he change your diapers already no I don't think he did that his sister might have but yeah, I don't think he that's did that's hot Cameron probably did what time is it right now? It's 8.25. We're in the PG-13 portion of the evening. Yeah, Ladies and right. gentlemen, we're good to go. Well, Sable getting ready to go. So how do you run a 12-2? I mean, can you run an 11? <laughs> Welton hitting the target. Having some great Guess targets. Guess what? West Sable's going to show you how right now. That'd be incredible. Although I wouldn't know what I'm watching here. <laughs> First of all, no one knows, with the half no, nobody knows what to measure if they break the record. Yeah, right. Listen, <laughs> our record, after 10 years, your record stays in the book forever. Hey, attention, so boys. We're in there forever These now. guys know what they're doing. Water's on at the hydrant. Frank drops him. See Frank looking behind him. They're going to have to hurry up. Nice, nice target. See what they change do in the changeover. Tough Another time. A little bit on the changeover. He's got to flip it. He misses no. the target. Oh, not cool. What was Bayshore's number? 14.43. It's going to be uh, in the high 14s, I think. Yep. Second place shot right there. I, gotta eat. I can't even see my watch. 
81. So the skins are still hanging in there, Artie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Sable throwing up a second-place time. Knocks CI down to third. So the Wolves are going to come to the line with a chance to gain Dusters. some points back on the Hobos. I know, in, in another team. Oh, oh another, gotcha. Yeah, no, not right now. East Islip, also the record holders in this event. And uh, most of these guys are current part of that team, though they are missing the Hydra Man and the Nozzle Man. Tell you guys again, ran nozzle in this contest a number of times, and then the one year Paul gets hurt and I, I ran hydrant in this and did the changeover. Right. One of the most awkward things. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, you're sitting there waiting for the guy to hit the target. Right. And then you're taking off, and you're turning it around and putting it on the truck. Just an awkward thing to do. How'd they come up with this event? I mean, yeah, I was wondering uh, that too. Uh, Lenny. I, I was, like, yeah. who thought this one up? I mean, you, you you could talk about who thought of racing in general, but yeah, I mean, the 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 big eight. They're not so far-fetched. Yeah, I get this the concept. One, yeah, yeah, right. You know? Throwing up a ladder. I can throw yeah. a ladder up right. on an arch quicker than you can. Yeah, right. I can get up there and exactly. scale it faster than you. Or right. I can hook get up a hose and faster hit a target quicker. Yeah, but yeah. This then, one's a little out there. And then we see why Bob Mara is not in his officiating shirt tonight because they needed a second driver, and he just drove the beat truck for uh, Yeah, that's the other thing in this contest. You need two drivers, right? Right. <laughs> just think I guess about this night as a whole. You need so many more people. I, I would think the backup driver would drive the beat truck. Does that make sense? Yeah, typically right. your yeah. regular guy is going to drive. Drive the seat yeah. truck. You, know, right. you know who's got a hot foot right now and he's tapping away is Fred. Fred wants to run this contest. Come on, Fred. You would love to drive this contest, wouldn't you? Headset and everything. <laughs> headset on. Yeah, he's got to have the headset on. Mike driving the seat truck. Fred coming in with the beat truck. Ah, he's nice up as the course. Fred, a, uh, a long time termite. Fred, by the way, we got to talk. I was with the nose last night at his house up in Liberty. What a place he's got. What a spread. What a spread. You're a world traveler. Did you bring any rocks home? The nose is... The nose knows. <laughs> you went to the quarry? I was at the quarry. He showed me the whole compound. Nice. It was beautiful. I guess Doherty his, left. If he was still here, uh, we'd have some His drinks. wife made us a meal. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Coming in serious know. right here. Off there at the hydrant. Water uh, in the hose. I like that approach better. And... Oh, Wadi. Target. Target. Big wash, right though. All time. They do not run with a backup, man. And target Just issues. Gets it. Wow. A lot of washing on the target. That was. Uh, I like the approach with the uh, speed coming to the hydrant. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the idea of just a blast or two, though. Patch on style. Stay on until the target stripped. What do you think? 1817. That's uh, third. Artie, I, I, I want water, me. man. Yeah. Let me hit the target. Give me a chance. I exactly. mean, if I miss it, I miss it, but keep it coming until I hit it. Yep. I, it, Paulie just said, we run this contest years ago, and that's Patrick did that hot into the hydrant. Okay. Yeah. Motorhost, too, also. They were running hot to the hydrant. I just, I just feel like it's it, it's more normal to the, the drop that you're used to, and so you, you feel the truck, you know, that you get that hard break and you come off. You know, that slow roll to the hydrant with the sea truck. Well, it's just surprised. a different feel, you it's know. It's a different feel, yeah. but time-wise, not much of a difference based on where the timing lights are. Yeah. You could take a look at the di at, at Motorhost 2, for example. Some teams go by the idea that you come in, you know, like B-Hose a little bit, mm -hmm. even though you get all those guys in the truck. Other teams roll in and come in fast-paced, roll and get off. Right. And the difference in the numbers is just tense. Really? Yeah. You know, uh, now, in Motorhost 2, you're allowed to use a snap coupling, correct? Yeah, and you can use snap coupling if you want to. Two. Not everybody does. 
Tuan, give us an update on uh, total points because right now yeah. Islip's got a big shot. Here. Islip's got 27 points on the day. The Hobos have 24. Right now, the Hobos are sitting in third place. So if the Wolves miss here and don't take any, you'll have 27-27 headed into Motorhose 2. But if the Wolves score big, they could move their lead back to five so points. So big race for the Wolves right here. Back to six points, actually, yeah. You say so a big, big shot, Len? Nah, that's your line, bro. That's you. So Islip comes to the line. So again, here, I think I, I think I saw Owen down there today with his jersey on. The big O driver? So I think uh, Commissioner Owen McCaffrey could be <laughs> driving here. Now that's who was driving up until the point when Mike took over. In 2003. Gotcha. Owen, oh, also a former Tiger. No, Paul and Artie, you guys there being uh, Bayshore Redskins. Islip takes this drill so serious. Oh, it's and, extremely uh, competitive. These races, super serious. Here we go. Here comes Islip. Mike rolling in with the seat truck. Heavy is on. Water is on. Losing a lot of the hydrant right yeah. there. Up at the top. Taking Wait a while for the water. Hits the target, though. Yeah, real nice. Changeover. Dummy like oh, 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 missed the missed suction. Missed the suction. Now the target's up. Man. See how the nozzle man had to move to because that dummy line is just sitting right there. You want to yeah. get that out of the way a little yeah, bit more, don't you? Yeah, you want to get that past, yeah. the, past the line if you can. 1767 is the time. That's about that good for third. Fourth, excuse not me. not getting the dummy length out yeah. of the way. I don't care if it's B-hose, C-hose, combination. Get the thing out of the way. Yeah, right. Rule number one, right? Yeah, I mean, it w he was out of the way for his first shot, but then coming across on the second one, he had it there. So that's going to wrap up our combination hose and pump. Again, with a little bit of a delay there after the Brentwood water spill. And we're even closer now. Top five in the contest. Bayshore is going to win that contest, making their way back towards the top five. Second place is going to be West Sable. Third place is going to be the Central Islip Hobos. Fourth place, Islip. Fifth place, the Guzzlers with another point. Overall with five to go. Is that right? Yep. One, two, three, four, five to go. 29-27. Yeah. Hope closer. Wolves 29, Hobos 27, Flying Dutchman 24. And then we have a bit of a drop-off from there. It goes down to 15 for the Guzzlers, 11 for the Blue Jays. That's the top five. Bayshore getting themselves back in the mix if they want to come down the track. They have eight. Brentwood sitting with six. So we got motor hose two, also known as motor hose replacement, motor pump efficiency, efficiency replacement, and then buckets. The oh, final five extra contests. Extra contest, Twan. Are you learning anything? Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning I like the big eight. <laughs> so the Isop Wolves want to win today. They'd be, it'd be the first time that they've won since 2009. They tied for first with the Hobos that year. They have not won outright since 2007. The Hobos have won this tournament four years in a row and five of the last six. So uh, while 20, we have that's going to, uh, well, let's listen to Mr. Rouse and then we'll go to a commercial. Yeah, we'll take a little break here. Actually, we can go to commercial. We can. We get, yeah. So when we come back, it'll be a little motor hose replacement. Live on top of the arch, you're listening to the 2015 Ice of Town Tournament. Program. 
The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Patty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's wings. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check them out at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631-661-7515. Whether you've been a FASNI credit union member for years, just become a member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services, we have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnicu.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 661 7515.
The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all of Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catlink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard... I think we're back. Can you hear us out there? I hope so. I just uh, had to do a little producing there. Fred is on a little uh, muffin break. All right, live on top of the yard, you're listening to the 2015, the 85th version of the Ice of Town Championship Drill, as it says at the top. 85 years they've been it doing says this? It says 85th you annual. You were at the first one, Len. What was that like? <laughs> 85. I've been at uh, maybe 50 of them, but not 85. 50? So motor hose two guys, take me through this contest. Now. All right, sixteen seventy four, the record. Right. Spencer Pool and Red ball. Onions. Now they run this more often upstate than we do down here. That's for sure. So they're better at it. Especially the northern areas had this record a bunch of times. The western area. Would you agree efficiency replacement with the B truck? Uh yeah. <laughs> okay. No no because efficiency replacement's why right? I don't know. Yeah it is. So no, this is just you know you have a run back length. You got to replace that mid length of the. B-hose shot. Right. And then you got to hit that second hit target. So I, I gotcha. This should replace efficiency, in my opinion. This is the race everybody would like to see in there. You can use a snap couple and see eyes laying their hose up to the high, up to the target area. He's on it. First dog is tripped. Here comes the run back. Wow. That's a nice little run going on right here. A little trouble with the connect. Now they're on it. Water through the hose. Target. This is That's like, a nice shot it. right there. It's cart, it's cart hose replacement. replacement. There you go. Paul, that replacement length needs to come out of the back of the B-truck, but the B-truck's got to be over the nozzle line, and boy, oh, boy, did they cut that close. 18.25's a real good shot in replacement. We got our officials down there. They must have been just over the line, but they weren't off it by much. You know what you don't see here that you see up in the western area when they run this race? It's called, and I saw it for the first time ever, I think it was last year in Deerfield, it's called setting the table. What is that? And what happens is <laughs> what, when the guy does the run back on the replacement length out of the B truck, usually you'll run into a guy on the far end of the hydrant length, and he's got a gate. Or the gate is at the hydrant, or they have a, well, a scissor jack that they, a, right. cr a clamp. Right. And then when he hits it, yeah. the water's back in the hose. Well, up in... Up in Western Point Pleasant, they do something called setting the table. And what they do is they have a gate at the end of the first length, but they have a separate guy from the team get on all fours, and they use his back as a table. As a table. <laughs> and the guy cool. comes in and hits the gate on Never the guy's back, and it's called setting the table. Now, Paul, again, you, 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 we can revert Oops. this. And, Tuan, you, you're right. This, this reminds me a little bit of... Uh, replacement, a, a juniors event, or yeah, right. card hose replacement with the old-fashioned, 
So anybody that runs those races, whether it's old-fashioned or, or juniors events, knows about coming back and hooking up to the gate. But, Paul, you're saying the guy just, like, puts himself out there as, a, as like, a table? He's a table on That's all cool. fours. And I believe Spencer Board actually might have the 1674 record set in the table. <laughs> Now, the idea is, I, I guess, was, it's an easier hit if you're higher up. I was bewildered when right I saw it live action. I actually, what the hell is going on right here? I always want to learn new stuff, and uh, you just taught me something there, Paul. I'm running table. Yeah. I'm running table. It's like sponge and uh, buckets, here comes right? Brentwood. <laughs> We're hoping Brentwood packed all their hoes for this contest. <laughs> that would be good. Brentwood Tigers. At the hydrant. Water in the hose, making the B hose approach. Not a lot oh, of Oh, he's creeping right there. up the middle. It gets caught at the nozzle. Water comes out. He's on a target. Now they're out the back of the truck. GoPro Cam's going to run the far distance. Making his approach. I don't see any tables, but he does make... Oh! he. I think the guy had turned the gate on, turned it off. And Brentwood completes the shot. Setting the table. I can't get that out of my head, Paul. You have to see it. Going to, to set the table. Bring it up on YouTube. 21-39 for the Brentwood Tigers. Now, the nozzle man is getting off the truck with the nozzle in his hands. Yes. And the nozzle already coupled to right. the hose. Right. And then the breaker man usually runs back up for him on the other right. side of the truck, gets over there in time. There's really no breaker man. And no, there's nothing. But it, you know, it's a backup right, man. Right, there's nothing to break. But in that shot, you saw that the nozzle man almost had water as he stepped off the truck. Right, yeah, so the timing that's on the driver, I guess, right? Yeah. you got to get them down the track. Yeah. We used to, uh, on the juniors... We used to say water in the cart. I mean, if uh, yeah, right. if the hydroman hooks up quick and the, and your cart pullers aren't quick enough, or in this case, if your driver is not quite getting you down the track, water in the cart or water in the truck, and um, that usually isn't a good thing. I mean, it's good to have the water flowing, but uh, right. I mean, you could argue get a little hairy. You could argue it's driver error, but could you also argue that you pull in the stick too quick? I mean, in cart hose replacement, you got to wait, man. but in you motor hose, it looks like you got to pull it as soon as possible. Twan, you want to get the water flowing, right, Paul? Right. I mean, oh yeah. No, you got to hammer that stick down. Yeah. You so want to you want to try to get it in the twos. You know, you're shooting for a a, a mid to high two as as opposed to B hose. Well, it used to be B hose when you go for a mid to low two. You're going mid to high two right here. That would be uh pretty good for your for your shot. Bunch of snails sitting at LaGuardia Airport listening to the show. Joey DeRider and the group heading up to Point Pleasant for the big drill. But Paul, you know, water in the cart or water in the truck or whatever that that can get a little tricky if the hose is loaded. In the cart or, yeah. or in the truck, it can get a little crazy for the nozzle man. It'll be a little crappy. All right, Sable Blue Jays. couple races without some points. They need to get back on the board. Looks like a lot of Blue Jays on this truck. This will be interesting. Blue Jays 11 points on the evening. Currently fifth place on the day. They're off. He's got water in the hose, making his way up to the top. Haven't seen that real toy. Standing up like more like like replacement out of the car. Efficiency shot, yep. Going out the other side as well. There's some Hagerman Juniors up the top there. They've run this race on the Juniors. Here comes the changeover. Didn't know how to do it. Target. Oh, oh didn't look at the second one, but that was a good looking shot. Do they, do they beat the 1825? The CI think so. hobos. I think their approach might have been a little slower, but it might have beat the Brentwood Tigers. Oh, so it's more in the 20s. Yeah. 2032. Water on, a little different right there. Bayshore's got the capability of running down on those teens. 18-25, to top two times. So, speaking about Point Pleasant, they got quite a lineup. I saw that. I saw uh, some pictures on GroupMe today. I, I saw the Turtles are up there, the Minutemen, the Snails, yeah, I mean, listen Road to this Runners. Go Point, ahead. The lineup for tomorrow, Point Pleasant, Lindenhurst, North Greece, Seabreeze, 
Sheridan Park, Main Transit, Westbury, Spencerport, Manhasset, Lakeville, Henrietta, Port Washington, Hicksville, Great Bend. Yeah, that's turned into uh, a pretty good tournament over the past few years. You know, I mean, a lot like of you get all counties are represented. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Thirteen teams if they all show up, not and including any post entries that might be there. And I believe that's the one tournament where you've had in the top five a representative from each county. No, it's never happened. Deerfield. Oh, it's a Deerfield. It was in Deerfield. Oh, okay. It was uh, Bayshore, West Sable, Main Transit, New Ad Park, and. I was going to say Spencerport, but that'd be the same. Yeah, right. Could Lake have been Lake Placid oh, or something. So it was a deer feeling. Copenhagen. I thought it was a Point Pleasant. Nope, Very cool. Deerfield. I have that picture at home, one of my favorites. That's cool. You ever go up there to Point? I've never I've been to never the track. I've never been to Point. No, I've uh, been I there. really wanted to go this year. I hear it's pleasant. Never uh, made that. This time of year is special. <laughs> sorry, I'm never sorry. Never made that track sorry. myself. I heard it's a good time up there. P. Pickers are always uh, great hosts, from what I hear, as the Redskins take the line. A little flash of the lights as they get ready to go. So have fun out there tomorrow there, gentlemen. Be safe. Have a good tournament. Give you a little rundown on the total points that are coming up for the western area in a second. We have time. So that is oh, that's true. It's a western area point drill. Yeah, run, it's huh? coming down to the wire for a couple contests, I believe. All right, here comes Bayshore. I like his approach where he's driving straight down the track, but he's having a little difficult time getting to the hydrant. Now he's there. they got a lot of holes back in the hydrant. Big loop at the hydrant, Paul. Big loop. That's good. Well, that's going to be good for the run back because he's going to be able to bring it up. But it's bad for the target hits. Now you don't know how much to smoke creep up. Out of that truck. Because now they're going further back, as would be the norm. So he's really far away from this target. Yeah, you see them trying to stretch it out, Matt. Does Matt's a nice job hitting the second the target. Chris hitting it from almost 100 feet away. Got a lot of smoke coming out of that truck, though. 2204. It's not what they were looking forward to. I mean, yeah, all that hose right. back at the hydrant actually hurts you. What happens in that contest is the gate man will usually t move forward from the hydrant towards the arch, but he only goes two or three steps. He could have went probably, what, eight, nine steps there, oh, Len? Oh, definitely a lot of room. He could have moved up. And then the other thing is the other guy goes backwards, and he couldn't afford to go backwards. It wouldn't have mattered, but you do it automatically to try to get the replacement length to fit. You always go a little bit bigger on the replacement length, but you don't want to make a mistake on the fact that it's too short. Right. You right, know what, right. Paul, talk about that a little bit, because when you have a replacement length, so in other words, you're taking out a length, and you're replacing it with a new middle length, but Ergo you always want to go a little long with that, correct? Yeah, you want to be a little bit long. We would we would look for a, a piece, I know. We would look for a piece that's probably 48 to 50 feet, you know, replacing a piece that's 46 to 48 feet. Reason being, go ahead. Well, you don't want to ever come up short. When you take out a 46-foot piece and you put in a 50-foot piece, it gives you room to play so if the guy goes backwards or too much forward you don't you don't mess up the run so what we're talking about folks is sometimes and some teams i don't know which ones but some teams will replace it with the exact same length in other words you take out a 48 foot length of hose and you replace it with a 48 foot length of hose you might be a few inches short trying to hook those couplings up on both ends you right. want to be a foot or two longer on your replacement length than the length you're taking out so you want to have that little bit of flexibility a little preview for the Western Drill and point tomorrow. The, count, the area points are on the line right now. Yeah, Henriette is up by 17.5 for the overall points, which seems a little insurmountable. Never know with all the extra teams, well, though. Do the, other, do the other teams play into that? I don't know if they recalculate. Yeah, right. somebody's listening, maybe they can let us know. But there are individual races that are up for grabs. Just also, uh, does Henrietta have their seat truck? They had a problem That's with the, right. I don't know if Josh is listening. If Josh, you can text me. Are you running the sea truck tomorrow? Because they did have a problem with the rear. It's the old Yellow Hornet sea truck. 
of the 90s. So hope it gets Back well. Back to this drill. West Sable yeah, big on shot the line. Here. This, is, uh, this is a big race for the Dutchman. Yeah, they're five points down from the Wolves who have yet to run. They're three points down from the Hobos who currently sit in first in the contest. Coming in with good speed up the middle of the track. Got water in the hose. They have a lot of hose in that first length Huge as well. Loop at the but look hydrant. how much extra hose they actually have because he's close to the target. They know struggles they getting know it out. Run They're race. running with some long pieces of hose. Now he's got to slow himself down on the run back. He connects. Oh, yeah, double clutch. Now he's on it. They're running with extra long pieces. Target. I don't know if that was Billy running the long run back. Big loop at the hydrant pole, I agree. I thought the nozzle man could have been a little closer to his first target. But he look did. at the shot of base show the difference. They were way back. 1994 is second place right now. That was a good year for the Dutch. I gotta say, good year yeah, for the Dutch. Yeah, that's right. 27 points and a victory over the Pistonakas who had 23 oh, that day. Very Third good place. Year. Skins. It's our first place of the year. We had him placed in the drill all year. And going he came in. in third. Cav came back. Cav wasn't climbing. Yep. And uh, I actually was climbing a little bit in the beginning of the year. There you go. Todd had had some uh, shoulder surgery. I and know. And then uh, Cav came back Oceanside. Okay. Beginning of August. Nice. And uh, goes upstate, put, scores some points for us, and we come down. I think we scored 14 points yeah. that day. A little coaxing. I know uh, St. James plays in that day. I feel like St. James scored in pumping buckets yeah, to come down the track. we did a little something something in 94, but... Uh, Obviously not measuring and pump hose that day. And Artie, Melville uh, Time Bandits, the other team. Artie, you're talking about Oceanside. That's, uh, that's a great reference, and... Um, you guys, you guys ran there a little bit. Twan, you ran in Oceanside. That was a sure. nice track down there. Yeah, yeah. decent. You you know, some good drills there. I'll tell you what, the 02 County, I'll never forget. You got two teams entering the four club on the same day, Manhasset Lakeville and New Hyde Park, running a 495 and a 498, respectively. I think that's the only time we ever ran there, yeah. that we, as in our years. Yeah. I mean, I know they had run prior years before well, that. The other a scruffy, they never went back. I right. also remember North Lindenhurst breaking a sea ladder record there with an 879. Before they ran the 70, they ran a 79. I believe that was, that was at Oceanside. So. East Islip Guzzlers, 15 points on the day. <laughs> they can run this contest. Coming in with good speed. Dropped them back, though. They're now going for it here, hose. Paul. They're going for it. He's really up to the target here, the target line. Good target hit. Let's see the return. Matt's just looking back. Nice changeover. He's got to hit this target. I think he's got to set up oh, quicker than Oh, he was low left. Yeah. yeah, he didn't expect the water to be Paul, there, right? he just was looking over his shoulder. I mean, I give Matt a lot of respect, but he was looking over his shoulder saying, where's my water? And he really wasn't set when he got the water it. water goes there. 1910. Second place Second shot. Second place. Correct. What do you think, Artie? I mean, he's looking over his shoulder. Shouldn't he be on his knees, set up, ready? Should don't you don't worry about what's going on behind well, you. You, you can't affect it. You definitely typically did cheat a little because you wanted to see if there was hose lift that you might want to pull out a kink. But um, great changeover there. I don't think he thought that changeover was going to come that quick. Great changeover by Ryan Gick. The one thing I liked about yeah. it, too, Tommy Drywa, <clears throat> he was the guy that was closest to the line. You only have to go over that nozzle line. He was real close. Had the back of the truck right there. A lot of communication of the guys on the back saying, go, 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 stop. All right, going to go to the Ice Slip Wolves. Yeah, and uh, before we do that, I just want to catch up on some text messages coming across. Someone saying, watching the feed from Florida looks good. Go Wolves. That's why I bring it up now because of the Wolves. And, Paulie, just to uh, clarify before, the tournament we were talking about where all four areas were placed top five was 06 Deerfield. You had West Sable, New High Park, Bayshore, Main Transit, Clayton, Clayton. your top five. Go. All right. So thank you. If you want to chime in, 
631-495-5008. That's the number to do it. If you send us a message via text, it'll come on the screen. I remember that day the they actually went out and took an aerial photo of all the guys in the back of their trucks. It was pretty cool. So what That's you cool. guys are saying in all four areas were represented in the top five. Yeah. Correct. Sweet. 06 Deerfield. Hey, guys, big shot by the Ice of Wolves. 29 points on day. Showtime. Two points ahead of the Central Ice of Hobos, who sit in first place with an 1825. Right, so, guys, what's that one white light I'm looking at? That's really not a headlight, <laughs> is Yeah, it? right. I don't know what that it is. It looks like a blind pirate or something. I think it's winking like, at you. What's going on there? I don't know. <laughs> to stay in first place, they have to at least beat the 1910 that we just listened oh, to. Oh, you're getting old. Don't get, don't so, I'm doing it again. Here we go. Water's in. Mike does a nice job. Screws it in. just rolls through it. Oh, left of the target. You know it's a speedy run back. <laughs> look at us. Look at him. They're hustling. They're hustling. Oh, changeover. Nice second hit. I don't know if it's 18-25, but I think it gives those 19s a little if shot. If it beats the 19-10, they'll maintain their lead. If it doesn't, they'll be tied. I don't tied. think it was that good. Second place, good. That's it. They're going to maintain their lead in the drill. 18-67, if you didn't hear that at home. 18-67. That's going to be second place in the contest. The Hobo is going to get first with 18-25. And we got a barn burner going on between those two, no? 33-32, it looks like, because four points are going to the Wolves. Third place in that contest is going to be the Guzzlers. They're going to go to 18. Fourth place in that contest, West Sable. They're going to go to 26. Yep. And Sable Blue Jays back on board. They get one. They're going to go to 12. And that's a big one that they, you know, spread a little further away from the Bayshore Redskins, who are in six with eight. That's a one-race turnaround. Yep. We're going to get ready for motor pump as tonight they're going to run motor pump before efficiency to get the trucks out of the way. Right. A noise issue, although we are going to parade them down the track top five later. So <laughs> It's all the revving. How about those Jets? Get that one. Leonard Williams emphatically sacks. Falcons quarterback in the end zone for a safety. Is it Jets-Giants tonight? No, no Jets-Falcons. Jets I don't oh, even Jets got Falcons a score. I'll check it in a sec. I heard it wasn't a pretty game to watch. It's the last I had heard. Really? My brother's just texting me. He's. Uh, if you want to talk about football. <laughs> Go ahead. You, know, you want to do, do commercial? I right, forget it. It's not a big deal. All right, live on top of the show. We'll be back with some motor pump. It's 33-32. Wolves over Hobos. Peace. And 14-10. Falcons over Jets. There you go. For fire department drill team, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of SCOT, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631-661-75. 
Integrated Wireless Technologies is proud to be part of the 2015 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom radio solutions, licensing assistance, and top-notch service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. With over 60 years of experience in the fire and rescue business, Nassau Fire Apparatus is known to be the leader in the industry. They are vehicle and equipment distributors who provide products, parts, maintenance, repairs from coast to coast. People working at Nassau Fire not only sell the products and services, but also work in the industry in EMS and as firefighter volunteers. You won't find a more dedicated and experienced team to align with than Nassau Fire Apparatus. Visit them online at www.nassaufire.com for more information. 2016 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 20th and 21st at the new location, the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. It's bigger and better, with many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product lines and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Jolly Tinker Hose Company is the new source for the best racing hose available. Each length is designed to withstand the demands of FD Racing. Colored hose and double jackets now available. For more information, call 516-322-6366. Jolly Tinker Hose Company, we have tight hose. If you experience any damage due to fire, flooding, wind, or mold and need help, contact SOS Emergency Services. SOS is the exclusive emergency mitigation company for New York State drill teams since family-owned and firefighter-operated. SOS has a friendly working arrangement with all insurance companies, so call 631-486-7979. SOS Emergency Services for the right help in your time of need. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 42nd year of publishing, they're honored to be the official publication and online coverage of New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Inn at New Hyde Park, Long Island's premier catering facility, is the first choice for weddings, parties, and corporate events. Owned and operated by local families and firefighters, it sets the standard for supreme service, gourmet, cuisine, and style. The Inn's restaurant, Bossery 214, takes you on a culinary road trip through Europe with our world-renowned chef and an unmatched international beer menu. To book your next event or to celebrate after a tournament, go to www.innatnewhydepark.com or brasserie214.com. Open table or Facebook or call 516-354-7797. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State drill teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631 5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com Fatty McGee's in East Islip Wednesday is ladies night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island stop in anytime for a drink with good company a great lunch and dinner menu and of course those famous Fatty's Wings 
The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments, including Central Islip, to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Bill Fox Company has been in business for over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and Yellow Hornets. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all your SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RIT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyax Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves. For more information, check... Hi, welcome back, everybody. Four contests to go. The last motorized contest of the night is Motor Pump. And on the line is your Central Islip Hobos. Coming into the contest, one point down to the Islip Wolves. 33 to 32. It made a little bit of a comeback there, Pauliotti. Uh They were down, what, maybe over 10 points at one time and kind of cre crept back in. Yep, Rob Noonan back with us. Yeah, absolutely. And a uh, different setup here for CI Wright. David Miller running nozzle. I imagine a couple other spots maybe mixed up. Yeah, we're just, just getting some texts from some different people. Billy Moonshine, uh, Robbie Moon chiming in, saying that it's been a long time since Jay wasn't running nozzle for them in this race. And if it comes down to buckets, he's been dumping for him for 15 years. There was so. also a so question. When does it ever come down to buckets? It's, kind, it's kind of dark, so we can't really tell. But Ryan Murphy was potentially running hydrant. I don't know, and we can't really see for sure. We'll try and get a little more information see on that. See what happens here. That looks like Chris. Yeah, that's Comes across the target. No, sliding back. Didn't get it yet. Left to right. Finish the shot. The oh, it's, yeah. All right. And again, being a small tournament, this is the one race we will have overtime in. Usually under, you know, the 20 teams we don't have the overtime. Here, motor pump comes into play right here. What did you guys think? He looked like he was right, then he was left. I he thought he was left first. Yeah, left, came all the way across right, just never got the flap. He brought it across, but maybe a little too hard. And listen, first time out of the box, one of the toughest spots in the sport. Oh, yeah. He hung in there. He was set up nice. It just, uh, it'll take a little time, I'm sure. All right, earlier we were talking about the Western drill. We'll give you a little rundown on the contests that are still being contested. I didn't get any information if the points from the other areas, if they score count. But I have an idea that maybe they do in Western. But three-man ladder, we have a battle between three teams. Point Pleasant, Henrietta, Main Transit. Three-point spread. Point Pleasant's up three points on Henrietta and Main Transit for the overall Western Area Championship. We also have a contest in B ladder. Henrietta up one point on Main Transit, 18-17. And one point in C ladder. Point Pleasant is up on Henrietta, 17-16 with an outside shot, believe it or not. Seabreeze with 14 still has an opportunity to become the Western New York champions in the C-Ladder contest. Rob, you said toughest spot in the sport. Or I one didn't of the say toughest spots. I said you one mean, of the tougher spots. You're talking I, pump nozzle man? Talk I, about that. I think so. I just, it, you know, 
you need to kind of be one of the bigger, stronger guys setting up. Any pump nozzle man I ever, I ever talked to said half the time water comes out, you don't really see the target. So it's more of a feel. You know, and obviously we've seen some guys the best at it kind of have a feel, Paul. You've run there. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually absolutely the toughest. It sucks the most. I didn't say it was. <laughs> a wa I, th I think it's one of the toughest. I didn't think it was the toughest. But I listen, it's... Uh, it sucks the most. Here comes Brentway <laughs> spilling some water past the back of the truck. Now they're lined up. Oh, and he shoots to the audience. First shot. I think he knocked Ooh. over a couple of jello shots. Did they sneak it in under overtime? Uh oh, just all right. Yeah, they had to miss it. The hydrant took a little bit to get on, and we finally got the water through the truck. Got the flap, but not fast enough before the overtime tripped. Well. So, Paul, what does that mean? Sucks the most. Why, why do you say that? Uh, it just has the most probably intensity or lack of the most unknown or you know what I'm saying? Because at any moment that thing, someone steps on it. Uh, water gets there a little fast. Somebody behind you is not on it correctly. So the damage it could do when you're pumping with that much pressure through that small a hose with that small a tip is magnified. It could get a little hairy. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. And we've seen plenty of nozzle men over the years go for rides. Unfortunately, seen a couple get hurt. Some of the best. It doesn't matter how good you are at any moment. It could be catastrophic. And we've seen some great nozzle men have serious issues because of motor pump. So it could be a really fun race. Everybody has to do their job. Similar to buckets or even efficiency, where you need all 8 or 10 or 12 guys, or, you know, whatever the race is. But every guy has to do their job exactly right. Nozzle man's got to put it down, and I always felt if, it, if I could line it up left to right, and Paul, you ran it a little bit, if you line it up left to right, you got a chance. You know, it's, you, but you better put it down good left to right, and it better be straight for 8 to 10 feet behind you, or you don't have a right, chance. Right, right. Yeah, there's a certain way to run it, and I mean, everybody, that cat's out of the bag, but what works optimally, but I don't know. At any moment, a bad moment. You got five teams left. If you can put a time on the board and no letters, you're guaranteed points. And you know what? That's uh, that's a great point. If you're somebody like who's running, uh, here's Sable, Sable for an example. You can't get overtime right here. Put water in the hose. Hit the target. You know, even if you wait a split second, you got to know the score. A couple of tenths on one side. It's worth it on the other if you know you're going to potentially get points, maybe even big points, depending on how it goes. I don't know about you guys. Did you always know what the scores were? Did you always know the score? No, I did. I liked to. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I won't say I that. always did. Uh, I liked I to. Uh, that's a good point. I just said, let's run our run. Let's go. Here comes Sable rolling in. See what they do here. Off the side. Water is through the truck. Nozzle Man puts it down. On the fly. Oh, oh, he lights up the uh, target. That was impressive, that is guys. Be that's going out on the limb. That's a team record. Oh, yeah, that's a team record. Woo-hoo! Something the Sable Blue Jays have been working on, getting that corner man out to the corner so the nozzle man can get to his spot under control. A 6-0-6 six, six for the Sable Blue Jays. I don't know where was their team record before that. I mean, no disrespect to the Blue Jays, but I don't even think it was in that virginity. <laughs> Virgin <laughs> really? All right, really? Seriously. I mean, have they run better than a 6-4 in, in their days? Oh, that was incredible. 6-0? I mean, they did a nice job. Just what they talked about, getting that guy to the corner and gets the guy up the track. He set it down on, on the pavement thing, and it works out. 
It's going to happen. 6-0 for the Sable Blue Jays. I had 5-0 water Smoke out, which isn't even a, a great water out for this track. Normally we see 4-8, 4-7, 4-6. But a nice job. Didn't blast the target, but pretty damn good. Was, that's the tar best target hit they've ever seen in Sable. He, uh, yeah. he didn't put much water past it, Rob. No, you know, again... I, if you've watched them again this year, that race has been coming along for them. They haven't just it, – it's that's the, finally it came in sync. It finally came all together for them. But you could see the bits and pieces of the race all year coming together. I don't think you run a 6-0 by mistake unless you're the West Islip Raiders and you're on a 5-6. But uh, <laughs> 5-4. 5-4, whatever. I'm sorry, 5-4. 47, But uh, sweet-looking run right there for the Sable Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, technically, like we were just talking about running the run, I thought technically it was sound. Came in with good speed, good water on. The hose lay was excellent. The corner man got up the track, which allows then the nozzle man to get up the track. Now the nozzle man's job, place it at the target. He did a nice job. He hammered it. You're not hitting the target. The truck's hitting the target. He hammered the nozzle down in the right spot. Good got, things hey guys, happen. is Bayshore not running? Did we miss something? Yeah, Bayshore had the hood up back there. I they bowed out a turn. It looks like they went to the back of the line. So I, I don't think he's mentioned that they went on a breakdown, but I'm sure they've asked for it. And West Sable is up. So, again, door open right now with the CI overtime. Yeah. 6-0 for the Blue Jays. And the 6-0 sitting on the board from the Blue Jays. Here comes the Dutch rolling in. Water nice water run. run. Up at the top. Gets Joe the Quinta. top. Right spot. Oh, oh, low right. Then hits it. 28. 6-28. That just tells you how good Sable's shot was. So, Hold on. Wow, this guy's on the money. Where'd you hear it over there? 628. Ha, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> 20, 27's the tie for first place last week. They'll take that last week for yeah, second. Yeah, no doubt. Give themselves some points. <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's a high five if he blasts the 492 yeah. water out, so about a tenth better than Sable there. Still, we usually see a little bit better water out from... Oh, yeah, uh, what would you get water out, Rob? I had 492. And what was Sable, 5 uh, I had uh, 504, somewhere in that neighborhood. So, in that neighborhood. Big Show still working on their truck. I would imagine they're on a 20-minute breakdown, even though it hasn't been announced. East Islip Guzzler's coming up here. East Islip currently with 18 points. West Sable puts themselves back in the mix overall if they hold on four points right here. Now the Islip shot, you know, becomes big there. Just going, <laughs> getting stuff all over. Just Bill, I mean, Bill Henry's been texting me from the Cubs saying that uh, for the scheduling next year, he'd love to see the Suffolk County um, parade moved, leave the tournament date, move the parade so all the teams can come to Copenhagen next year for the Northern Drill. Their Northern Drill in Copenhagen, you'd love to see some teams come up. So that would just be the two-day event this year if they went back to the one-day event. Oh, wait, say, I missed it. Bill, Bill's texting me that next year, keep the, per, the tournament date for the uh, county drill in Suffolk, but don't make it a two-day event. Do the parade the same because the parade is the weekend of their invite. They oh. want everyone to come up north and see them and race up in Copenhagen. Well, you might be going to north before you think it if they well, that's put what, it for that state trill. Well, that's what he just talked to. He said he'd love to get people up there to try to test it out and see it and things like that and I, uh, so they can maybe then put it, put it for the state trill. I think the track is excellent. It's in great condition. The setup, you know, I think it's... 30 minutes from Watertown, roughly? Yeah, so give you or can take. stay in Watertown? Oh, yeah, everybody's going to have to stay in Watertown. The actual thing, you know, I mean, there's a couple of things they need to do with the track, but 
Overall, it would be the parade. I mean, optimally, you just parade around the block and right there in Copenhagen, or, or which would be great. parade in Watertown. I think that would be the way to go, especially because all the teams that live in it stay in there. A right. little bit of chatter on the group of me the last day or two about the 89 Watertown drill or state drill or non-state drill. Whatever non-state you call it. drill, Lenny. Here comes East Isa rolling in. Orders through. See what Pat Dunn does, if he can put it up there. Oh, a little left. left. He Boom. Little high left, brought it down and hit it though. Don't think it got Sayville, think it did get West Sayville. Really, a tweener. A uh, tweener. Six, four, five. Six, four, wow. Up. Six fourteen. So we got some good runs here. Six four, oh, six, seventy one, six, eight two. water out there, guys. Looks like Bayshaw is ready, making their way down to the start line. What'd you say? Four seventy eight. Four sets. Good water out. the water out, out there. we're accustomed to seeing on this track. No fives yet today. Usually, sometimes you see two or three fives here in the town. Right, still drill. got two teams out there that can run it. But no doubt. No doubt. So, 89, Lenny. I saw you chirping in on that last night. Yeah, very interesting year. Uh, anybody that was around and, and watching in uh, in those days. Um, the state that wasn't. The, the one that uh, we can relate to that we did not crown a New York State champion. But uh, the drill was still run. There was no sanction. On the drill, Seahawks uh, was not run. It was run with very few teams. Yeah, I was gonna, how, how many teams did stay and run that? I I remember Ten or less. I remember uh, maybe six yeah. uh, from downstate and all the upstate teams. I think ran already. I was with the Flukes. We did not run. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there was even ten. I thought six. Like I said, uh, mostly Tana, Brookhaven, and upstate teams decided to uh, finish out the day per se and put on a show. And I think. Um, Again, it all depends on what your perspective was. We thought we were already upstate. We, we um, made the commitment to be there. We had a lot of fans there. And we said, we're not going to run Seahawks because it wasn't safe. Yeah, the track was deemed unsafe. Yes, it was it in was the parking. I believe safe. it was the Utica Blue Sox Stadium. And but, uh, that was the parking area and the dust that covered that track. Yeah, and then they I remember there was a ball field, right? Ball it was down. the Utica Blue Sox. Yeah. It was like a single-A, class-A baseball team. and. The track was a mess, and all, you, all they had was snow fence, and the people sitting right there, and the trucks and sea ladder were getting all over the place. And Chance for Islip to jump out big on yeah. CI here. See what they can do here in motor pump. Good speed coming in. Gets off late. Got off. He got off. Scoops him. Earlier than he did in the state drill. Oh, yeah. again, no one's really got the target today. 6-5. Yeah, it's, he's going to put Save it in fourth. Did. Yeah, I Sable don't think did. Sable put much water past it. No. True, true. All right, so that's your fourth time, and we have four sixes. 606, 614, 628, and Islip 649. So what, how many nails do you think Sable Blue Jays are going through right now back at the camp with one team to go and they're winning motor pump here? They're, they're chewing them nails down to nubs. You know, I saw Wally. Uh, right before this, I, when I went downstairs and uh, Wally Jr. And I was like, you guys looking good today? You know, you're running well. He's like, yeah. He's like, we just got to keep going for it. Go for it in every shot. And so, shows uh, right there. They did. 6-0. Question on the group from uh, Darty. Lenny, did you really say virginity? Because he's still laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Darty's around six, and he's laughing. It was all for you, John. It was all for you. 
Don't forget to bring up those cold sodas if you're listening, obviously. So Bayshore, chance to take first place in this 6.06, the first place time. And you guys have seen Bayshore run this race a couple of times. Uh, I think they could go there. Oh, yeah. They seem to be hot and cold, though. They, they haven't been consistent in motor pump this year. Well, they had the good chance to drill, there. right? 632, 6.32 at the state drill got them three, and they were off the target. Off the target. the target, yeah. exactly. So they could go low sixes right here. Oh, yeah. oh that was a low six. Five, that was a low six five that day last week. This, this has been a good five track for Bayshore over the years. Yeah. This okay. tournament has been a good pump track. Last motorized run of the night, ladies and gentlemen. As we approach 9.20 here on the East Coast. Feel a little cooler, didn't you? Feel like just get a little cool? Might be a sweatshirt night, no? Uh, not that cool. What do you got, a UFO? I don't know, Paul. Somebody's Something looking coming at over. us. Yeah. Drone. Is it? No. No, too high. I had a drone land in my backyard the other day. I walk out in the morning, there's a drone sitting in my backyard. Stop. I swear to God, it's in my basement now. No camera on it. Like, what's that mean? That's a Meredith keeping an eye on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no camera. Great drone video of the Hamptons. Guy took a drone out to the Hamptons and did a, a video thing. Awesome. Really? It's through Newsday and News 12, you can see it. Check it out. Awesome. Really, really? cool stuff. Right. Here come the skins. Three planes almost crashed when he was doing it. but Probably, but hey. Helicopters out there. Here they come, skins. Cruising in. cautious coming in. Remember, Moles usually the oh, scoop some water. hydrant. Nozzle down. Oh, he's squeezing oh. this way. He oh, got he it. Gets oh, it. Oh, I tell you, he got bumped Millie. a little. He got bumped a little. What do you got there, Rob? It's going to be a 6-4. It's going to be the water coming in. It was real slow. It, yeah. might, it might be a tweener, which will Doherty knock Isom scooped, down another scooped point. Scooped at the hydrant. 641. That's going to knock Islip down yeah, one it more is. point. Yeah. So, again, and, and again, we got right on there with his thumb. He's, no, he's a good man there. No mole here. I think Tommy coin yep. driving tonight. Oh, there you go. So there's a little bit of a difference of maybe the speed coming in. Kyle had to scoop a little water. And then it looks like Skippy got a little bumped. As he said, the guys behind him might have bumped him a little bit. But he uh, still managed to put the flap up. Nice recovery, Artie. And uh, he pretty much got the first water on the flap. Nice job. So Islip doesn't jump out as much as they would have liked to right there with the overtime from Central Islip. First place in that contest. Congrats to the Sayville Blue Jays. Five Solid points. Solid run. Second, Second place, 614 for the East Islip Guzzlers. Third place, West Sayville, 628. Fourth place, Bayshore. And fifth place, Islip. Your total points with three contests to go. Islip, 34. Central Islip, 32. West Sable, 29. They're within a win of a contest from first place. Fourth place, East Islip, 22. And currently, fifth place, the Sable Blue Jays with 17. But the Bayshore Redskins are lurking. Tough overtime for Central Islip there. They could have put themselves in the lead with their low six or their, their normal pump team and they would be uh, could be winning the drill right now Sable quietly having a good night yeah give you some Sable Blue Jay numbers 683 three man 458 573 1006 C ladder 139 with a miss and see hose B host nothing they would be happy about with a 1339 1868 in combo 2032 motor hose got a point and the five points with a team record 6.06 in motor pump 
guy's watching what I'm watching. No. These hobos are running down the track, warming up for efficiency. Just unreal. I, I, they, they, they're full sprint. Look at them all. They're all. Look at these guys. They're, they're practicing their spin moves, everything. It's also Jay Newhoff's not going to be in his. Jay Newhoff's not in his spot, so they're telling the guy where to go. That because uh, yeah. Jay usually runs that Hobo's middle. Hobos getting ready Jets for their take the best lead. rates. Jets take the lead. At halftime, 16-14. Really? Is that where we're at? Preseason Jets football, 16, really? I think it's 14-12. How get a four-point play? Double, four, double safety? Unless there's safety in the hell out of them. <laughs> You're really asking a question about the Jets? Fred, you want to do a commercial here? All right, we will be back. Coastal Fire System is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Coastal is your one-stop shop for all you SCBA and fire equipment needs. Scott Airpack, cylinders, RIT member, or yet to take advantage of our member-friendly products and services. We have the tools you, your family, and your fire department need for financial success. From low-rate auto loans and free checking to shared branching and mobile banking, when it comes to your finances, we are fully involved. To learn more about our products and services, visit us at www.fasnyc.com. Attention, fire chiefs and commissioners. You already know New York State has mandated that your department supply your members with bailout rope systems. Coastal Fire System is also the exclusive bailout system distributor for New York State drill teams. The friends at Coastal are equipment dealers for Petzl, Scott, CMC, Colorado Systems that can walk you through the state requirements to ensure the safety of your members. Your bailout system process starts and finishes with the folks at Coastal, a family-owned and operated business. Check them out online at CoastalFireSystems.com or give them a call at 631 631- 661-7515. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing and taking their game to the next level with 20 years experience in the apparel industry and the addition of an in-house design team. We will find exactly what you're looking for. This year, join Team Titan and let us handle all your apparel and equipment needs and be part of all the Team Titan's promotions. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. Owned and operated by members of the Drill Team community, we know what it takes to run your team. Let us handle everything from jerseys to helmets and tape to trophies. We are one-stop shop for all your drill team needs. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up. Get on. The Titan Group. For fire department drill teams, speed can mean the difference between winning and just placing. During an actual response, speed can be even more important. That's the idea behind Streetwise Catalink, the nation's first and fastest cloud-based mobile data software solution. Streetwise turns tablet computers into powerful, full-featured MDCs, providing incident mapping, hydrant locations, live apparatus location tracking, pre-plans, hazard waypoints, and more, all in just seconds. Call today for a free demo at 800-718-8027. Streetwise Catalink, the mobile response response software that just works. How old is your fire department thermal imager? Thermal imaging technology is changing as quickly as your smartphone, and the time has come to upgrade your TIC. Coastal Fire System is the exclusive thermal imaging distributor of New York State drill teams and offers the full line of Scott, ISG, and FLIR cameras. Coastal is a one-stop shop for the best brand, so start the upgrade process with the longest-running sponsor of New York State drill teams. Camera servicing also available. Check out Coastal Fire System on Facebook or give them a call at 631 661 all right, guys, welcome back here to the town of Islip Drill here in central Islip. We are coming into the ground events, the final three events of the evening. First up is the efficiency contest. 
We've got ourselves three teams within five points for the top spot at the moment. Juan, you want to give us a rundown? Yeah, man. So we got the um, <coughs> Ice of Wolves are leading the draw with 34 points. Central Ice of Hobo is two points behind them with 32. We've got the West Haver Flying Dutchman with 29 points. And then we have 22 points for the East Ice of Guzzlers in fourth. And I think uh, one of the uh, mid-card storylines of the day, the Sable Blue Jays with 17 points, have a chance to come down top five. They're in fifth place right now. And they have a seven-point lead over the sixth-place Bayshore Redskins with 15 points Sable out Blue there. Blue Jays looking solid in motor pump. All yeah. Right. And what we think is a team record. I'm sure you guys spoke a little Those bit about it. Those are efficiency contests. Here we go. Ryan Murphy from Central Ice up approaching. We've got water in the hose. New top coupling, man. Looks like David Miller. A little bit of a loop. Brian Kessler set up. Still blaps the target. Jesus. Coming off an 877 last week in Ridge. Efficiency state champs. What do they run here? Nine forty nine. So that nine forty nine leaves the door open. Myla, is that you? Is that you? Is my pen on the floor? Oh, yeah, here it is, guys. There it is. Vote for Steve Giardino. Nine forty nine. I always right. take the pen when I stay at a hotel. This is my Holiday Inn Express. Oh yeah. From uh, always take the pens. Nice. Don't they leave them out there for you to take? That's what they're for. You take the pens and the All paper. Right. That's right. <laughs> Not the number we normally see from Central Islip, but listen, it is later in the evening. We have a completely wet track. It's pretty dark out there. Paul, <laughs> you've run out here at 9:30 at night. How's yeah. that hydrant look right about now? Oh, uh, you don't see it till you get there. It's tough doing, you know. It's it's no sure small task at this point to run any of these positions. The lighting is really good, but. It's good for buckets. That's about it, right? It's the only contest yeah, you're I mean, used to running in the dark. Right? Well, you run these you run these contests at, at night usually, especially this time of year in the beginning of the year right. at practice. Right, right. But uh, probably not this late. All right, Brentwood Tigers. They've got the white flag. Six points on the day. The Tigers mathematically alive for fifth place, but they have a lot of work to do. Down 11. To All the right, Sable looks Blue like Hydraman gets off first. What you looking for in this contest? He's on. Uh, was it a nice late stick? Up. It was a little tough. It the was stick late, man came he over hit. and used his left hand. Nozzleman gets jerked a little bit. Pretty first water, a little hit. high. Clips yeah. it on his way down. The, the turnout man was late, but he hit it. But he like you turned said, on with hand. his left <laughs> hand, so he had to actually come over the, the hydrant. 988. Uh, would that be like considered running turn on and hydrant the hard way? <laughs> Slappy. <laughs> I, I don't know what you call it. You're probably right. I mean, that wasn't easy. Uh, you got literally, can, uh, and there is a, you know, a kind of a high top to this hydrant. So you got to literally come over it and come back down to get your left hand in that position. With the right hand, you can either cut across it or come right around the top of the hydrant. Has there ever been a drill that you've been to where you walk away saying, you know what, nothing amazed me tonight. I've seen all that before. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> There is always something. That's true. What was it last week again? Oh, they tied for first. Oh, yeah. they tried. Right, that was unbelievable. Right, crazy. Hey, so uh, did you talk about the victory party? No. Where, where's the victory party going to be? How does that work with co-champs? I believe there is a meeting of the minds <laughs> tomorrow morning, and all that will be discussed. I wish I could give out more information. Such but a problem to have. But there is. Uh, yeah. Really not much information what, what that town can be given out, short of the shirts. What town is directly between West Sayville oh, and Central Islip? Do, what do we got? <laughs> East I well, you East can do East Islip, uh, Islip Terrace. Holbrook. Holbrook. No. See West in Holbrook, Sables. 
<laughs> I have no idea. You could. Be All right, I'll save a Blue Jays. They're I off. Approaching a hydrant. Comes in fast. Ooh. Oh, it looked like he had it on. Water started is, going through, and then a hydrant popped Blue off. Jays. Yeah. That's the one thing you could not let happen. Correct, because they are in fifth place right now. They want to hold on to that fifth place. Needed to put water through yep. the hose there. It was going to... If you're the Sayville Blue Jays, that is not. You have to know the scoreboard and the score. Coming off of what we think is the team record, 606. They haven't run a five, so we're assuming that's team record in motor pump. 16. Right. What happens with that? Oh, that's 1605. Five. Yeah, that's not gonna. Most likely, it's not gonna take anything. Well, and you put the outcome of your day in someone else's hands. They right. had the outcome in their own hands, and now you basically have transferred that outcome to somebody else. CI ran a 9-4, means door wide open for the next team on the line, the Bayshore Redskins. Right, and and that's the team actually, that's Paulie, them. we're uh, we do not have Bayshore. I'm gonna say maybe because of oh, they ran their uh, I was gonna say because they ran last in pump because their breakdown. I guess they maybe got permission to run a little bit later in the pack in this contest as West Sable's currently on the line. Well, what did we get that out for you? Seeing Chad? <laughs> did, that, did that stand out to you? The yellow shirt as opposed to the maroon one. Oh, no. Is that what it was? Okay. Kind of reminds me of the old 7 Battalion drills, Rob. Remember, we used to redo the order every every, every event, every right? Event, you know, uh, you ran first in one event. You were last in the following event. What? That's how they used to always do the 7 Battalion in Hempstead. Yeah. What? So if you were number one and three, man, you ran last in B-Ladder and everyone else moved up a spot. And who keeps track of that? Well, Paul, anytime know. you hear the word battalion, yeah, yeah, you yeah, right. you're in trouble. But you didn't run motorized. It was an all-eight battalion. Probably a couple of efficiency replacements Who's in that? before I started racing. Uh, that would be but Hempstead Flukes, Hempstead Yellow Hornets, Elmont Bangtails, West South Hempstead. Hempstead Rascals, West Hempstead Well, that's West three Gunners, teams that aren't running. Uniondale Hellcats, Franklin Square, Four, Square five. Shooters. They ran all-eight? I think that might be it. Now we used no, to run Hellcats efficiency replacement two ball. into one. Right. Those were the and an individual ladder. We didn't run any of the, the motor hose. Ro Roosevelt in there, too? Oh, no. Uh, they never ran in my... Time. The Brush Rabbits? Yeah, I don't know if they're 7th Battalion or My not. My grandpappy's team. Rum Runners, right? Brush right. Rabbits, Rum Runners. I Brush Rabbits first. First team in the 7s and B-Hoes. Yeah. West Sable comes to the line. Down 5 points to Islip. Down 3 to Central Islip. Yeah, it's a big shot here for the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Don't the Carthage Hornets have that truck now? West Carthage Hornets. I mean, no, the Carthage... Uh, <laughs> Nighthawks, right? Nighthawks? Oh, there's a Rob, talk, a, Rob, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, coming yeah. from Hempstead to oh, West no. Sable. How important this Islip Town drill is? Uh, let's uh, hold on till after that shot, Lenny. But uh, here we go. West Sable's off the line. Michael Mara approaching the hydrant. Take a little loop. Water on. Hose getting out. Joey Quenza approaching the target. He's set. Oh, under the target. Yeah, he was a little First low. water might have just moved the plate, but not enough. Yeah. Not what they needed here today. Looked like a good approach. Thought it might have gone up on a blap. Just a little low. 970 for West Sable. Right. That's second place. With that miss, 970. So, so the numbers were there. So, again, Rob, we're talking battalions in Nassau County. And, again, you came from Nassau to Suffolk to the town of Islip. How important is this drill to a team like West Sable? I'll be honest, in my five years, I kind of got the impression it had a little bit more importance earlier. I think as from my time on, the team's been a little bit older. There's been a little bit more concentration on the Big 8. Uh, a little bit of reluctance to run some of these additional contests that you see here. Like I mentioned earlier, coming to practice on Tuesday, we just practiced the additional events. And then Thursday night came in and ran kind of one of everything. Tough to run the week after the state. I agree with the conversation earlier that the week before the state is much worse. <laughs> but still uh, a 
a difficult task for any team. You know who this is really important to? Go ahead, Paul. Sable Blue Jays. This is the type of drill, honestly, that makes or breaks you going forward many times. It did it with the Bayshore Redskins. When the Bayshore Redskins, when we win this tournament, I guess it's 88. 88 and 92. It changes the fortunes of our team. It really, we, it made us say to ourselves that we won, not coming top five. But you know what? We're legitimate. We just raced against CI, West Sable, I mean, the best teams. Yeah. It changed the fortunes, and, and we it gave us confidence. The same thing I believe a top five would do for the Sable Blue Jays tonight. It's that middle of the pack, the team trying to get into the pack, the low-end teams, if they can scratch something out, you know? Yeah. Well, of the town tournaments and the battalion tournaments, I mean, probably your your highest-skilled teams are here in the town of Iceland. Oh, it's crazy. All right, Bayshore on the line with a great opportunity to they get a little back on the Sable Blue Jays. Bayshore 10 points, 7 points out of fifth, but with three races that are right in their wheelhouse. Say they're going to need to finish strong to get in that top right five. Right all right, looks like a pretty clean start. Approaching Hydrant, kind of looks like he came move. in a little bit on a slower side. Yeah, they would be put oh, water in the hose. Hose looks out, Skippy's set. A little put, high, not first water. water. in the hose. Close, Smart move. Close to Central Islip. Thought he was right. Just off, three hundreds off. So that'll be a second place shot for the Redskins. Yeah. So sneaking in between West Sable and Central Islip. Yep. Look at their approach in that contest. They were going to put water in the hose. They were going to get down the track. They were going to hit the target, and they were going to score points. If they want to come down the track, which, let me tell you what, you want to come down the track every time you're racing, obviously. They were going to do it methodically, and they did. 327, kind of. It's so tough from here to see, Paulie, so that's a roundabout number. And that's but that's not probably that. not the number we would see week in, week out on right. a Saturday. Oh, their normal stick time. I think a lot goes to the conditions and, like you said, an adjustment to be made. We really got to put water in the hose here. The Bisha Redskins are going to know the score when they get to the line. If he blaps the target there, he's in first place right now. Same with West Sable. So. And in East Islip, Islip's going to be in the same boat. You know, Islip's going to go for the win. They have to do the same thing. Put water in the hose, run your run. East Islip, what are they up to now? 22. Eh, outside chance, but they, you know. They're kind of slotted in. Yeah, in that fourth so, You know what? You can't give up a race here, Paul. You oh, cannot no not score. All right. I mean, East. yeah, you're right. Mathematically, <laughs> yes. you know, the fifth and the sixth place team could pass them. Right. I mean, I East realistically, no. Got the white flag. Going through their call off. All right. They're off. Approaching the hydrant. A little bit of a loop coming in. Pretty deliberate there. 322 on the handle. Pat Dunn approaches the target. Oh, a little bit of a back on it. He got a little bit of a slip. This will be close. Catches it. Great recovery. Good. You got a touch. Right in the neighborhood of that nine four nine five. Beats it nine forty one. That was real close from being a nine forty one to being nothing at all. Pat Dunn almost slips and goes down. Makes a great recovery and. Has a presence to catch the target. So, Twan, what are the Wolves yeah. got to do here to get the uh, CI's got second? Yeah, well, they got 34 points. They're up two points on the Hobos. So, uh, you know, rea ideally they beat the 949 to gain in another point. They don't beat the 949, then, you know, they, they lose one point on them. We're looking at a 952. If they don't beat the 952, then we're looking at a tie going into the final two events. So, they got to beat 952 at least to maintain a point lead. 
you know, Rob, you talk about West Sable, you know, making maybe this tournament meant something more, I don't know, when they were a little younger. They won this tournament every year, 1995 through 2006. That's what it says on the scorecard. Yeah, and I'm here. not looking to minimize it. No, 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 I know. Just kind of, you know, my feeling, you know, like I said, I knew for a long, long time they won this they won oh. this tournament year in, year out. Here we go. Yeah. Ice up approaching the hydrant. Oh, oh just what they almost could not afford you to happen. A miss at the that. hydrant. Josh Cation set, looking to finish the shot. He does. It's going wow. to be out of the money. It's oh. going to allow West, oh, excuse me, Central Ice up to pass them and go into first place, going into the last two. 10.96 will not even score a point. Doesn't beat the 9.88. Water across the track for the Wolves. Not going to work for them. And I had 3.08 to the wash there. So we had seen a couple of 3.2s run a 9.4, a 9.5. So we're going to have the Guzzlers win the contest with a 9.41. The Hobos second with a 9.49. That 9.52 by the Bayshore Redskins is going to take three. Then we got to go to a 9.70 by West Sable. That's going to grab them two big points. And then fifth place, one point, that 9.88 by the Brentwood Tigers. Yep. Right. So with two to go, it's tightened up, and actually CI takes the lead, 36 points. Islip's going to have 34. West Sable creeping in with 31. Then you got East Islip with 27, still a puncher's chance. And the battle for fifth, 17 Sable, 13 Basho, 13 gaining three points right there. Well, he do, it's not coming through. I gave the total points. Yep. We should be pretty good. Two contests to go. Yeah, efficiency replacement and buckets. It's going to be a race between the Wolves, the Hobos, and Actually, the Dutchman. Actually, I think we're ready to go right now. They're going to go to efficiency replacement. Not wasting much time. We're going to put up like the ladder see. here for buckets, maybe get that ready. But no, it looks like they're setting the adapter. Well, we have a second. I didn't hit a couple times up in the, in the western area. There is still time for some of these teams to become western area champs. I left off in ladders. Seahose has already been decided up there. Who you got? Point Pleasant, the champion in the western area for Seahose. Nice. Pihos, though, not decided. Main Transit, 16 and a half. Henrietta, 13, and Spencerport, 12. Spencerport with a heavy 777 this year. And, and that includes, oh, uh, sorry, no, it doesn't include. I was looking at the wrong thing in a state drill list. Forgive me. Uh, efficiency, <laughs> still not decided. Henrietta's up four on Seabreeze. Pump, really close. 14, North Greece winning the year in Pump. Second place, Henrietta, 13 and 11 for Point Pleasant. And in buckets, another close contest. Main Transit, 18, Henrietta, 16, Point Pleasant, 14. So seven out of the eight races are going to be decided this weekend up in Point Pleasant. And how about Seabreeze? Seabreeze in two of those contests this year for the win in the Western area. And how about North Greece winning Pump going into the final drill of the year? So good luck good to all stuff. those teams tomorrow. Out west at Point Pleasant. Yep. Who's looking at Main Transit's bucket time from last week? 25.09. I don't think Buckets has been their big thing. Yeah, I mean they, coming up that 21 flat from a couple years ago. That's why I, I go and jump to the scorecards to go to give it a look. Yeah, they haven't quite been the same bucket team yeah. that they were a couple of years ago. You look at that day for the Western area teams, though, whether it's Henrietta, Point Pleasant, Main Transit, and then now you're looking at Seabreeze doing what they're doing. I mean, positive stuff moving in the right yeah. direction. There was a bunch of, I think, six or seven places with some of those teams at the state drill. Yeah, Henrietta and B-Ladder. They, they wanted to get on the scoreboard, obviously. Of course. Closing the gap time-wise, definitely. 
Henrietta was in there, and you know they ran a five and a nine in B ladder and C ladder. And I think a motor pump. Clayton took a top ten in motor pump from North. Seven seventy two. So yeah. I think it was top ten. Yeah. And a big congrats to two northern area teams. The Great Bend Cobras winning best appearing drill team in the parade. Nice. And Clayton winning, I believe, second place best appearing drill team, and that makes a difference when those teams go home to their department. So. That's big true. Big ups, congratulations to those guys. No small victory. You're a state champ. No matter what anybody says, you know. Yeah. That's a state Great Ben running a 652 and B ladder. That's, you know, decent. Find more time on that. But best shot of the day, probably the 2640 in buckets, which is a good number, and a 982 in efficiency. So I've been running some good numbers. They were dis- they Great were, Ben Cobras. They were actually disappointed in that in that bucket run. You can see it in Barry's yeah. face at the top when it was all over. They expected better. Yeah. Isn't that like an oxymoron, though? Best appearing drill team? Like, is there <laughs> such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> How was the parade? How was the uh, Battle of Bands? I wasn't there for it this year. Any? No? No? Anyone go? Lenny, I know uh, you I were there. No, I had to check out. I had to go up. Uh, I, was I was there. I was there. I was all right. No cellar savers for you this year, man? Uh, Come on, man. They, they were, were there. there. I wasn't, but they were there. <laughs> Bob and Diane, right? They were hanging out? No? <laughs> I think that's a Woodlanders record. Yeah, 21-34 by the Woodlanders. So the hobos on the line, uh, co-state champs. I'm looking at Mr. Noonan's shirt standing in front of me. He's got the Title Town shirt. Paul, I'm sure you saw it. Tuan, you probably saw it too. Yeah, it's Central nice Central Islip and West Sable going in uh, together, I guess, on these shirts. Looking really good. We got a, a Dutchman up here with his fresh tattoo. Yeah. Showing <laughs> off his arm over there. So. Uh, All right, hobos with a two-point lead. Sporting a new ink. About ready yeah. to take off. Big shot here for the Hobos. our efficiency replacement Wonder contest. Approaching the hydrant. Oh, miss it, the hydrant. Don't recognize the hydrant man there. Oh, look a little time to get himself set up. This is going to hurt the overall time. Looks like, uh, all right, first target's been tripped. This is a long run, by the way. Yes. All right. When you're Looks like David guys. Miller approaching with the Y. He steps on the hose. All right, a quick little changeover. Nice hookup. Let's see if we can get both targets clipped here. One, two. 2790 is what I'm showing somewhere uh, high 27 low 28 now with a two-point lead you think with a team like Central Islip you know they run this event enough I mean they got to be able to play with that 2134 the Rockville Center right? junior event right yeah. I mean, you had good juniors yeah they're used to running this right which most of these teams do. Well, I think, this like is I a said, fun race. they made a lot of changes. You know, not a hydrant man. I don't know who it was. Nobody we can recognize. Uh, Jake, their first man, three-man ladder, was running the first nozzle. Right. So they definitely, uh, I don't know if they're experimenting, but they're definitely working some other people into a couple spots here. And Lenny, hey, why not? You know, I, Did Lenny say fun race? <laughs> State drill's over. Let it rip today. Who cares, right? Let it rip. Of course, the hobos might have to say about something about who cares. Four-time consecutive champs at the Ice of Town. West Sabre last winning in 10. The Wolves winning in 09. Some crazy streaks in that little list right there. What so what did I mention? Three teams, CI, West Sable, and Ice of The last team, other than those three, to win be your Redskins, Paulie, back in 92. Yikes. And Paulie, East Isle's in Redskins. there in 86. Paulie, on the juniors, where'd you run in, uh, in this race? What was your position? Hydrant? Nozzle. Nozzle? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You could get down the track that far? Still can, my friend. All right. Brentwood Tigers. <laughs> they have the course. Stop laughing. Looks like they're set up, ready to go. 
Tigers need to get 10 out of 10 to come in fifth and hope that no one else scores points. So They're going to need a lot of help. Yep. All right, they're off. <laughs> Approaching oh, a hydrant. I'm still in scenario mode. I'm All right, we got our left-handed turn on, man. Again, he, he, <laughs> he ripped it. All right, we got a big Ooh. loop there. A little bit of a long target. Yeah, yeah, buddy. target buddy. Buddy. They, they got uh, something going on. Oh. Late, late, late start. The second the oh, second evolution that? almost didn't even the middle know the target was hit. Is having a tough time with the hose. Now she drops it. Now she's at the top. All right, they got two long target hits. Oh, which, uh, we have water The table broke. The coupling closest to the hydrant table. was not connected when they turned the water on. All right, we've got both nozzle people set up kind of further away than you'd like to see. It's going to be tough to hit the on target there. Knees, One, like two. That's a unique style on the second nozzle. Firefighting, person, Leonard. Yeah. What is that? I think it was firefighting. A who? Yeah, Leonard. Water travels faster on the ground, guys. That was in the 30, mid 37s there, guys. Uh, 37, 43. Not what you're hoping for, for in this Tigers. contest. Fun contest. And that will mathematically eliminate the Tigers from the top five. Now, we talk about big shots at the state drill. This is a big shot. That was a big shot? In the organization of the Sable Blue Jays. Yeah, of course because it is. Bayshore Redskins are going to come back probably win buckets. So you're going to give them five there. <laughs> right? Right, okay. Just, that's the stands the reason what's going to happen. Right. And the Sable Blue Jays are not your best bucket team. So they right now have, what, a four-point lead. They need to point out right here. Well, you think about it this way. The Magic, you know, you assume the Redskins go 10 for 10, and it'll give them 23. Right. So the Sable Blue Jays have 17. They need six out of the final 10 to clinch it. Right. If, obviously, there's a lot of ifs in that statement. But, you know, they need to run a shot. They, they got to race. They need to put water Let's in the hose. They need to finish the contest. So you don't think they've ever placed top five at this tournament? Well, I you know, know for a they fact. Haven't. You know for a fact. I know that. All right. But so you know what? They're really excited right now. I believe Islip Terrace. know they got a shot. Quite honestly, I believe Islip Terrace did once or twice. Okay. West Islip once or twice. Maybe Bayport once. I never, ever remember oh, the Sable. Oh, the Terrace definitely did in but the late we'll 70s, early 80s. Well, I'm going right. back to my time racing, you know, like 86 on. Right. They won Labor Day. Sable has the track. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, they were good. They're off. We're approaching Hydra. The Hydra Man drops the coupling. And someone else looks like he pulls a hammy. You cannot do this if you want to try and take top five in a drill. We're still trying to get water in the hose. That is unbelievable. don't have water in the hose. That is unbelievable. All right. The Hydra Man just can't get it on. He might have egged the coupling when he dropped it. Now you got to try to find the... He's fighting with it. Can anything worse go right. wrong? We're at we're at 30 seconds Rob already. Noonan so all over the announcing here, Rob. You totally called it. Drop the coupling. Just uh, got a bad I'll be honest with you. I feel awful bad. for him. I, he's right. stepping away. He doesn't even think it's going to hold on. All right. We're looking to complete the contest. Oh, it there blew is no off as soon as it came out of the oh, nozzle, like you said, Rob. Off. This is when you got to call a day a day. It's, it's, All right, it's no, now it's going to be a no time because the target over here never went up. And these guys yeah, are running it's a it no down. Time. You gotta call it right, or did he flip it back down? Uh, I'm no, sorry, it I'm back sorry. Down. my bad. Yeah, That's yeah. okay, but yeah, yeah. they still got to get the hydrant. Okay, looks like they're all connected. It's fight to finish the oh. shot. Which are we they bringing do. out the colon? We are breaking out the colon. Yes! One colon! Zero four. That'd be over uh, yeah. 60 seconds. 103, oh, 103, 32. Six. 6303. Let me translate. 1 colon <laughs> zero, three, point, zero, 03. Things you don't hear in racing. The if colon six, is coming into play. If you're going to go down, go down heavy. Well, <laughs> uh, they just opened the door for Bayshore to get oh, themselves to the, the top five the here. Bayshore salivating at that shot right there. How unfortunate and bad luck can you get? 
Now, yeah. I'm wondering if someone stepped on the hose, yeah. that it, like, pulled it out of his hand, I you know? the guy with the ham, he probably bailed out, and it just jerked it out of the hydrant man's hand. Now, that was one of the toughest first 25 feet I think I've ever seen <laughs> in a contest. And that was a race that you figured... They could run. They, could they run, wanted there's that. There's a yeah, lot they of Hagerman that junior bad, gamblers on that team. A great I know, junior that's team. That's true. Uh, it's an upsetting shot for the Sable Blue Jays, but you know, hopefully they'll get back in it in buckets and have a shot. The Bayshore Redskins now, with 13 points on the day, come to the line, looking to get into fifth place. Sable Blue Jays have <laughs> it right now for 17. With only four teams left, first place at 27. 27-82 is first. It would have to be catastrophic. Right? We got a 27, a 37, and a 63. So he's uh, five points is right there. Uh, and this is helping out Central Islip, too. Right. You know, a couple teams that could have probably very easily beat a 27 running a clean shot, and neither one does run a clean shot. Now you got four teams left. Essentially all have to beat Central Islip to come up or climb up a little bit closer to them. All right, Twan. I know you know the song. Who's singing it? Oh, come on. It's Wild Boys. Who's singing it? Um, Paulie? Uh, are you phoning a friend? Yes. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. It's Duran Duran. Yes. Duran Duran. I actually didn't hear the, the song. <laughs> Somewhere, John Simone's listening, saying, Tuan, you let the family down. He's like your 80s music trivia king, that guy. Him and Baba Booey. Wild Boys bringing All in right. the Bayshore Redskins here. Bayshore has been given the track. Once again, it's just put water in the hose, and they're going to have a first-place shot. Yeah, shooting to beat a 27-82. We've yet to see a shot we would consider clean. So we look to start there. Bayshore wants to be in the top five. They need to put up a number here. Looks like they're ready to go. They're off. Kevin Coyne coming in nice and easy. It's going to be click and turn. Yeah. Water's on. 332 on the handle. Just Cuts hit it. Just hit it. All the way across. Little kink behind him. Still Boom. a pretty good target hit. 9-5 on that first evolution. Second evolution coming down the street. Now you just He approaches the two connections. Make sure they're both on. Both nozzle men trying to stretch out. Shorten up that target hit. One yep. up, two up. Back to back. All right, I'm going to say in the 24s, guys. They 24, were a little meticulous on the changeover, guys, but it was enough, and that, that should be a first-place shot. That's actually a good shot at the ice of town at 24. Hard to beat that. And now what that does also, not only does it move Bayshore into a potential fifth place on their own for the day, it also helps the ice of Wolves. If they want to gain back those two points in a centralized of hobos. Yeah, they could beat it. Can they beat that 24-27? That'd be your two-point gap. We'd have a tie score going into buckets. I so, think Tuan, that, was, like a, a lead, that was a 24, yeah. and it was meticulous. What is the record in this contest? 21-34 by the Rockville Center Woodlanders when they were motoring back in the early 2000s. I, I know. I mean, how do you find three more seconds off of that shot? <laughs> I mean, it looked pretty smooth. Uh, I think you water on, you uh, change over especially. Right. Second target hits. You come in a little faster. Bang. Right. Where, I'm three curious, seconds. I don't know if we just got three where seconds. That, That's what I'm saying. Where right. was that 21 also? I mean, if That's we're in Hempstead, point. maybe you're 880 on the first evolution. You picked up three quarters of a second there, and, you know, that'll translate over. 
All right, West Sable, five points down. They can beat that 24. They can bring a couple points closer going into buckets. Yep, 31 points on the day, sitting in third place. Again, Rob, you're a good guy to talk to. Does uh, do the Dutchman just practice this one night? I mean, this is just one this night. Was this was practice week? Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday this week. and Thursday, okay. So, kind of uh, in lieu of efficiency, you know, kind of. Right, I was going to say you don't run everything, right? Didn't you run, run efficiency. Ones, ran yeah. this the extra time, and you know, you go through that second evolution. For us, we didn't see too many changes in our team. The the second evolution is guys who aren't here. It's like Wes Sable's ready to go. A little bit of movement on the line. They're off. Michael Mara approaching the hydrant. Water on, 312. Yeah, that had to be the fastest. Joey Quenza so making his cut over. Needs a good target hit here. And he does. He gets it. 948. Just it a little bit better than that base short time. It's all in a changeover and a two target hits. Casey Quinn approaching. Water on, go. He doesn't Over. have it on. He doesn't have it on. He doesn't have it on. He doesn't have it on. He, the, oh, the table he broke. He doesn't have it on at the, what would you call it, the Y? Yep. The Y was not connected on the first uh Rob, I thought nozzle. the second nozzle man pulled a little too hard. He didn't have to go quite that hard. He might have tugged the guy on the Y. Uh, not, uh, you you got to look needed. over your shoulder and, and, and just there's no reason to tug him. And they actually, they had a they had someone positioned Four. to tell the turn on man to go or not go. So obviously communication issue there. That's that going to hurt West Sable. Yeah, kind of take them out of any chance of winning. Of a drill. winning, and and what it might do, I mean, it gives the East Ice of Guzzlers now a shot to potentially gain some points in the battle for third and fourth right now. So, Paul, did you see what I was talking about? That second nozzle came in really strong and uh, really probably tugged the, the Y person. Uh, yeah, or the I think back this, there with that coupling. I agree with that, but I think in this situation, you got to be real particular about I'm on, I'm on, give us water now instead of being in a rush to call water. You had a good shot going, you know? There's just no reason to tug it that hard. Uh, look over your shoulder. Come up a step or two short. Uh, you just don't want to tug those people at the white. They got enough going on. All right, you're right, Tuan. East Islip. Yeah, they come in with 27 points on the day. West Sable's at 31. Their shot at 36.06 is currently fourth place. Excuse me, third place. So that's three points. Looking to go to 34. Yeah, so, th I mean, the Guzzlers have work to do. they got to overcome four points if they want to come down third. I they mean, pretty the much have fifth that 36 lock. is going to get a point. Yeah, it's <laughs> guaranteed at least one with only two teams left to go. So East Tyson really needs to win this contest. Yeah. Yeah, if they win and Hobos take one, they'll gain four to be 31-31. Yeah, Five okay. for third going Thank into you. buckets. All right. All right, we've got the East Islip Guzzlers ready to go. All right, going through their call-off. It's just about off the line. Approaching that hydrant. A little bit of a loop. 318. One of the better handles we've seen so far in this contest. Ryan oh, Dick, good run. target. 957 great, great right recovery. in that Bayshore area. Let's see how they handle this second evolution. evolution. The Y has approached the connection. Oh, oh looks nice like one. one of the better connections we've seen so far today. We got a little bit of kink in that second hose, a little bit of a long target hit. I don't think it got the 24-2. It's a tough time getting water through both those hoses after they connected, right? 24-91. That's second place right now. You know, guys, we saw the uh, the first nozzle man kink the hose back a little bit. 
shooting the water straight up in the air. And yeah, you just I always want to. You'd want to kink it back. You'd want that second nozzle length to fill with water. Yeah. But I never, I never kinked it up. We used to kind of put it back like in a little accordion or like a Z right. and sit on it so you could kind of push it out straight and, and go right at the flap as opposed to being straight up in the air, bringing it down, bringing it back up. What do you guys think? Well, Chris, okay. you, know, you noticed that the guy who was kinking it up, he hit the target second, it looked like. He didn't hit the target first. I don't know, Foley? No, I agree. I like I like what you're saying, Lenny. We always we always shot it in the air as well, but yours makes more sense. Yeah, we. Uh, I was taught kind of fold it back on itself and put all your body weight on it. And still so try to hit the target. Up, right, so it was like yeah. a little Z. And then when you opened it up, you were popping. You at least had a chance to hit that flap as you opened you it up. Have, you might have right. made it so it didn't open up if you put all your body weight on wow, it. I slip Wolves with a chance to take the lead they had all day and going until this contest back here, they're going to have to beat. To take the lead, they got to beat the 24-27. To, to go approach. for the tie, they got to at least beat the 24-90. Josh Kaysen approaching the target. A little bit of a kink behind him coming in on an angle. All right, 9.59, first evolution. We've seen a lot of 9.5s. It's just who can finish this These second evolution. Speed, We've seen though. so many problems on the second evolution. little oh, bit of delay. I don't work. think and it's going to be it. Oh, he misses it. Uh, and and he's... They're a little oh, short. They need, they, he needs some more hose. It's too tight. All right, they finally make the connection, set it back up. This is going to allow, allow Central Isop to increase their yeah. lead. Instead of Isop getting closer, CI is going to be ahead by more. 33-08. The Bayshore, huge five points They'll still right get there. points with that, but... Four points is going to be East Islip, second place. There's no Three spot for points. total points here in a scorecard. What's going on? <laughs> Oops, somebody, somebody forgot a line on their Excel spreadsheet. CI's going to have 39. They get three points here. Two points is going to actually be that ice shot. Is that what you got? 24, 27, 27. Uh, the 30, yep, 33.08 is two, yep. So they only lose a point on them. And fifth place is going to be Arendt. Nope, it's going to be West Sable. They're going to go to 32. So with one contest to go, CI 39, right. Islip 36, right. West Sable 32, East Islip 31. Correct. And then Bayshore has creeped in with 18 and Sable with 17. Brentwood holding behind with 7. Sable must beat Bayshore in buckets, and they must hold out for at least one point if they want to. Take fifth place. You, you got to fight for first and second, even though it's a three-point lead. You have a fight for third and fourth, there, you know, and right. you have a fight for fifth. All right. So a little bit of uh, excitement. Yeah. Okay. Interest. Yep. Interest is so the, the hobo, either the hobos or the wolves can win it. That's it. So that's the battle for first and second. And Think then, about like the you day said, the yeah. Started out with the wolves were rocking and rolling yeah, at the beginning of the day, right? 15 out of the first 15. I right? know. Oh, I'm sorry. 14 out of 15, including a state record and individual ladder. Tom Abramski texted me back, by the way, saying, congratulations, Josh, you're in good company. <laughs> again. How about the whammy? Uh, again. He, and he said he was throwing his malurkies, but Yeah, now, time of the year in three-man ladder, 6.15, then a 4.13. Heavy, heavy ladders out of the Wolves this morning, this morning, this afternoon. All right, guys, I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to turn this back over to Audie, and he'll okay. uh, help you guys bring it home, and I'll see you after the drill. All right, Rob. See you later there, Noonan. I tell you, a lot of comments coming in. I don't know about the, the, the feed over there. We haven't checked it. But a lot of comments coming in on the group about sweeping during these contests. 
What do you mean? Too much going on? Too much. Yeah. Too much sweeping in buckets, or? <laughs> well, that, that's always been like the talk about motor pump. Like, do you have to squeegee in motor pump? A lot of people say no. Maybe just clean up the hydrant and keep everything else the same. Oh, just to, I, I want to go back and clarify because I, I saw some sable guys back there. Uh, six three was the pump record. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. Right, so 6-3 okay. was the pump record, and they said that 6-3 was by accident. <laughs> this 6-0-6 was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a shatter team record. Yeah. You know, yeah. two tenths, two and a half tenths. Congrats to the Sabo Blue Jays. We almost went, had, almost we went one from 6-56 right. to 6-0-7. That's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. You learn how to run an event. That's what you do. Tom Abramski was <laughs> – the story he always used to tell me when I was racing is – when he took over, you know, when his crew took over back in the late 70s, early 80s, they took the bucket record from a 32 to a 19 in like five, six years. You know, that was the, that's the story he always tells. So it's funny. I remember my I remember my dad telling me with all his, the years he ran, yeah. if you could run a 24, it was considered incredible. And mm-hmm. right now we're shaving five seconds off yeah, of that. Imagine that. And I don't think we're shaving five more off, Len. <laughs> I think it could get to I don't the know 18s. where else it could go. I, I mean, think it could go to the 18s. That's you got to fill on that's the first it, drop of 11 that's with a heavy pace. Listen, that's we with new bucket. Like, yeah, right. You know, no, no, no. Yeah. Perfectly. But there's not, there's, there's so few buckets. teams in the history of the sport that can even run the pace. Like you came from a team that ran that pace. We, yeah, I know. We, our best shot, I think, was it was 2014 on 12. I got the tape of it. 06 <laughs> Hempstead invite. Think about that. 2014 on 12. So now you're at 19-1. On oh, 11. Flat. But it didn't fill it in 11 because we were going sloppy. too fast. Yeah, right. Sloppy. But So I, if you can get the team that could fill it in 11 on that pace, I don't think it's impossible. Is it likely? No. Now, I mean, yeah, the 1947, that's still the best shot ever, now, when, right? When you go back to the Tommy Abramski days. <laughs> Maybe. You go back to the Tommy Abramski days. Yeah. Who, who's on the ladder there? So you got Joe Abramski is your dumper. Uh, Tommy was on the top of the ladder. Okay. You got J.R. Cottrell in the middle. Yeah. And the bottom of the ladder, a guy named Tom Donano. Okay. Tommy Donano ran that spot I, don't, I know everybody. Yeah. I know Joe. Yeah. yeah. Locking in. No. Yeah, locking in. Crazy yeah. pace right, locking right? in. Imagine right, that. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. J- I don't know if Jay locked in. I know Tommy, Tommy did it in the top in. and Tommy did it at the bottom. Okay, that's right. That's what you it know. Is. But you're losing time there. But so, dude, yeah. I remember those runs when they first started doing that stuff. Yeah. The f- how fast they were going, leaning over that ladder was insane. Yeah. I mean, they were almost snapping the ladder. Yeah, yeah. What What kind I, of first I wasn't bucket taught that way. Getting? I don't know. It's a good question. What was that I, first I, I, I'd have to watch a tape of that. I don't I mean, know. It had to be mid to high eight. Yeah. Has to be. They were on a 19.8. Yeah. Now, when you come into your your era of racing. It's you, Jojo, Matt, and Russo. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. My first year, 97, I'm a bucket man. 98, they put me in the middle of the ladder. Andrew Madelon was above me. The July 4th tournament, Andrew Madelon falls out of the ladder. Right. So I'm a bucket man then the next <laughs> week. I'm like, what's going on? So 99 was when our team got together. Our first practice, Jojo was like, all right, we're changing buckets. It's like, Twan, you're dumping. Jojo took the top, Spinelli took the middle, and uh, then we had Jimmy starting at the bottom of the ladder in 98, 99. So and uh, and kept did it. Spinelli fall out of the ladder, too? He did with the Rascals in, like, the late <laughs> yeah, 80s. Okay. He was okay, though. That was in Merrick. Who's, uh, who teaches you to dump? Like, where is it? Uh, honestly, I, no one, I mean, Jojo showed me a couple things, but I, I learned the most just by watching A-Rock. Because yeah, we say. used to practice with them, and All I would right. just sit and watch and just learn and pick up a lot of things and I also watched a lot of video with Star yeah. from New High Park I mean just his style how smooth he was he only threw down one bucket 
If. You know, I never saw a guy only throw down one bucket. If. Yeah, he, he was right. at I saw he was at Riverhead. Yeah, at the county drill this yeah, year yeah. at Riverhead. So. Yeah, we always see Talk him when we're him. out at the Greenport Parade in February. Yeah. I mean, he's got a house. Good stories. He's, he's got a house. I mean, Jojo always tell you he wasn't the greatest dumper, so he would always be like, just uh, just do what you got to do. You know, kind of figure it out type of thing. He, well, I mean, Jojo's you know, he's on the he'll, shorter he'll side. He admitted that he wasn't a good but, dumper. But he's on the yeah. shorter side, right? Yeah. Which is not and to, not easy to do. No, right. You right. know, I mean, Michael's on the shorter side dumping. Yeah. And you know, obviously, we saw him with the twenty last week, and right. Stuff like that. He's got a nineteen. And under you, his guys, you guys mentioned Star from the termites. Yeah. I mean, Underrated. Oh dumper. my God! Yeah, I think you know, the best. I don't, yeah. think, he's I don't think he's seen. underrated. I think well, he's. A he's lot of people don't know about his story. him. Yeah, right. Again, right. thin little guy. What is he? Five ten? Five eleven? He's tall. Oh, he? No, he's got one. He's got to be in the six. Six foot two. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's so me. he's I mean, over like six foot. All right, but just smooth, smooth. He made it look easy. He made dumping look easy. He really did. Yeah. You know and. That I mean, whole they were, Park team made, made the race they did. buckets look easy. Yeah. No, but but uh, you know, just going back to like you know, you learned saying a rock and watching Star and stuff like that. I yeah. Mean, that's and and you guys got good pretty quickly. Yeah. A lot of it's just yeah. In, go ahead. In in that contest, yeah. I'm sure it's repetition of doing it a lot. Uh, yeah. It's keeping the same guys in the same positions for years. We we had that team from '99 to 2011. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Russo you know? Russo had to pick. With, with that his, was right. That was just ridiculous. He was the only guy that swapped out. It was Russo, right. then Tommy came back for that stay record run of 2009. Right. So. <laughs> He's a freaking nature, that guy. Tommy. You know, just coming back to run that spot. And yeah. Putting in the 20-0s. Well, that's just a guy that could do yeah. anything you need him to do. Yeah. He just did some things. You know, I always said great. one of the, But one Russo of the, was great. Yeah. yeah. I always say Tommy Abranski, one of the best sloppy ladder climbers I ever saw. Yeah. You know, I, I wish that the Yellow Hornets in the 80s would have run B ladder a little differently and C ladder differently. They got off at the top of the break. Completely. Completely out of control. You watch Dude, tape of them. That's how you legs everybody was, I was uh, taught like that. I, yeah. It's I, nuts. No, it's not the way to run it. Ever. I mean, and he ran five O's. I shouldn't say five. He ran a couple five O's like Dude. that. He doesn't have too many. He would have had a lot more. It was the way I was taught when I joined the team. I mean, the flukes like, ran the same way. As soon as he taps the brake, you count one one thousand pass. You can't off. jump off. What? There, there are videos. I started yeah. doing it. I'm like, this is stupid. And JoJo had the same experience because he was taught the same way. And then at the end of like the '90 season, he said, "Guys, we're changing it up. Yeah, we're riding like, a break." And oh, I changed it before. And I then have. all of a sudden, we got ladders every week. Well, when you know? I became the hydra man, because John was the hydra man, and, yeah. then, and I was running slack for him, and John goes, "Listen, as soon as he taps those brakes, one more thousand, we're off. All right." And you know, we're falling down every week. Yeah, you're out of control. The hydra, at the hydra, out of control. Before we get to the hydra, and then when he got hurt, I jumped in, and I'm like, "Wait a second, here. Right. I'm going to ride this truck." Right. And the transfer from the gas to the brake to the, you know, whatever, the brake to the gas, to the, that's what I'm getting off. Right. And you can get off and just stand there. I mean, if you're getting off the top of the brake, <laughs> I guess why have a brake? <laughs> right? Exactly. Or just go, you know what, guys? Let's get back here to Central yeah. Isop with Central Isop on the line. Well, you think they're going for it right here? I, I no, think they, they don't have the guys. They don't have the guys. Game on. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I mean... Yeah, you're right. They don't have the guys, so they're not going for it. They're going to run a shot. It looks like I, I see David Miller probably going to be dumping. It looks like is Ricky McCarthy going to be bottom man on the ladder? Yeah, so he's taking. So uh, I'm going. The ladder, so right? Ricky McCarthy's taking Ryan's spot. Looks like Ryan is taking, taking Chris's, Chris's spot. spot. And then David Miller's spot is taken because he's moving up the ladder. And that, so that's like Jake, their first man, is right. going to be top of the ladder. So it's a totally different unit here. All right, Twan, you got the pass. You see over the side right yeah, there? Yeah, I can take care of that. I'll take the dump. Uh, yep. Lenny, you got a number? I'll try and get you the first dump. I might go sweatshirt after this. 
You know, the Hobos with a three-point lead over the Wolves. So even though they're not running with their race squad, it's a big shot if they want to seal the deal here. And there's enough people that are running this race that can be tweeners, that's for sure. East Iceland, Bayshore, West Sable winning it at this and, and the Wolves can run this contest. 21-99 last week yeah. for third place. Big cheer for the hometown heroes. All right, they are coming down the track. Let's see how the approach goes to the ladder. We're David Miller's on and gone. Jake's right behind him. Ryan Murphy on and in a good spot. First bucket coming up. That's a nice set there, guys. Yeah, first one's down. I got so nine. Eight ninety-eight. Yeah, we're right there. A little spillage. Good pass coming up. In the barrel. Nine is in. Nine's good. Does he fill an eleven? He does not. Twelve. It took thirteen. It took the end yeah. of thirteen. Yeah. Not a bad shot for uh, B-Squad. You could see the water flowing out as yeah. the fuckers are coming up. Normally when that happens with them, I'll give you that time. 23-93. 92 or 93? 93. Okay. 93. You could see the amount of water popping out of the buckets as it got to the top of the ladder where there was definitely some jerking around of the buckets on the way up. Yeah, and that's just, like I said before, you need the same guys in the same spot for years to get that feel. You yeah. know, pretty much you're having the bucket in the same spot you could, every you time. Could, you can also, you just, just looking at David, yeah. you know, Twan, as you get more experience in dumping, you know so, you just learn where the height of that barrel is. Yep. And you're almost skimming the barrel as you're going across, right. or, or a little bit more. He had that, like, four-inch difference yep. from barrel to bucket as he's, you know. Yep. You just, uh, you, you try to learn where that barrel is and just come across the top and get it in. Yeah, that's a good observation. I wasn't watching him. I was watching the pass coming up. So he was high, you're saying? Yeah, like, you know yeah, how, like, yeah. when you go to tip it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, like, you naturally, as you dump yeah, more, you, you, you learn get the feel. of where it is. And he was going, like, oh, I'm going to go four inches over and then bring it down. Right, I'm going so, four switch, so you can watch No, I'm good, I'm good. Sure. So, so if you go too high, generally, with the bucket, we'll do it'll kind of overswing let's, let's take a different back, look at this you know? let's take a different look at this yeah with a whole new different group of guys they just ran at 2393 <laughs> right on 13 better than 90% of teams in New York State right you fill that in 11 it's a 21 <laughs> right. maybe 80% oh Bill Rouse loves it when uh, teams mix up the shirt colors getting to he the end of the year it. he's just feeling oh, it listen so the Sable Blue Jays are on the line so they yeah. need to beat Bayshore and hope that their shot takes a point it's that's what they gotta do Bill gets flustered when he can't identify what team's goal right on the line. here is a mid 20 25 to 27 if they can put it out in that time then they're just crossing their fingers and watching I mean, Sable has got something to prove coming. This is right. Sable's first year running buckets Here in comes years. the approach. Yeah. Oh, there's a slip by their top man on the ladder. He's help. coming up slow. The first, now they need the, no, first the first, the center. top guy is still not set in the right spot. Now I think yeah, he's good. He's got it. Okay. He's doing a nice job of putting whatever. 1182 art. 75 on mine. He's gonna have to finish it in 11, which probably I think that's four. Now they're slowing down a little bit. Five, six. I could be off. Seven. He spilled a lot on that one. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11, it looks like 11. I can yeah, at beginning at 12. 12. Beginning at 12. I can see these buckets a little bit more full. I'd like them not to turn on the uh, bucket trough. 2980. Well, they would the need an absolute catastrophe. Yeah. They sure could probably drop about four buckets. We've said that. Well, they're gonna have a different bottom man here too, but Mole's not here, so. Yeah, still. Yeah, no. I mean, they ran that shot too with Jimmy this year. Is you know, Twan and Artie, you guys are both dumpers uh, yeah. for years and years. Uh, I know. I was in a years and years dumper. I was more of a top of the ladder guy, but I dumped. What's it like being a dumper? Like, there's so much going on. You yeah. Got <laughs> the left hand, the right hand. You're dumping. It's all. It's you're uh, bouncing. It's you're all feel. It's yeah. all you're looking feel. down Incredible. 20 freaking feet. I'm well, no part of that. That's not the safest thing in the world here. over an arch. I tell you, you don't even think about any no, of that. It's all feel. I mean, it's all feel. You get up, you get your set. 
and you just go. And you go. You, I mean, all you're looking at is that bat bucket coming up. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking about it watching Let you guys me, run. Tuan, I'm going to ask right, you this. Well, I, I, mean, I, I like, can see us wearing harnesses up here. Oh, I, I, how, I, did I, you, how did you find the middle of the barrel? Like, what was my your guy? forearm. The middle of my forearm. Yeah. Right here is kind of the, where the, the I set up off the rail. I would set up off the rail knowing when I grabbed the rail, I knew my hand would be in the middle. That's pretty right. interesting. You know, one of the things I think see the Sabo Blue Jays do is not turn on the water in the trough. I didn't like how yeah, their buckets were filled much, coming yep. up. It looks like they were losing a lot of water. It looks like they weren't filled. And that it might be one of the skins. reasons why. They're trying to bounce back from a tough day. The difference with the, this arch, drill. this arch being so tall is, you know, they're just not used to running, you know, on an arch like this, just for Bayshore. So Bayshore Redskins looks like it's a clean set. That first yeah. bucket's coming up real nice. Yeah, first first bucket's in a little out He's out the back. Now he's got to go Good correction on three. right down the middle. A little bit out the back. Seven now is he's in. got it. Good pace going on. Ten nice bounce. In. Eleven. Perfect run right here. Good finish. That's and a 12, 2187. Yeah, and you know. 2187 beats the 2199. Pretty run for the skins. Gives him a tie. Whatever. Five five. Okay, I was late there. Whatever seven times twenty four is, that's how late that run is. 21.55 for so the Redskins. Like eleven and a half. Listen, some of the Bay Show Redskins are saying, where was that last week? And I know the feeling because of the salt in the wound, but you're right. No, no, no. I was just going to say, in the, in the 2010 state, we were in the 2033. Had we run that in the 09, we would have been state champs. Listen, we've all been there, Bay Shore. Oh, yeah. We look forward to seeing you in 2016. Bay Shore would have loved that run six just, days uh, ago. I'm going to go one step further with you, Twan. Yeah. You know, dumping you. You're one of the best I've ever seen, so a, a lot of heavy Ooh, shots. What's going on around here? Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> do you... Do you when you got to seven or eight, mm -hmm. dumping, yeah. do you find yourself cheating? Uh, Looking, like a little peripheral vision look. No, I think I just tried to be a little bit more deliberate and maybe keep it in the barrel a little bit longer. You never maybe. saw the water rising? No. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I always kept my eye on a bucket coming up. I, you know, for some reason, I would catch it out of my right eye, <laughs> and I would be like, oh, it's getting close. We just, I got to be really good with these next couple. Boom, drop the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, once I start thinking about that, then it's like if you say you got it, and then. You don't got it. Get you that know? pole, he would catch it with his right eye. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sure I knew that then. I'd be screaming for the middle ladder. You looking at the barrel? Stop <laughs> looking at the barrel. I missed the start. Look for the there. handle. All this chatter. <laughs> West Sable's coming down the track. The set looks yeah. good so far. Michael's up. Ryan Huguenin. The Quenzer and Quenzer. Looks like it's good. First one's oh, in nice. Oh, you missed it, Len? Sounds like oh, a law firm. Just, right? nice just getting him out. Nah, but he's doing it. He's got a nice pace right here. He's going right down the Wong's middle. One's going to stay in the barrel. And he's no, he's close. got him. He's getting wow. him out. He's got good no, bounce. A little sloppy, he's though. He's right there. Oh, just that he got one in. He does and keep he it. And he got it. Love the back of the shirt. Grip him and rip him. <laughs> Grip him and rip him. Hashtag the rough, uh, rough life. It says it. Or... First place shot right there. 21.48. I'm trying to read the back. Yeah, I know you are. That's why I'm <laughs> Can saying. Can you it. hear us? Can you? <laughs> Getting a little fishy. With trying to see those. the hashtag on the back here. But it says, uh, grip him and rip him, 2015 New York State champs. Turn around so we can see the shirt. Hey, listen, guys. Trough we life. Trough life. That's hashtag trough life. Spelled wrong. Hey, listen, we're, we're in a position here where the Isop Wolves take first place in this contest. We're going to have co-winners of this tournament. So it's 30, it's 39 to 36 right now. The Wolves need to gain three points on them. To do that, they'd have to win the contest. I think it's a big run for them. Now, that, that is a big run for them. I mean, now. outside what maybe they can do. Now, it's interesting right now. If the Guzzler is beat to 23-93, then the Wolves could be in a position to win it outright with a first-place shot. They'd have to beat that 21-48. So another exciting finish here <laughs> All that in math. buckets. All that math. Here we go, man. <laughs> 21. Yeah. 
Nothing's going to be last Saturday, 30-14. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a new thing. All right. No, it's old school. The Guzz on the line. This looks like a limited crew here. It does, right? All right, let's see the approach. It's their unit for the year. It's a nice set. Oh, we got a slip out of top man. That's going to cause a log jam all the way down. Buckets for coming up, but the middle man is not ready for it. Double clutch on it, and there's the first bucket in the barrel. Oh, Three he's got he's, he's hitting the Did you notice he hit one in that barrel? He's got the roof. That now he's got to go. Now he's squeezed one. That now bucket that hit the, the roof hit every guy in the ladder on the way down. Looks like the dumper's going a little too far down. On now we have bucket. a drop. He's out the you know front what I'm a little saying, bit. Artie? High arch, though, Len. So, like you, you know, it's a high arch, so it could be tougher for the top guy. This arch, high, big facade. So we're going to have a situation here. The Hobos have 39 points right now. They're in third. So the Wolves need to take first place. they got to beat the 21-48. That'll give them five. That'll give them 41 on the day. And that would move the Hobos down to fourth place two points. So it would be a 41-41 tie if the Wolves beat a 21-48. 21-48. That's, That's a heck number. of a run, Juan. They don't beat the 21-48. The Hobos win. It's what? as simple as that this What's week. What's the height of the Hempstead Arch? Uh, 19 feet, 10 same inches. 19, 10. So, yeah, same as us at, at home. Mm -hmm. So, when you were coming here, if you were coming here, did you put a platform no, on the top? No, we didn't. We never really play that game. Joe yeah. Joe would just say, hey, I'm going to bring him up a little higher today, and then we just kind of adjust off the first bucket, yeah. and then we'd be good. But what we were just seeing oh. there, Artie, you and I talked about it, um, thought the dumper was going a little bit lower, or maybe the guy on the top of the ladder was coming a little bit higher. But that little bit of spacing, it just an extra little bit of a jerk on the bucket, spilling that little bit yeah, on it's every the, bucket. The, the big facade helping. here is different than, you know, a lot of the tracks you practice on. Yeah, we hated running buckets here, but we always did well when we had to. 2099. Here come the Ice of Wolves, guys. they got to be 2148. How's that ladder Let's clock? Let's see the set. The set looks good. The first bucket's up real nice. Yeah, first one's down. Let and it's in the barrel. Guys, this is going to be good. Pace. They got four, a chance. Four is in. Five, Five is in clean. Six, seven. This is pretty. Right down the middle doing a great job. Oh, we, oh. Have a drop. Oh. we have a drop. We Number have a drop. ten. Oh, now, he's, now he leaves one in the barrel, but he's doing all right. It's off the side. He's okay. Uh, 24. Okay, went on 12, guys. And on 12, but that could okay, be because he left that one in there and lost oh. yeah, some water. Yeah, that was number ten coming up. He had nine was in. Ten coming up is the, where the drop is. It's going to make the CI Hobos champions of the Isletown drill, no? It is. Crazy to think, too, that if Islip does that, it's only their second win in the history of this drill. Wow. I was looking before, I think, if that's correct. That's fine. I think well, they've from, only got 07 yeah, or something from like From 81 that. on. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they win are. in 07. They tie in 09 and okay. 04, so it would have been their fourth. Uh, okay, I didn't see those ties. Yeah. It's an outright, though. Yeah, yeah. right. One outright. Yeah. Wow, so they got three. I mean, it's really, you look at that stats, it's dominated West Sable CI. Yep. East Ice up a couple, Bayshore a couple. So in that contest, West Sable's going to win it. Five points, second place is Bayshore, third place CI, fourth place Islip, and fifth place East Islip. And here are your totals for the day. In first place, and the champs of the 85th annual Islip Town Drill, the CI Hobos with 42 points. Second place with 38 points is going to be the Islip Wolves. Third place with 36 points is going to be the West Sable Flying Dutchman. Fourth place with 32 points, the East Islip Guzzlers. And in fifth place with 22 points, the Bayshore Redskins. So four teams 32 or higher.
Yeah. I don't know how often you see that. No. Here. Only seven here. So you know. You can. Yeah, because you know, years ago you used to have the 13 teams or 12 teams, so it got right. spread a little bit more when your Terrace and your West Islips and Blue stuff point. like that. Good finish by no, the Redskins. Not Blue Point. That's Tanner Brookhaven. Oh, okay. Bayport. 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 There you go. I knew it was a BP there somewhere. Could have the Suicide Squad. Yeah. 14 out of the last 20 points for the Bayshore Redskins. It's a good way to finish the drill. And, they, and listen, they didn't score in the first four or five contests. Yeah. A good comeback to get down the track, which is always important. For six. You don't want to come here and not go down the track. Right. For sure. So the Redskins find the track here at the Ice of Town tournament. Yep. Yep. In no way does it compare to the state drill, but good finish on the bucket run by Bayshore. Yeah. Definitely the bounce back. Yeah. Still have another tournament to go. Bayshore's in it for a bunch of individual contests this year, yeah. too, so oh, yeah. they have to be looking forward and being focused on that. Funny to hear. Second place with 38 points. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. 65 available. Hey, I give the Hobos credit. They mixed up a lot of races They're doing tonight, it without Jay Newhoff and today, they right? win the drill. I mean, right. Yeah, and, and but they also mixed even other things up. They took, you know, gave some. They have such a deep squad. Gave guys a chance to run. You know, Chris Murphy stepped out of some contests and stuff like that. Gave other guys and some of the younger guys a chance. And uh, they still found the way, so. I see them taking apart the guardrail over here. It looks like we're going to have the B-trucks turn around, go on to the uh, pavilion over there, I guess. Yeah, we're going to go into the pavilion area as they uh, get these ambulances out. Thanks yep. to the oh, yeah. Central Islip uh, Hopwog Ambulance for sitting in. Thanks to, to the officials, the local committee. C.I. Juniors for helping us out with the water C. I. and food. C.I. Juniors, yeah. water and food, no doubt. Jimmy Miller's son. Jimmy yeah. Thanks to Fred. How about yeah. Fred? Don't you guys forget Fred. Fred Benzabanga, Rob Noonan. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Labor Day in Town of Park, huh? Town of Babylon, that's what's left. Uh, yeah, Town of Babylon. Is that Point next? Plus tomorrow? Is the when's Town of Babylon? Next, next uh, Friday or Saturday. All right, be, be a listening, everybody. Happy hour all night long for that <laughs> drill. And then you go and with... that's also a fundraiser this year. I saw that on Groove. Yeah, it'd right? be oh, a fundraiser yeah. for uh, the guy from Lindenhurst. Right. Okay, and so then you have the Park Saturday the 5th. At Hagerman, Monday the 7th at Hempstead, West Hempstead host. Correct. Uh, wrapping up the year motorized. That's it. You know, I think there might be an old-fashioned after that, but... Uh, I think I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going <laughs> like to think you got yeah, right. Nor Norfolk holds the Labor Day maybe upstate? Uh, yep, I so believe it's Norfolk. there. The Snails. Still some racing left, ladies snails, and gentlemen. Hopefully they didn't Not over they didn't yet. this year. Hopefully they come back next year and get back on the track. Wild Bill and the boys. Good to see them at the State Trail. They were I'll down. tell you, I look forward to one more tournament in Hempstead. Again, the West Hempstead invite on uh, on uh, Memorial Day. I Break guess. some hose. Memorial right. Day. Excuse me, it's Labor Day. Labor Day. It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. But, uh, Columbus Day drill. Can't wait year. to get back to awesome. Hempstead one more time. Did you hear about that Christmas episode yeah, right. we're gonna? Have? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yep. Good, Good night. Drill. Good night, everybody. So long. Thanks for listening. Good luck to everybody tomorrow in Western. That's it. Western, all the uh, Nassau teams, Suffolk teams up there. Enjoy. Have some Northern fun. Northern team. Great man. Northern teams. Everyone's going over. 125th anniversary. Point Pleasant.